Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's the Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works coming at you. It's Monday, October 17th, 501 Pacific. Thank you, everyone, for watching on Mav TV. Thank you for listening. Uh, watching YouTube, whatever it is, however you get the show. We appreciate it, man. Good to be back. Red Bull straight rhythm in the books. Two-year absence for the race. It is back. They moved it to the beach. We're going to talk about that tonight. Talk some World Supercross as well, the Cardiff World Supercross round. Just uh, was completed. I was over there in uh, jolly old England. We'll talk about that a little bit. We got some off-season news, Ken Rocks and stuff. Uh, Looking forward to tonight's show, man. Uh, should be a good one. The winner of Red Bull Straight Rhythm, again, the man has never lost. Marvin Muskan will call in the night. Looking forward to talking to Marv about that. The manager for uh, the Factory Honda team, Lars Lindstrom, friend of the show. He will be calling in as well uh, to talk about the fill-in ride that Colt Nichols got. Not fill-in ride, sorry, just the ride that Colt Nichols got. And uh, Jet Lawrence, what happened to Roxanne, Straight Rhythm stuff. So Lars will be uh, on as well. And then a guy that was uh, down in Huntington Beach calling the action for ESPN and Red Bull TV, Daniel Blair, friend of the show, DB125, a regional arena cross champion. He will call in to talk about uh, the event from his perspective. So lots going on tonight. 702-586-7857. If you want to chat about Red Bull Straight Rhythm, World Supercross, the SMX thing, lots going on in the industry right now. Lots of buzz going on. So 702-586-PULP. If you would like to call in and uh, talk some shop. Uh, again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you to our guys at motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Race Tech Suspension and Engine, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Renthal, a Cherbies, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleNerseyJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Hey, man, uh, Ken Roxon showed up on a Yamaha, and it was a privateer bike, and he used W for his wheels. Uh, yeah, uh, the guys at W built him a set of wheels to handle the straight rhythm stuff, and they used Han hubs and uh, amongst other things. So you, please check it out. Call W if you need some wheels for your uh, motocross bike, your street bike, your vintage bike. Tell them you listen to Pulp. You'll get a deal. Thank you to the folks at WUSA. Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, Suspension Direct, Manscape, Wiseco Piston, Twisted T, all on board with us tonight, pulpamexshow.com for sponsor deals, codes, and things like that to save. So thank you to those guys uh, that sponsor our show, and thank you people for using it, man. I get, a, I get emails all the time asking for codes. I get our sponsors calling me and telling me that people are using the codes, and they're super stoked. And you know, like, it is 2023 uh, time here on the show to re-up with sponsors. So it all helps, man. Really appreciate it. Co-hosting tonight, the man, the myth. The legend, fastest man in Piedmont, Charlotte, main event, participant, day in the dirt, champion, Randy Richardson. What's up, Randy? How are you? What's up, Steve? How are you, man? Thanks for coming in. Doing good. Doing good. I'm, I'm, 
a little upset right now. Oh, oh, please, please. It's, no, it's nothing major. I asked okay. you how long I had. You said the show starts. I got one minute. Uh huh. So I didn't have time to pee. But now we're five minutes in after that sponsor read, and I would have had plenty of time. Today. Yeah, yeah, you would have. Yeah, mm-hmm. you all. You, you know, I'm, I know it's your first time in here. Yep. First time knowing how the show goes. So I understand that you're a little confused. Didn't want like to, a child. Just I'm, I'm wandering in the woods. You know, <laughs> no truer words yeah, have ever been right. said than describing me and saying like a child. Uh, I thanks would agree. for coming in. You yeah, uh, you were at the Red Bull Straight Rhythm down yep. on the beach. I'll talk yeah, to you about that. I was yeah. I wasn't able to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have Marv on the night. Like mm-hmm. he was unbelievable. Um, so I want to talk to you and uh, try to capture the vibe of the event mm-hmm. and everything else. And and I've got some ideas. Our buddy Hammer okay. does not think they're good ideas, okay. but I've got some ideas well, about no, Red Bull. No Rhythm. disrespect to you or Hammer, but yeah. I'll be the judge of okay, that. Okay, thank so. you very much. I appreciate yeah. that. So, uh, And uh, also, too, big news with Michelin going on, so mm-hmm. looking forward to talking to you a little bit yeah. about that. Uh, directing the show over there, holding things down, choosing which camera angles to make me look you know, like a loser, uh, making fun of me on via sound drops, mm-hmm. uh, not listening to me. For anything how, do you get else? Those, how does he get the carrots up there like that on the screen? He, he's very good at it. <laughs> Travis Marks. What's up, Marks Doc? You must have me confused with someone else. No. I would oh, never I, do any no. of those things. No, you never would. What's exci- up, Marks Doc? How are you? I'm just excited to be here. Are you? Two weeks off. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with you. Yeah, two weeks yeah, off. We'll let's, uh, let's get the energy up. Let's go. Let's do this. Well... We, yeah. Uh, okay. We ain't gonna right. do all well, that, he must. But. I think. I think. Uh, I think he's gonna pace himself. We got a long show tonight. Yeah. One for the world record. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna long go, one tonight. Try to go around yeah. seven hours yeah. if we can. Absolutely. I'm ready for it, and I hope the boys are too. Uh, and speaking of long shows, a no. man who loves them over there taking your phone calls in the corner, holding things down. It's producer Pete. What's up, producer uh, Pete? I said this before. I'll say it again. I am rested, rejuvenated, and ready for a short show. Thank you. Thank yep. you over there in the Let's corner. Let's do it. 702-586-7857. You can uh, give us a call. and uh, I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. Yeah, and uh, and we'll figure this thing out. So we got lots to talk about. Yeah, that's another thing I want to touch on. Here in, here in uh, Uncle Jim, who I'm a huge fan of Uncle Jim. Um, so if I understand correctly, this show tonight will be one of the ones that's on MAV TV, right? We are on MAV okay. TV tonight, yeah. All right, so, yep. so certainly what I want to do is respect uh, that the way you've cleaned up the show quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, to make it more, uh, you know, more friendly, more politically correct and everything. Fuck you, Matt you're TV. fired. Mm-hmm. So with, okay. that, with that in mind, uh-huh. you know, because I, man, I had some harsh language. I was bringing yeah. F-bombs. Yeah, you... I had stories of the 90s. I went to one of McGrath's Pimp and Ho parties. Yeah. Yep. You know, him and Grayson Goodman, right, Dallas. Right. I had so many stories. I was just going, hey. I'm okay. I was getting ready to drop a bunch of stuff yeah. tonight and but, uh, but, and try but, to appease the people that evidently I hurt their feelings last time. But for MAV-TV purposes, you've got to For MAV-TV, I'm cleaning yeah, it up. I'll, right. I'll just put the F-bombs back in yeah. the holster. Please do. There we uh, go. And maybe, later on, uh, <laughs> maybe later on, maybe later on, your buddy Robbie here, your no good buddy Robbie. Oh, yeah. As opposed to your other buddy, no good Harvey. <laughs> yeah, definitely no good Harvey. Uh, we may get Robbie on, okay. and I may be the owner of a Kajiva. 125 before we'll this whole that. thing yeah. is over. Yeah. Uh, so it's got for- gargoyle graphics on it. I don't oh. know if you noticed that. No, it's got gargoyles on the graphics. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, Randy uh, Richardson brought to you by the folks at Michelin, of course, whether it's a Starcross 6. That are, how is that going? Is that good? Is the it's going well. Good? Yeah, yeah, it's going well. A uh, um, really good response, and yep. uh, both the increased performance and durability are well received, and uh, another uh, great product within the Michelin portfolio. 16% more traction. 
when new. When new. 19 yeah. when used. Yeah, yeah. 11% more durability. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, racing the World Vets here on my Michelin Star Cross uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Can't uh, wait. So thank you to the folks at Michelin, whether it's Bicycle Tires, or the wrap-up show sponsor, mm-hmm. whether it's the uh, off-road yeah. line of tires. Uh, and, of course, we've done many reads. Uh, gold Wings to sport bikes to touring bikes to... Rally bikes, whatever it is. Michelin. Scooters. Scooters. Vespa scooters. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michelin will make a tire for it. So please, thanks to the folks at Michelin for uh, coming on board, as always. And uh, maybe, maybe Jamie will call in later. Yeah. And Michelin Bicycle Tires Look, on board I'm, with I'm that. Ready, I'm ready yeah. for some World Bets uh, banter between the two the, of you. Is, is Michelin worried about the wrap-up show and the future of that being up in the air. Like, how much is there? Big top-level meetings happening uh, there, at Michelin. Yeah, about- and yeah, and la- and last week the one I was in was mainly thinking about just clipping this and the wrap-up show. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see how yeah. it goes tonight. But wow, uh, okay, um, trying to shorten up that sponsor read at the beginning of the show. Okay, so. Um, two years gone, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a unique event! What what a cool event! Um, they they moved it down to the beach this year. They were we were at a, a, a Pomona for mm-hmm. a couple of years. Uh, you've been to all of these things probably even before Pomona. What, where'd we go before that? Not all. Uh, um, Pomona. I was there at that one. That was fourteen yeah. uh, when Travis was on the RMZilla. Yeah. Um, and then when it went two stroke only, that was at uh, I forget the name, but it was a horse track close by. Maybe it was still in Pomona. It was Pomona still. Pomona? Yeah, okay, still so was. still in Pomona. Yeah, yeah. But they were the drag strip first, then the yeah. horse track. But nonetheless, I've been um, to all of them and. And while it certainly has a super cool vibe, man, there was nothing like being down there on the beach. Yeah, what was in, it like? What was it like? I mean, I heard I heard the crowd was in real. They had to stop selling tickets yeah, at some point, yeah, right? Yeah, so exactly. What was it like being down in Huntington? Uh, to me, it's cool. That's a cool area, right? And you get a lot of people just coming through back and forth, and there were people staying on the new sidewalk that they created out there and um, and watching. But to me, it was a really cool vibe because they piggybacked uh, this event on what Roland Sands has been doing for quite some time, the Moto Beach Classic. Yep. And uh, so you had a more diverse Moto uh, enthusiast there. And uh, to me, it was an all-around good vibe. Yep. Uh yeah, two strokes were cool. Mm-hmm. Having those oh, back. Yeah, I mean, that's great. So that's um, obvious. Yeah. Did you, you did you get a sense that? And I mean, it's hard to tell because you know you're there as a VIP and you got your ratio ride and you got your Randy go rounds and you're you're very busy. Um, did you get a sense of like these are Moto fans that go to Anaheim that came down, or did you get a sense of these are locals that don't really know what's going on, but they're checking it out? Like, what what did you? The fans. What did to, you get the sense of? To me, I think it was more of a, a moto enthusiast uh, okay. fan base, yeah. certainly. And uh, the conversations I had with people from uh, Nevada, Oregon, Washington State, which, you know, it's not like I talked to. I talked to a couple of idiots from South Carolina. Yeah. But yep. I already knew them. Yeah. Right. I've known them right. for 30 right. years. Right. But, uh, but honestly, there was a lot of people from uh, the Northwest that I talked to. Okay. And, you know, in Nevada. So people travel areas. for this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah, some, yeah. Uh, some, a lot of people from Utah that had yep. either flown down or driven down. So I think they're core moto enthusiast yeah. and, yeah. and I think they like the vibe of that. Right. It'd be interesting for me to know what was the mix of people whom typically attend Roland's deal yep. and typically attend straight rhythm. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because it's a blend um, of that, right? Did, did you get a sense that it's coming back to Huntington? Like, I, is that... I, I would I would think certainly yeah. so. I would I would think it needs right. to. Um, what, what, what were the pits like? No semis, right? Everyone's a box fan? No, nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. Nothing like that. Pro Circuit had uh, their box fan yeah. there, so that was that was so, so cool to me. Um, some others had this uh, KTM and, and, and brands just had sprinters and everything. Um, so it was super chill, yeah. low-key, which I kind of like that little environment. Um, the pits, uh, unlike previous years, the pits were not open to public or general admission, even okay. even me. 
with a VIP pass really? from Red Bull. Couldn't, no, couldn't I get couldn't get in there. No, they had me locked in. They had me kind of be cornered in where the nobody Red puts Bull Randy in a was. corner. Well, if they're going to put me in a corner, have some Red Bull and vodka. I'm good there. Nobody puts Randy in a corner. But the pits were tight, and they had kept, had to keep a fire lane access open. So it was truly just yeah. uh, industry people. Okay. Um, the, um, I saw. You will not believe how many of the industries elite uh, media personnel that I saw there. Oh, oh I oh. saw so... It, it was a who's who. Yeah. Anyone yeah. who's relevant in, right. in motorcycle was media was there. Yeah, right. There. I, I didn't see any of those guys in England when I was there. <laughs> I went. I, I flew across the ocean <laughs> and I didn't see anybody there. Well, I shouldn't say. Uh, Tommy Tenders. Yeah. But yeah. I think England got him. He's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I think Tenders was enjoying himself and then Anton. <laughs> yeah. And everybody loves Anton. Anton so. just went because the scarf's more in style there. Uh, I think so. Yeah, it was scarf season in yeah. the UK, so scarf he was there. Um, uh, so what was it? I think the big story. I mean, we'll talk to Marv. He's coming mm. on tonight, and he's unbelievable at this race. But I think the biggest story is Ken Roxon showed up on a Yamaha, and like for those who were like, ah, he'll be back on Honda, or, or you know, ah, like he's just going to get through this, and then so they're going to sign him back, or you know, all those people that are like. I still think there's a home for Roxon, which I was saying on the show, it's over. Like, I said that a month ago. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah. That, that post of the chain breaking was not good mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. and Honda's relationship. Never mind the World Supercross stuff. Uh, he showed up on Yamaha, mm-hmm. and that was probably the highlight of the event was watching Ken Ro- I mean, he was an amazing, amazing rider, yeah. but then just being on a Yamaha. Yeah it, yeah, it certainly was. He drew a lot of attention, and, and the bike iconic look like Bob Hurricane Hannah and the gear, uh, everything about that just oozed mm. cool like all weekend yeah. long. So that certainly was a spectator draw or kept eyes on it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you on that, uh, the, the issue or the issue with that post and everything um, with Honda, you know, leading up to it or some yeah. time ago, um, yep. that, that corporate ship has sailed. Yeah, for so. sure. Uh, we saw him in UK. He was on a uh, Firepower Honda. You mm-hmm. know, no factory parts. Mm-hmm. His mechanic was there. But um, And then now we wait. We, the, we'll we talk about that this later with JT about Roxon and his options and, and everything else. Um, but uh, so Roxon was good. The whips, the scrubs he was pulling was incredible. The one on Barsha was just – and Barsha – Knows what to Known do for that. He, yeah, yeah. He, he's you know he could do that. Yeah, and he couldn't do it or didn't do it. And yeah. Boxing made up, you know, five bike lengths yeah, by doing yeah. that. Phenomenal. It Unbelievable. Was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And that was and that was a huge where where he did that on the big you know over the yeah. uh, the El Banos, <laughs> over the 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 restrooms. That was a big jump. That yeah. was a tall structure. Yeah. Um, that was. Uh, you know, like the 125s, if they didn't get that rhythm, if they didn't get the three Couldn't out, yeah. they weren't doing it, right? Um, but so that's a pretty big jump. And, again, they're amazingly skilled riders, but still a big jump. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, it just looks so sick when he was five, six feet lower than, dude, right? Yeah, it was amazing. He's still got a lot of skills. Mm-hmm. When you go – and, again, I watched it on TV. When you go to the Red Bull Straight Rhythm and you walk the track and you're on the track, these jumps are bigger than they look like on TV. There's some big – Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the things I was thinking about watching practice on Friday, which is cool, because then you see like when they're sizing things up and and checking it out and trying something and people are looking at a quad or talking about a quad, um, you know, in the typical Supercross track, you have someone you might go for a quad or something big like that. And then you land and go into a corner and Mm -hmm. you've got a little bit of a, let's say, recovery time. Right. Um, there you, you just got more jumps right in your face right so if you try something and it gets a bit sketchy you can't just ride it under in a corner and regroup yeah now, now that yeah. can have you screwed up for the remainder yeah. of your run so um look it's no secret the red bull guys are red bull ktms and their support this event whether it's ap mm-hmm. marv ryan morris 
you know, KTM's got a strong presence mm-hmm. there. You, you know, you don't see really any factory guys there. Um, you know, Kawasaki, Honda, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The Yamaha guys didn't really do it. Coop, oh, Coop I forgot about yeah. Coop. He was there. Um, can the event – is the event um, – is it uh, uh, made lesser by not having – sort of a bigger range of guys there you know we kind of narrow it down to ktm riders and you know rocks and showed up but you know you talking about world supercross or you still talking about no straight really <laughs> okay well you yeah. talked about not having a long list of you know top li- top level riders there so i got yeah. confused okay all right i was joking so, with you yeah. anyway um i think it's uh i think it's a cool unique event right okay. for sure yeah and and certainly having uh other brand riders there and and other brand of energy drinks there right would add your marquee riders creates a more epic cool event right the head-to-head stuff makes it even more because no one really sees that ever Mm -hmm. unless it's a race like this head-to-head um the only thing that i would say is um uh i was gonna say no i don't think i don't think it dilutes it any right yes it would be it'd be better at the head those other riders there but what what i was gonna say is that red bull certainly welcomes and accepts in if it's a hill that's a monster rider or josh hansen that's a rock star rider like they don't keep those riders no, out no they welcome yeah, them absolutely. and, no, and their were... logos are just as clear as their own house yeah no say. that that's not what i mean to say it's mm-hmm. just these other bike these other teams that have other energy drink sponsors yeah. and can't get bikes that's the thing don't make a push <clears throat> to show <throat> up and mm-hmm. i understand it and i just wonder if the event suffers a little bit because also like you know you're showing up uh, you're 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 showing up in a 125 class. You're showing up in 250 class, and you're showing up on a 250. Now you're racing 300s. Mm-hmm. KTM shows up at the 300s. KTM shows up at the 150s. Now they make them production, so it's yeah. you know it's no mm-hmm. big deal. Yeah. But you're you're sort of like. But uh, a, I, I don't, a, you know. a, a 2007 kicks uh, 250 two stroke. Yeah. it's just getting older and older. Yeah, every year. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, 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 and now uh, you're racing a 300 EFI mm-hmm. from KTM. Yeah, and it's just not. And you, uh, I'm trying to who it was was on the 04 or M125, but that thing. Compared to the 150, yeah, like it sounded like a weed ear. Right, know, he was right, racing, right. So uh, that was um, um, the, the English guy. Exactly right. Yeah, Woodcock. Yeah, Woodcock. Woodcock. Yeah. Um, couldn't get that out of my mouth. No. Couldn't. Woodcock. Yeah. Uh, Handy looked good. Uh, Justin Hill was really mm-hmm. good all day. Mm-hmm. Didn't really show through in the qualifying thing, but but the yeah. the, the times that you know Hill was really good. Um, you know there was that quad quad thing that was, was pretty was big, impressive. Yeah, yeah. Although maybe not faster. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It seemed like later in the later in the show that or later in the yeah. races that didn't come into play as much, right? Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we had some rain, and I thought I thought Kenny was a shoe in for the win, and mm-hmm. he looked great, right? He was fastest qualifier and everything else. And I thought the the rain. Now we'll talk to Marv about that EFI bike, and you know mm-hmm. maybe getting traction mm-hmm. a little better than Kenny on a carburetor bike because mm-hmm. the, the rain, especially the the great mm-hmm. taking off. Yeah. Uh, I thought Kenny was really cautious with the rain. He definitely, yeah. definitely in his uh, first run there for the finals, um, he was definitely a bit cautious, and it looked like Marv maybe with his riding style a little more straightforward and upright and like pushing through the jumps. Mm-hmm. He was really aggressive on run one, right, and then it puts yeah. Kenny behind the eight ball, right. So, uh, whereas Kenny, I think, was to your point, super cautious and not scrubbing like he had been yeah. on a dry track, right. So. Uh, it looked like it was raining pretty good. It like, was. It, you're it in Huntington Beach. You wouldn't think it so, yeah. but it looked it, like good. It was definitely, yeah. uh, definitely coming down there for a spell by ten or fifteen minutes. But, but again, uh, that amount of rain on that track that they just packed and prepped and had it just right. Yeah, that got greasy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you go there the day before? Yeah, went there. Uh, so I flew in uh, late Thursday night. Yeah, we got went there Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday. So Friday. Because that's what I like doing. Like uh, whether it's. 
motocross is kind of fine. You can ride the it can ride the day of a motocross and watch the race. But mm-hmm. for me, like Supercross, I, I like to watch the very first practice session. And right. same thing with with Rebel Straight Rhythm. Watch the guys try to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. to get there Friday and and cruise into the pits and look around, it's pretty casual then, and you could kind of watch people checking out stuff, and you right. hear the rumblings of they're going to go for this or that, or someone's looking at that, yeah. sizing it up. Like that's to me the right. the excitement. Right. So uh, so yeah, let's hope it doesn't go two years without coming back. Well, you I know? think obviously I don't know if you know this. There was a thing called COVID. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell me and more. I think I think yeah. that may have uh, put a damper on on having an yeah. event like that. Yeah, I think there's a spot for this. I think it pays pretty well. I saw the purse mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I got a payout somewhere. I think it pays. I think twenty five grand. I know yeah. you. I wouldn't feel comfortable asking Marv what he how much money he made, but I know someone like yourself. You don't you don't hesitate to ask that. So no, I don't. Maybe but, ask him what the purse. But. Was. Um, I think it, yeah, I think it pays pretty well, and mm-hmm. that's good. So the riders will show up, right? They'll, they'll mm-hmm. go for that money, and yeah. uh, it's not a lot of work, right, for them. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple thirty-second nah. runs. Mm-hmm. I do wonder though, like when it comes to Raper or Mike Alessi or any of these other guys, the cat that were eliminated right away without even going through a third run. Mm-hmm. Think of the time and the effort to get a bike ready, you know, jet it, yep, uh, uh, modify it, <clears throat> graphics, you know, all the things that go into the and. Like in one minute, yeah, you're done. You're out of there, yeah. <laughs> and then, there. and then, in uh, Canizaro, in his his bike, for example, we went uh, Friday morning early over to Pro Circuit to check that out. Mm-hmm. And of course, Robbie wanted to compare collections, right, uh, of bikes to what Mitch has got over yeah. there. So yeah. uh, anyway, but we were looking there, and and AJ and his crew were in there. Um, buying jets and looking for things to adjust the jetting on his yeah. bike, which was a twenty two Honda. CRF two fifty frame yeah, chassis whatever yeah, yeah. with a twenty two KTM one fifty engine in it. Okay, and they were trying to get that thing fixed and yeah. and, and tuned in. If you so, ask me, so those things are just disasters. You're just jumping, you're just, just jumping through yeah, yeah. a bunch of hoops to yeah. to your point. Yeah, uh, a run or two, and boom, you're out of there. Yeah, thirty seconds yeah. a run, and yeah. see you later. Thanks for coming out. Right, mm-hmm. which I mean, whatever it is, what it is, and mm-hmm. no one's forcing those guys to sign up, but. I kept thinking about the amount of work put in, and you're gone. See yeah. you later. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guys from uh, Moto Memes, you know, on Instagram. So Moto Memes, they mm-hmm. came out from Florida, all the way from Florida with a rider, and 117, I believe, anyway. And I forget the rider's name, but but they came all the way out there, made that trek, and brought a bike, and were pumped, and then, you know, had an engine go out on them uh, early on. So yeah, right. uh, just, yeah. you think about making that trek out yeah. from Florida to yep. here. For that reason, certainly and, a cool event. Good job to Hammer, yeah, and yeah, everybody at Red Bull. And yeah. I talked to him for uh, thirty seconds, you know, on, yeah. a, on event day, yeah. uh, and and uh, he's he's pinned wide open and making sure everything's going well. Right. But what I respect about him is uh, one of many things I respect about him is is bringing this concept. Uh, you know, to to us, the fans, yeah. right? Because yeah. was how many years ago it was? They did the little run of that down on McGrath's uh, property and yeah. just made a YouTube video of it. Yep. And then, based on the feedback of that and fan interaction and what have you, right. just turned this into a true uh, don't miss event. In yeah. my opinion. Yep, I agree. It's kind of cool. Uh, I'd like to see it moved i'd like to, i mean the beach is cool i need to mm-hmm. go there mm-hmm. but love to see it on a downtown strip somewhere you yeah, know like yeah, vegas or chicago yeah. or yeah. Mm-hmm. you know I, I, good god the the amount of permits and everything mm-hmm. else that you need yeah. to do that but 
it'd be really cool to see something like that. And and yeah. Red Bull did that recently in Nashville um, before the Red Bull TKO. You know the Tennessee yeah, knockout. So right. so they had like the 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 qualifier for that downtown Nashville. And I saw my, that. Yeah, my Co- understanding. Cody Webb was there and everything. Yeah, yeah. and my yeah. understanding from people that went was that was phenomenal. Right. And that brought a lot of. Uh, you know, non-endemic eyes on it right. that were just hanging out and in yep. the bars and second level and watching this event. Yep. Um, the problem with, or the challenge would be, is that Rebel Straight Rhythm brings a large enough crowd that you would need to have ample room to bring in yeah. the people who pay there to watch yeah. and come to watch just that, and then to get some casual viewers as well. Right, right, so. absolutely. Uh, hey, I want to thank the folks at Wisco. Uh, for over 80 years, Wisco has been supporting uh, the sport with uh, Pistons. They support guys like Factory Honda and, of course, the Club MX guys as well. Uh, two-stroke or four-stroke, Wisco has a variety of Pistons from reliable Forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. They've expanded the line now with the USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods. they got the Garage Buddy Rebuild Kits, Wisco.com, Motorsport.com, or go to the uh, PulpMexico.com. Hover over the Wisco logo and uh, contact us. Uh, you'll read about it. And then contact us, and we'll give you a deal from the folks at Wisco. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. And Firepower Parts as well. You look the Firepower all over uh, the U.K. bikes of uh, Max Ancy and uh, Ken Roxon and Dean Wilson, among others. Uh, firepowerparts.com. Batteries, uh, featherweight lithium batteries. Chains made in Japan. Uh, great guys that support the sport with that with that team and Club MX, of course, and GDR and many teams out there using firepowerparts.com. They got a lot of stuff on their website, so please check out firepowerparts.com if you want to uh, see more about those guys. And uh, again, seeing Ken Roxon on a Firepower Parts Honda yeah. in the UK, seeing Ken Roxon on a Yamaha mm-hmm. at Straight Rhythm. A little different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and I guess, and to your point, on completely different brands and different continents and what have yeah. you. But um, I think the regardless of the brand or what have you, the sport's better off seeing Ken Roxon yeah. racing. So. He, he's got a good attitude. I read yeah. his interview. I mm-hmm. saw his interviews. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like he's not – maybe his agent and him have something in the back pocket for a ride for 23 Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But he is in a good spot mentally. Like, he seemed like he was yeah. having a lot of fun. Yeah, seems so. to be happy. It's funny for me, you know, like, uh, on Friday, watching one of the rides that he'd finished, and he came off a, a practice sessions. He came off the track and pulls the helmet off and just goes over there and, you know, leans down interacting with his son that's, you know, with the wife there in the stroller. And, and I'm like, as a as a father, you know, as a dad, I'm like, that's cool. He's got all this stuff going on. And mm-hmm. I can't, I know it's a fun vibe yeah. event, yep. but just seeing to him that regardless of that run, his first moment was to go interact with his son and family. And, uh, that, that's cool. We're going to try to, uh, try to do what? Maybe get hammer on the night. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I wouldn't yeah. mind getting a recap of the event. Yeah, a heck bit, it'd be good know? to get his perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, Hey, I want to thank the folks at Scosche as well. Scotia Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. Randy, if you keep up your performance tonight, okay. came out of the gate strong, mm-hmm. you know, you have some room to improve, but mm-hmm. you've also, you know, you're looking really well. Yep. I'm going to reward you with a Scosche product tonight. I hope it's for, a boom for, bottle. For co-hosting, you're going to get a Scosche. <sighs> That'd be, I'd be pumped. I'd be pumped on that. I'll tell you what I use uh, while I've been out here in California and yep. now Las Vegas, right. and then uh, is the Scosche, uh, the vent, the pro vent. That goes into the rental the, car. Yeah. So I've got the magnetic holder for my phone. Oh wow, works great. I've yeah. never. I know. You can I know use that, that for is, traveling. Yeah, you can use that for traveling. You got an instant car uh, mm-hmm. phone holder mm-hmm. in any and car you want. So I have them that yeah. are in my car attached to uh, the T100 and, oh, wow. and the and the Forerunner. But uh, but to use them in a rental car. Well, thank if you, you want to be like Randy and have a rental car mm-hmm. uh, phone holder. Mm-hmm. 
Pulp 2022 at Skosh. Uh, unlock uh, your discount on accessories for life. And 20% discount on phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sport clamps, vent mounts, and more. Uh, pulp 2022 at Skosh.com. Please check it out. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Skosh is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. Uh, this gentleman called the action for ESPN. He is... Uh, he is a rising media star in our sport right now. He's hosting press conferences. He's on ESPN. He's doing arena cross. He's a friend of the show. Daniel Blair, what's up, buddy? Hello, Steven. Hello, Randall. How you doing? Doing good. How are you, man? I'm good. So I see uh, Randy stayed out there. Work trip, huh? Yeah, you know, it's what it's it's a work trip. That's what we got to do. You know what I mean? Some people are committed to the industry and uh, don't just fly in, fly out. I'm here to stay and uh, see this thing through to the end. Yeah, you guys are practically neighbors now. We are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Daniel's made the move out east. Yeah, he is. He loves Greenville. That's what, a, it's a great area. What I would don't like to anyone. see, though, and I, what I would love to see, okay. and I told him this, okay. is I am tired of this fastest man in Piedmont shit mm -hmm. from you. I'm tired mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. I wish DB would go to Piedmont. I just wish he'd get a bike and ride. You know, because I want to see... That's the first step. Well, he, he, we'll get there when it's time. Okay, yeah. We'll get there when it's time, okay? <laughs> yeah, we'll race riders. Um, we'll get there. We'll race when it's But time. I, we need to see some sort of challenge mm -hmm. for the fastest man in Piedmont. And maybe our guy Daniel here yeah. can do it. Let's see, that's... I, yeah, I don't, I don't need to. I'll just have my son take care of it. So, I mean, Randy, if you're up for that, if you're up to challenging a 12-year-old, we can go there because I'm not riding, but I'll send my son in there, and I think he can handle it. I just, we got to, we, I mean, Randy's had yeah. no challenger for a long time now. And and the thing is, what's complicated about that, and these are not rules that I, that I yeah, made up, yeah, right? right? But it, it's just you have to establish residency within Piedmont. So you have to live in a two nine six yeah. seven three area. No, code. Uh, yeah, it, it's the rules. I'm, it's, yeah. I explained this to Mike Brown for years and yeah, years and years because right. he'd always like to come down and take the title. But we got to establish residency. Yeah, well, but he's cl Daniel's close. Yeah, but he might be the f FMIG. Okay, all right, fast as you know Green, I mean? though, right? It's like um. it's like it's like honestly, it's like I've told uh, Kyle Bitterman, who lives uh, close by, you know, and very fast, uh, yeah. you know, Supercross arena cross guy. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm so glad you don't live in Piedmont. Yeah, right. My whole shtick would be stuck. <laughs> so. uh, Daniel, what? Uh, let's talk Red Bull Straight Rhythm. How cool was it to be down on the beach? How was that? It was awesome, man. The whole thing. I mean, I, I went out there a couple of weeks before to kind of scope out as it was being built. So I kind of had an idea of what they were thinking. But I mean, when I showed up on Friday, I was like, okay, okay. I, I didn't think it was going to be what it was. So no, it, it was wild. The people were having a good time. Um, a lot of people from the industry. So kind of a cool catch up day mm -hmm. too, just with people that you see, but you usually see it like in the trenches of war, you know, Supercross is not the same vibe. So um, this was like a real loose kind of atmosphere, so it was cool to see everybody and catch up and, you know, have one of those types of days, man. It was really fun. Yeah, it looked awesome. The, the The rain came in a little bit and changed things up. I think that that affected the runs at the end, and not in a good or a bad way, just it, it affected the event, uh, made for some more interesting racing. Um, it, it was pretty cool. The track looked neat, Daniel, and Marv is unbelievable. He's unreal, man. <laughs> like, you know what the funniest part is? Is I I was working with Jason Wygant, so we were all not familiar, you know, o overly focused and overly dedicated. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're watching practice runs and we're kind of vibing it. And I mean, Kenny was pretty much on fire from the very first lap he ever hit. Like he had a lot of purpose. Marv didn't really look great on practice day. I mean, he looked like he was okay, but maybe just testing the bike because you know that's a new model bike, and I think he was just kind of testing it and feeling it out. But once the racing started, that guy just locked. And it was pretty much, per I mean, he was perfect. He still has never lost a pass. 
um, in all of his years doing this. So, now he was great when it was race time. But, the, I mean, the whole thing. I mean, Hanny and Hill, Barsha, Webb, I mean, I, AP. There was just a lot of good guys, and all the runs were pretty good fights. So, um, I thought the whole thing was great. And like you said, the rain, I thought, made it even better in a way because it didn't ruin the track. It just kind of gave it a twist. It, so uh, it seemed like no, Kenny. It was, it was perfect. It seemed like Kenny was very cautious with the with the wet track. He, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. When he got to that final run, he screws up on the start like the first time, and yep. then it seemed like he was testing it. And he was like, "Oh, I don't know if I trust this." And then by the time he kind of got it going again, it was too late. Marv was just he didn't care. So uh, I mean, yeah, it was really cool. I would have liked to seen them go at it in full dry conditions because Kenny was, I thought, just a little better overall the entire time. Uh, but when it mattered, when the rain came down, Marv just, I mean, he was perfect. So yeah. uh, undefeated, stays he, undefeated. Yeah, and people don't understand, like, he's never lost a straight rhythm, four strokes. This is his first year on two strokes. He's never lost a run. Yeah. He's won never. every single <laughs> two nothing. He's won every single one. Phenomenal. No, he's, yeah. he's, he's super stingy. I mean, he wouldn't even give anyone any hope. And I don't know if you caught this on the broadcast, but Hanny made a pretty funny joke at Marv. Um, going back, he told me to go back to Vegas <laughs> yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, go back yeah. to Alden's, yeah. It, right. Go back to Alden, yeah. which I thought was funny because that <laughs> brought in another layer of fun, right? Hanson obviously talking a little smack, and he's he's like one of those talented dudes that can show up at this stuff and just be incredible. So it was cool because there was like storylines and drama building the whole time. Like Barsha Webb was a fun one, you know? I mean, it, it, it just really worked out. I mean, the 125 final was cool. Carson Brown was sending it pretty good, so... I really had a good time. Again, I, I didn't get to feel the effects outside. I mean, I know people that were there, but in our little tiny cage booth that we were in, I mean, we had a blast for three hours. We, I mean, we'll probably get into that, but he was super fun to work with, and it was just just a rad trip. Yeah, what um, for you? You know, obviously you, you've done the, the the NBC Peacock thing, and you've done Supercross broadcast, the Race Day Live. You know, to me, it sounds like the Race Day Live guys—they're a little overly prepared to. A lot of meetings. They really want to, you know, um, make sure that the right things are answered and asked. And I think this one—correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel—they let you guys kind of call the shots for the for the. Was it nice having you know no reins on you per se as far as uh, calling an action? Kind of. I mean, the only thing that was really different, at least from my experience, was I think less obligation, like sponsor obligations and stuff like that that kind of worked in. But that wasn't my role on this one anyway. So I think we had to stay back and do some extra stuff. So maybe he had to. But for me, it was super familiar because it was Bondo and Manhart, the same guys I've always worked with, you know, at Supercross. So it was them. Mm -hmm. Um, The vibe is definitely cool. Like Hammer and, and all his guys were really fun to work with. They're just, you know, they're just different, different crew and different kind of style to everything. But yeah. it felt super familiar like that way. But for me, it was weird because that was my first time back in like the analyst chair. I'm, I mean, I yeah. kind of abandoned that a long time ago in Arena Crust. I mean, I haven't been in that spot in a long time. So it was cool for me to go back to like my original role, but then do it with Weege, who is like such a pro. I watched him all summer work with like so many people. So to like get to experience what everyone else got this summer, which is to be by him, was really fun for me, something I've always wanted to do. And uh, it, honestly, I hate to say it, but it was like so much easier <laughs> just being with him in that role because he handled all the traffic. And I got to just be like a regular like dirt bike racer again, like my original. Your original role. role. So I, right, right. Oh, and, I, and I loved it. It was, it was, I just responded to the things he said, the things that I saw. So it was, right. it was a different vibe like that. But overall with Bondo and Manhart there, it felt like a 
it felt similar to like all the other ones I've ever been in. It, it, that, it had that core feeling. You know? I think you did a good job. I watched it start to end, and let's face it, it it's a little repetitive. You know, I, I before the show, Randy, I'd said you maybe they can maybe cut down some of the some of the brackets. So it's a it's a little repetitive. It's a little bit of like also you know that Ken Roxon's going to beat Devin Raper. Like no offense to Devin Raper, but you know you know all this stuff's going to happen. And Daniel, I thought you you guys did a good job of sort of not repeating yourself. You know, uh, yeah. you had to find new ways to analyze a run or new ways to build suspense. And I think you guys did a good job on that because that's part of, uh, of being a TV guy too, you know? So, yeah, yeah. And that, that was the challenge. I mean, Ouija and I both knew going in, like, look, two guys are going one-on-one down a straight line a lot of times over and over. <laughs> and, there, and there is not, I mean, there's not like, there's not developing stuff although i mean there was the rain came and made it a twist and then uh, as you tighten up the bracket you know the matchups get better and better and better so yeah there was that but we kind of went into it with like look the vibe is fun the mood is all about having a good time so let's let's stay on that but then it you know have some different thoughts on analysis and break down the bike and the bot i mean we just tried to add that stuff in but also be a little on the comical side and mm-hmm. so it was, it was like trying to cover a lot of different things at once like satisfy the mood satisfy the racing fans that do like you know kind of that um that little bit of foresight going in like oh he's got to do this or he's got to do that so but we never really took it too serious and never really got too loose so it was kind of in this little sweet spot and and yeah to make it three hours it it was tough but we did elevate as the intensity got there and lucky for us the guys got faster Mm -hmm. um the rain came in and made it all weird at the end so it actually helped us a lot but it yeah Having two guys race each other in a straight line for three hours isn't the easiest thing <laughs> no. to come up with new stuff, but I thought we did pretty good. Uh, Skosh.com bringing you Daniel Blair here on the Pulp Mech Show. Yeah, you guys, I think you did great on that, especially when, you know, the action that you're calling is in, you know, 30-second uh, you know, intervals, right, or 30-some seconds, right? Yeah. So you you, can, you don't yeah. have laps and laps, and the race isn't building, and as we get near the last few minutes and conditioning comes into play like a traditional it, race, it's you you got you to gotta carry – the conversation in little short spurts. Well, I'm uh, sure at times Daniel and Weege were hoping, because it seemed like, and maybe I'm off base here because I wasn't there, the guys took longer to go back to the starting gate than to do their runs. Like, you know, like I'm like waiting and waiting and waiting, and they're kind of idling back to the gate. And I think that part where you go, okay, hurry up, get back to the (laughs) gate. You know, let's let's do this again. Re-rack them and drop the gate, right? right? And it was funny because you're right, because the race call itself was so short. So it's like, we're just watching for something unique to happen. Like someone case something or whip it. Someone do something. Like that's what we were waiting for. And then on the way back, we're kind of like preemptive, like, okay, what could happen? Next? So it was funny because we were going in and out of a, a style with those. But you're right. Some of them took a long time. And then I think Barsha had goggle issues or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. dude, get back up. Then, <laughs> like we, like, we got to see another race here. But it, w- it was pretty cool. Looking at the uh, qualifying times and the race, I think Justin Hill was maybe a surprise. Mm-hmm. Daniel? Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Actually, on Friday, after practice, I was like, man, he could be kind of a sleeper in this, and he was. And and honestly, I I was thinking to myself, how rad would it be if Hanny and Hill somehow made their way to the final (laughs) and just punked all these dudes? Uh, I I really thought that would be cool, but they ended up together early in the bracket, so one had to go, and and Hill did get them, but it was still super cool just to see Hill back and. He's awesome on a bike. His bike was pretty sick. He's motivated racing next year, so right. uh, um, he added a cool layer to it for sure. Weege texted us on Friday evening on our group text, 
and said Hill's going to win. <laughs> and we're like, and no, he's like, I, he he didn't say. And then he said, well, honestly, he's riding amazing. Yeah. He, I mean, he wasn't <laughs> seriously calling him for the win, but he was like, dude, Hill is it's really possible. good. Yes, yeah. yes. So I I was there. I was there. I mean, he he was beating on Barsha too in practice and qualifying runs. I mean, yeah. he. He sent uh, he sent early messages that he was going to be in it, and uh, we were all there. But it was crazy how they all looked very similar. And then when the racing got going, Marv and Kenny both really elevated yeah. to another level. I mean, they they stopped treating the track like it was a rhythm section. It was just a straight line. They were scrubbing every single or Marv jump was and, pushing pushing through jumps. Oh yeah. yeah, he was doing some old school stuff like even wheeling down the down. I mean. Remember that year at Anaheim when Wilson like wheelied down the downside of that jump, hit a single, went over the bars, and got hurt? It was like Anaheim won. Marv was doing that stuff off of a bunch of jumps, and I'm like, God, he really wants to win because that's not <laughs> safe. But yeah, uh, he, he was awesome. They they all were good. It was it was a really good lineup, and um, and the mood again was cool because you talked to any of the riders, and they were all like, Yeah, no big deal, just hanging out. But then as soon as the helmets were on, they all got super serious yeah as, as anything and you know that daniel you know how that goes yeah. um uh, yeah. shout out to mike i don't know what this means daniel but he gave us 4.99 on youtube and he says uh, shout out to db 125 how was your weekend with smd i don't even know what that means but he said you'll know so that, yeah that's that, uh, that's all we know um we'll move on from okay that, but okay what uh what was the cheapest thing that you saw Weege do Oh man, um, I don't know. I, I, you know what? The, the truth is, he's kind of factory. I, I'm not going to lie. He kind of gets a lot of stuff for free and gets a lot of things taken care of. So, I mean, I, I don't. I haven't seen him in his true element where he's being at his cheapest. Because when I'm around him, dude, I mean, it's kind of red carpet for the guy. To be honest, I mean, they give him everything. I, I don't know. I, I feel like the shtick is like only fifty percent true. The guy gets a lot of free stuff, so I, I don't know. Okay. I, I would say just his like, ability to get everything he wants for free, it's pretty impressive. I was thinking like, hey, I, I'm going to save a hotel room and, and hammer. I'm going to save hammer money on a hotel room. I'm going to sleep in my rental car. You know, something like no. that. Right. No, nah, he, he took in all the per- – I mean, dude, we had some good perks on this. We stayed at the Pasea. Uh, I mean, it was. I mean, we right. had shuttle service back and forth. Oh, it was wow. pretty factory, dude. Yeah, he, yeah. Just, he got he he talked me into getting hair and makeup done because he's he's a hair and makeup guy. So uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not even kidding. He got in and got his hair and makeup done, and I was making fun of him. And then it kind of looked he looked pretty good afterwards. I thought they <laughs> they kind of juiced him up. So I was like, you know what? Let me get in there. So I got mine done. I mean, honestly, we were like pretty immature the entire trip. We were just kind of taking it all in and just. Right. I mean, it was it was VIP, dude. They took care of us pretty nice, good. Nice, nice. <laughs> we we uh, as you know, Daniel, you were on the the group text there. So we uh, we tricked Weege into thinking that uh, my buddies and I had a bar tab open under his yeah. room number there at the Paseo. Oh, oh yeah. Right? And then that super swanky hotel. I think they were like twenty two dollar a piece vodka ripples. Yeah. And, right. and anyway, so we told him you better get here quick because we're racking it up. Yeah. Because yeah. and then so he gets there and then and then joins right in. So he had a few with us and that was super. cool cool to just you know him to let loose a little bit and uh and have some fun and then when the bar tab it was like 420 or 430 bucks came and he saw jason wygant and his room number 
that I actually was charging it to uh, on his receipt, uh, his heart rate spiked even higher than a vodka Red Bull heart rate. So, uh, so, and then me and the buddies, we we split it three ways, and oh, he got okay. out there. He still got out with zero, but okay, uh, for, a right. moment, for, for a moment, for a moment, for a moment, we we almost lost him. Uh, I bet we had yeah. to tell him we would pay for it to bring the heart rate back yeah, down. Calm because, down, right? Yeah, I can imagine. So, I can imagine the next day at the uh, hammer goes, hey, so so where is uh, Weech? Well, he died of a heart yeah, attack yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah, he, he had four hundred fifty dollar yeah, bill. Yeah. So you drink Red Bull vodka. Like so, you and your no good buddy Robbie and your no good buddy Harvey, you're you're hanging out. Yeah, you guys drink Red Bull vodka. Yeah, it's good. It's so, good. like, are we talking four or five Red Bulls in the course of a couple hours? No, no. Like, what was, are we talking? It was probably three hours. I can't do that many hours, red. Yeah. I, I drink yeah. a Red Bull like I for sure. If I'm dragging a little bit, yeah. If I if I need, I, I will drink a Red Bull. I can't mm-hmm. drink Red Bull vodka like all night. I'll die of a heart attack. Yeah, but well, yeah, but the thing is, is that when Never you mind. go when you go to sleep, yeah, when you go to sleep. It's a really high heart rate throughout the whole night, so it's just like exercising oh, okay. all and right. recovery okay. all okay. at the same all right. time. Let, Good to know. Let my knees and the ankles right. and the other right. bones rest yeah. while maintaining, you know, like a cardio all night long. Yeah, so it's okay. perfect. All right, sounds good. It's part of my training program. Uh, Daniel Blair here on the Pulp Mech Show, brought to you by the folks at Scosche Pulp Twenty Twenty Two is the code to save with Scosche dot com. Um, yeah, Daniel. So uh, also, uh, you worked with Sal, uh, an action sports. ESPN veteran. Whenever ESPN is to do anything, they trot out Sal. Uh, I met him a couple times. He seems like a rad dude. What was it like working with uh, Sal Masakea? Masak? Did I say it right? Masakea. You can't even say ruined. Correct. Yeah. So I'm sure okay. you butchered his last <laughs> All right, name. Okay. All right. I forget how you say it, but yeah, Daniel, how was that? It was. Uh, oh, he was awesome. Yeah. I mean, that was my first time. I've known. I've known of him forever. Obviously, mm-hmm. like you said, he he they bring him out to all those things. He's kind of like their guy for that. So yeah. once yep. I knew this was all happening and they kind of revealed who was going to be it, I was like, oh, sweet, I've never met him. So, um, I mean, immediately one of the nicest guys ever, became friends with him, like super good chemistry. I think that's more him, though. He just he gets along with everybody. Everyone there loves him. So, uh, no, that was really cool, and, and I like the way they did it. They You know, they had us all start together at his desk. That was like his place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was pretty cool because what happened is we, you know, we did our opener – all three of us, and then we hopped on a cart and had to jam back and barely got to our booth in time to get in as we were starting. I mean, we, we're talking within, like, seconds. So it was uh, it was kind of unique how they made us do this. But, no, he was super cool before it, after it, rad dude. And, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it and, again, was looking forward to it because I knew who he was and I've seen him on so many things, especially, like, X Games stuff. So right, right. I was, it was kind of like another little mini bucket list thing for me. Like, got to work with him. Yeah, so that was yeah. uh, really cool. And then Tina Dixon, too. Um, she's, I mean, she's got a great resume. She's been doing this for a long time. So to work with her, she was also really awesome to work with. And, and just the Red Bull people, like, you know, Hammer has his crew of dudes that are just, they're awesome. They, you know, they all, they're, they're just kind of different in their vibe and the way they go about it. But it was like you said, kind of in the beginning, looser in ways, but also really tight in ways. So I, Mm -hmm. it was cool to work with a different company, but then again, have Weege who I'm comfortable with. Even though that was our first time together, I still, I mean, yeah. he's weed. I, right. He's very easy to be comfortable with. And then having Bondo and Manhart there, like the whole experience was like very easy and kind of just breezed by. It was over, and I was like, wow, that was different. It yeah. was just completely different vibe. What was the word in the pits and on Friday and everything else, Daniel, with Roxon's situation for 23? What, what, what did you hear? Um, I mean, I'll tell you the only thing that I really heard, because no one else was getting into it too much. I mean, people were kind of like, you know, jonesing at his bike a little bit, but 
Weege and I actually went and talked to him and just kind of vibed him out. And he says he wants to be on the gate at Anaheim one, and he's gonna like he's gonna win it. Like he's like I'll be ready to win it. So uh, it, and it was cool because he wasn't saying it in a way like I'm yeah. coming for everybody. It was more like I, yeah, I'm motivated. I I can't wait to race. This 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 month I'm living right now with these events I'm doing is extremely like. He said kind of like a, a relief to him to get to do that a little bit. And then he says he's ready to get to work and win the opener. So I don't know what happens there. You know, you're kind of hearing weird things, you know, every day from different people. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like a crazy on-topic thing for everyone, but it was definitely something that I wanted to know about. So we went over and talked to him, and he was super transparent and positive and happy and, like, kind of surprisingly happy, I'd say. Just, right. I mean, he doesn't have a deal, like, and Honda's filled the spot. So I don't. But he seemed very comfortable with it for some reason. So I, he, I, I don't know. That's he, the vibe. He was comfy in the UK too, like happy, hanging. You know, he he got second to Tomac, and he waited in the press conference. He took all the questions. He was stoked to be there. Yeah, just you wouldn't really know that a guy just kind of threw away a factory Honda ride, which he kind of did, right? But on his own choice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you'd never know that he just. He's living living his best life, and so yeah, that's awesome, right? Yeah, it, it is. It is cool, and I'll tell you what. I was kind of when I watched the whole Bubba's World podcast. Um, you know, Kenny and then Honda had a, their press release come out. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, this is kind of weird." Like, you know, this is, this is kind of juicy, but kind of I'm trying to read through the lines and kind of get the vibe of both sides. But I kind of got the vibe that Kenny maybe was like, "Yeah, I'm cool with whatever," and that Honda was like, "Hey, yeah, we we're not allowing this," but they didn't really like smash each other all the way. No, no. So I thought maybe there was a chance. Hey, you go and do World Supercross, straight rhythm. You do whatever. You're out of contract. Maybe you come back. And Honda's like, hey, everything went well, and you know the seat's still here. Let's let's engage in talks again. But the Colt Nichols news, I think, pretty much. I mean, I, I think that's closed door now. Like that's yeah, done deal. Yeah, so yeah. now it's like, wow, what does he do? Because I always thought there was a sliver of chance that he would end up finding a way back there because they didn't they didn't kill each other in their you know responses. Right. right. Um, but now, yeah, that's that's done now. Absolutely. Uh, hey. Um... Moving on to you, uh, you're doing some arena cross with with the uh, the original arena cross uh, guy, Justin Brayton. This is what I hear. Some arena cross TV, dude. Yes. So check this out. Talk about my my uh, my bucket list here. Like again, I, I feel super blessed to do what I do. Um, obviously, working with Ricky has like been awesome for me, and working with everybody, Robbie Floyd, Jim Hawley, uh, Dan Hubbard, just everybody. But. Uh, working with Weed at Straight Rhythm, super cool. Wanted to do that for a long time. And then I somehow convinced Justin Brayton, wasn't hard, he actually jumped at it, but I convinced him to do Arena Cross next year yeah. uh, with us. So uh, Glenn Seelig, Digital Realm, that's the guy I've always worked with. I mean, I do everything for him. I did some jet ski stuff this summer, yeah. some wakeboard stuff. <laughs> like anything he does, I'll do. I mean, dude, this is how far it goes back. When he used to do slam dunk competitions with like celebrity judges. <laughs> I would go and be his production assistant. I wasn't even on TV, so that's yeah, yeah. how much I do with Glenn. Right. I'll do anything. And he hit me up and said, hey, you want to do the Arena Cross? Uh, it's the Hoosier series, but it's it's actually not going to be Hoosier now. It's, they got a new uh, mm-hmm. they got a new title sponsor, but it's the Hoosier Arena Cross series. Um, those guys, let me see. I'm trying to make sure. What is it? I yeah. still want to get it wrong. Oh, it's the General Tire. Sorry, General Tire is the new sponsor. Um, but he asked if I wanted to do it, and I was like, of course I do. And then he's like, who do you think would be good with you? And I said, I kind of think Brayton might take the bait on this. I, I think he likes mm-hmm. this stuff. Dude, hit him up. He's like, I'm in. Let's do it. So, uh, yeah, I guess they signed the deal today. It's on Fox Sports 1. And uh, so JB and I, yeah, we'll be doing the Arena Cross Series together, and he is like an AX legend. I mean, that's where he comes yeah. from. So it'll yeah. be cool to get his take 
and, on the, uh, the the crazy indoor racing. And he's across. he's very articulate, a very smart guy. He, he, as far as an analyst, he'll do a great job. You know what I mean? Um, and and uh, yeah, I was talking to him a little bit in UK about it. He was asking me what I thought, and I'm like, yeah, you'd be great. And I said it's. Probably pretty easy for a guy like you to just analyze arena cross racing. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it, right? Yeah, with, uh, with he, someone like Daniel carrying the conversation yeah. and then pitching it to right. JB for some analysis. Yeah, it's, it's not like working cool. with Weege where I got to carry Weege all the time, like I did in Hawaii. You know, <laughs> I so, can't even begin yeah. to imagine. Right, but um, yeah, he's he's a super Weege is super anchor for sure. Yeah. Like obviously difficult to work with. <laughs> oh, it's huge, 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 hugely difficult for sure. Um, I was giving him credit on this show one time about carrying all these different analysts, you know, for the outdoors, and he's like, dude. No, it's easy. You just, no, it's fine. And I'm like, no, I'm trying to give you some credit. No, no, I don't want credit. No, I'm just, I'm like, okay, all right, no credit. You, you get no credit. Well, I get Yeah, no then, then none then. We just, right. Sorry, none. But no, he, he should get credit. I mean, honestly, working with new people, you always got to find the cadence and rhythm with that person. So, yeah. um, I mean, I thought what he did this summer was super impressive. Just yeah, having so to too. change a little bit. But we we has a way of changing with who he's around, but not changing who he is in his delivery. He mm-hmm. stays the same. He just kind of adjusts to the guy next to him and, and their rhythm. So we had a really good rhythm. We just started doing some practice runs on Friday, and we did like two passes. And we're like, yeah, I think we're okay. We're, yeah. We'll be just fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you guys but, are friends yeah, break, too. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. And I mean, we already have like a personal chemistry. So that was easy. Um, and then I think Brayton will be good too. It'll be a challenge though, because Arena Cross is super fast. I mean, the cuts are quick. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like, because we've done Race Day Live together a couple times, and he's like a star on there. Every time he goes on Race yeah. Day Live, everyone's like, dude, Brayton is the man, because he, he's really, really good at analysis. But it'll be fast-paced. It'll be quick. And uh, him and I are going to actually work a little bit together before we even do this, just to get that speed going, because it, it's you don't really get to make deep points in arena no. cross. I mean, if you do, like two laps goes by. Yeah, so it's exactly, like, right, yeah. So it's going to be a lot more of like, wow, that happened, quick response, back to right. me, reset. It's going to be fast, and he'll crush it because he's a crazy pro at like whatever he does. But yep. um, No, but it'll be cool. I'm, I'm just excited to work with him now, too, and just keep adding to this list of people that I get to say I worked with. So wow. I, I'm, I'm stoked. I mean, do I make the list? You co-hosted a bunch. Do I, do I, am I on the list or no? Yeah. What am I? Th- I mean, who else do I – fly out to uh see just to come hang out and right. i mean God, you're you're such a good uh person to work with i fly to you to you i don't even go to the event i go straight to you i like that's that you you gotta, that's a great point great point <laughs> clip. fly the girls in from la boy and... Cl- clip that um <laughs> hey uh are you... hey hey hold on though hold what? on yeah. uncle jim is still the best though i'll tell you right oh, now. Uncle jim. Weege, i'm sorry <laughs> ricky i'm sorry everyone i'm sorry no one better than Uncle Jim. No. He was the absolute most fun to work with he, ever, he, ever. He he is great, absolutely. <laughs> what about anal bleaching? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Daniel Blair here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Hey, uh, before we, we let you go, uh, Jay, Jason Thomas coming up next. Uh, how long did you get? Did you get all the confetti out of your hair from the uh, big SMX press conference announcement? Did, how long did it take you to get all the confetti out? I was on stage. It shot at the crowd. I didn't get none in my hair, so okay. I, I was good. But uh, right. yeah, where where were you? Where were you? Yeah, Sean Brennan, PR guy for Feld, wanted me down there, and it was a big announcement for sure. But yeah, I was leaving Man. the next day for this thing called the World Supercross. I don't know if their Feld oh. guys are aware about this or not, but uh, it was also my birthday. So like all of that, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go down to LA the day before I leave okay. for overseas and my birthday. So hopefully, I get a credential. 
still. And <laughs> hey, Randy, remember those days when Steve was super committed and cared and was yeah. like all in? Remember, remember mm-hmm. that? That was those were cool. That yeah. was a good time. Yeah, I remember good that. Times. And I remember his. Yeah. I remember the podcast where he talked about people who didn't attend races and how they oh, couldn't yeah. speak about stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, those were the well, good old days. Those especially press conferences yeah. like that that was streamed online. <laughs> exactly. You know? So uh, <laughs> exactly. I uh, know right. it's a it's a new it's a new gig for sure and a new new thing for our series and. I'm looking forward to it to uh, to see what happens. Um, yeah, it should be should be good, Daniel. Uh, we need the cooperation in our sport, and it's a long time coming. I've been, I mean, honestly, if you go this show, I've been doing this show uh, way too long. Yeah, how long did I, when did I start? The way show? too long. When did I start the show? Titch, you would know. September 08. No, no. You've asked me this before. That's my favorite response. But it was like uh, okay. 2010. 2010. Okay. Yes. Twelve years. <laughs> And if you go back in 12 years of Pulp Show, I guarantee you could find 40 to 50 times where I'm screaming about how Feld and MX Sports needs to work together. Mm-hmm. And they it's a joke that they don't. And, you know, our series is divided. I, so blah, you're, blah, blah, so. You're, you're trying to take credit for this just no, like the Nets? No, no, yep. no, no. Yep. But hey, it, this, no. the Nets, Darkseid's uh, work ethic and his progress within the— You can't deny me changing Darkseid's <laughs> life. You can't de- No one change his life. I changed his you life. You changed his look. You didn't change his life. I changed his, his life. life. Well, what do you? Like, let me ask you this. Yeah. In that case, when are you going to start? Are you and Kiefer going to go together and get a bike for James Stewart until ask him to cut his hair and lose his bandana? You're going to try to change his life? No, no. Stu's got millions of dollars. He's fine. <laughs> He's not crawling in ditches <laughs> like our friend Jamie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's slightly different. Yeah. yeah slightly, slightly different. different. Uh, Jamie, uh, before or uh, Daniel, Daniel, before I let you go, uh, how's Orange Brigade stuff going? It's tough. I'm not going to lie, Stephen. It's uh, it's it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, I really, I like it. I I like it because the half that I understand, I really really like. Like working with the riders and the families, and kind of that strategy, and you know, looking at the calendar and trying to figure out. Plan- I love all that part. The other side, I'm learning like contracts and just more of the, I guess the the business responsibilities in that job. That hasn't been super easy, but I'm trying really hard to learn as fast as possible. There's just so much. And I got dropped in at a weird time. You know, it's like all the contracts were up. Um, sponsors are up. So it's like all the most dramatic changes are happening right now. And that's what I'm thrown into. So overall, I'm happy and I'm learning it. But, man, it's – I really didn't think it was going to be as hard as it is. But I'm, but I am figuring it out. So uh, overall, I'd say pretty good, but yeah. a little harder than I thought. Wow, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, didn't I see something on Racer X that – some kid signed with somebody? Um, <laughs> and wait a minute. So uh, this, this sums up how you follow uh, amateur. No, yeah. uh, uh, Didn't I see something on Racer X where some kid Casey signed with Cochran somebody? Casey Cochran signed with somebody? Yes. Casey? Nah, w- w- with us. Yep. Yeah, he signed with yeah. you guys? <laughs> yeah, he already – I mean, he already was. He oh. was for the team last year. He just, just kind of re-upped his deal, and it's a little bit different than it was. But So this is uh, a, no, this, one of ours. This is worthy of a press release? The kid re-upped with Orange Brigade? Hey. Okay. All right. I mean, it, yeah, but no, it, it's a little bit different now. His his deal has kind of changed. There's there's some transition happening uh, with the whole program. So no, it, it's a pretty big deal where he's at now. He's his deal is a lot different than it was last year. So oh, he's, okay. You know, in this new pipeline that we're going to be, you know, trying to recreate and, and just do things a little bit different, especially at the later stages of an amateur career. So no, it's a really big deal. He was really good last year. Won almost everything. So. Uh, his deal is pretty big for everybody because it's. I mean, he's. I mean, there's a lot of effort going into him and being a very important piece moving forward. So yeah, kind of a big deal and super happy for him. 
So I uh, got to see him actually this weekend for just a few minutes. But, uh, no, he, he's really good, and he'll be with us for a long time. Uh, Randy, he's you'll got, he, Just tell him. So you'll interview him when it's time. I'll, I'll interview right. him when it's time. Yep. Um, yeah, okay, so I just got an anonymous text that Orange Brigade rider Bennett went to star. Bennett? Yeah. I don't. We don't. We've Bennett. never had anyone named Bennett. Bennett. So someone named Bennett. Uh, we don't. Did he wrote. He wrote. So. He wrote for Ralph Bennett. Uh, was a hair scrambles champion. Okay. So uh, uh, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Bennett. I'm not. Bennett went to star. There you go. Good there we job, go. Steve. So, hey, we're making progress. Wow. Well, my whole joke really sucks. That I. My, now my joke doesn't really work. Where I was like, yeah, Daniel, why just, couldn't you keep him? What happened? But I couldn't even get the kids. Yeah, why'd you lose Bennett? Yeah, why'd you lose Bennett? Yeah. You lose Bennett? No, wait, wait. did he go? To, is, is that is that they're going to make a second movie? Is that what the one was? Bennett's War. Yeah, yeah Bennett's yeah, War. Yeah, yeah. It's, good. It's, it's that guy. We got him. <laughs> they lost oh, Bennett. You had time, Bennett. You had Bennett. All right, whatever. You, are you guys losing no. Carlisle too? Yeah, yeah. You, you lost. You lost. Yeah. You, you lost Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to make room. We're 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 working on trying to get a Kiefer deal going here. You know, Kiefer's. You know, yeah, we're after. We're, we're definitely after the second place. We need those second place guys. You know, we already have Brownie winning everything. We need second. <laughs> oh, oh, low blow. Ah, uh, hey, Randy, yeah. are you worried? Are you worried about? Uh, Daniel's got a, a, a you know very busy with NBC mm-hmm. and Peacock and the Supercross yeah. series. Yeah, very busy with Justin Brayton Arena yeah. Cross series. Yeah. Right, he's doing ESPN stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not. Orange, wor- where's the I'll tell you one thing. I'm. In? I'll tell you one thing. I'm not what? worried about with Daniel okay. Blair is him beating me. Yeah. on a dirt bike. Yeah. I'm not Definitely worried not about worried that about at that. all. No, that's that's. that's got, let me check that off the list of things to worry about. Uh, no, I no, I admire uh, how. How much hustle Daniel Blair has, whether it's you know building. Well, I hope and, he's got and, everything lined up. No, but yeah. I'm saying, but building Eagle Grit and all those yeah. things. Uh, the guy definitely hustles. You know, I didn't know that he was a producer for a, a uh, what's got, it, the slam dunk contest. Yeah, he's Who got know that right. He's got that, main that's event moto. He's got that's main event right moto right podcast mm-hmm. too. Like he's yeah. a very busy guy. Yeah, he is. No, I think yeah. he'll do. I think he'll do. He'll um, do fine. Yep. Uh, yeah, Daniel. So I just hope you have enough hours in the day for you. You know, for everything you got going on. Hey, I, I. I manage my hours pretty well. I, I've mastered the art of squeezing a lot into a day, and uh, when that slow, when I can't handle it, I'll slow down. But uh, oh, I just got a text from uh, Mr. Side actually. <laughs> wow, oh, I don't know if I should read that. Okay, all right, fair enough, Mr. Side. Uh, I mean, I'll just I'll put it nicely. He's coming for you hard at the uh, World Bets. That's all. I'm, that, that's that's what, they're, they're, yeah, I, I'm this this gentleman named Mr. Sai <laughs> keeps popping off on social media about this world vet race. No one is worried. No one is concerned. Okay, oh, you should hear. Well, you should, if I'll send, I'll screenshot you these texts, and you should be concerned. That's all I'm saying. Um, this is riveting. Uh, yeah, sorry. What? Uh, how, by the way, before I, I let you go, do. before I let you go, yeah. uh, huge Cowboys fan. I know, you, Randy. I know you follow the NFL real mm-hmm. closely. Yeah. Um, Roll Tigers. What are your What are your thoughts on losing to the Eagles? Like, uh, obviously, look, Eagles are undefeated. Um, they made a nice run at it, but you're fine with that. Uh, two thoughts. The first one is your offer to me in fantasy football was the most pathetic <laughs> offer I've ever received. I mean, do you think I'm that stupid? You said uh, you wanted to trade him. I offered you I two said, players for one. That's a good trade. Two for one. Uh, okay, you, you offered me two nickels for a dollar. That's not a fair trade. That's not straight. I said I needed something straight across, and that was pure trash. Anyways, okay. Um, but the Cowboys – I mean, I uh, I hate them so much, but I I love them. It's so it's so messed up. It's such a messed up relationship. But I actually am happy they lost. I know this sounds crazy, but 
this whole Cooper Rush thing kind of needed to end. And <laughs> if he would have won that game, there would have been so much BS controversy and media. I mean, it would have been terrible. And mm-hmm. so for him losing, it really simplifies go, Dak going back in the lineup. So there was two scenarios that couldn't happen. Number one, Dak couldn't come in and then lose the Eagles. The yep. fans would have lost their mind. Yep. And then Rush couldn't beat him. So it ended up working good. I thought the team played okay. But now we can just get Dak back in and move on without all the drama, even though I think Jerry actually asks for it on purpose. You were never um, you were never on the suffer. bandwagon of, of Cooper Rush. Never. Wait a minute. I like to think. What? What? What is that? <laughs> what, what just happened there? I don't know. That's my, a, my producer. Someone here. dropped a drop. A, hey, but speak, of a drop. Yeah, but speaking of team sports, which you know I'm a huge fan of, just to let you know that the Maple Leafs are currently down zero to two. Uh, in the third half of some hockey game. Thank you. Yeah, yep, thank you. Yep, yep. Yep. And, and, and Marks knows this This is not a good result, Marks, against this team. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, so, Daniel, you're never on the uh, – you're never on the uh, Cooper Rush should be the guy thing. You're like you're, yeah. No, because it, because it was never ever likely and probable anyway. You, yeah, forty million dollar quarterback that's still early in his contract. Nothing was going to change. There was no reason to pretend that it was. So right, no, right. It, he was a great fill-in. I actually, if I'm being honest with you, I God, I, I hope that they. Will tr- I wish they would trade him to someone that needs him as a starter and let the guy get paid because he is really good. I like him. Mm-hmm. But it's already. I mean, it's it already is what it is. Dak's the guy. He's paid forever and. Whatever. Like, I just God. don't want the drama because all they ever will have is drama. So just oh, move on and God. trade the guy and let the guy make his money. I thought, I could someone – thank you, thank you. Could someone <laughs> – I was getting ready to call Gringo and uh, hold yeah, the phone yeah, up yeah, to yeah. my okay, uh, all right. well, the microphone. Yeah. Think, it was a big game for, for – uh, I'm sure it was. Right, right. I'm sure it was. It probably um, went into extra innings. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Daniel, for uh, <laughs> for calling in. And, uh, yeah, good job on the broadcast. It was really good. You and Weege obviously worked well together. You know what's going on. So, yeah, good job on that. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro, and enjoy the rest of your night with Randall. I'm sure he'll be a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, get him home nice and safely to me back here in South Carolina. My well, na- get my neighbor home safe. Hey, I, I got I to gotta get back home and get my fly racing bike stand and loading ramp from you, so I, I got to get back safe. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. I, <laughs> I'll just say thanks for the gift. Okay. Just, just have them send – I loaned you one, so just have them send me a new one, and we'll call it even. How yeah. about that, buddy? Got it, got it. To ask, to ask JT. Ask JT. <laughs> yeah, what's what I'll do. sending me yeah. new ones, just send you new ones. Yeah. I'll take yours. It'll be easier. Okay, fantastic. Thanks, man. We'll get to the All bottom. Right. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. Thank you. Later. That's Bye. Daniel Blair brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Also, um – I don't know if this gentleman was that straight rhythm, but uh, Talon Volan, you see him there? Yeah, I did see. Yeah, yeah I sure did. Yeah. Cherubis, industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike, plastics, and accessories. Guys like Cooper Webb, Adam Cincerillo, Justin Barsha, and more use the Cherubis. Uh, they got frame guards, disc guards, uh, hand guards, chain blocks, slider kits, and, of course, they're plastic that fits amazingly. All the bolt holes line up. Everybody knows the Cherubis stuff fits great. Uh, so check them out at social or on social media at USA or at CherubisUSA.com for more information. At Cherubis. Tits? At Cherubis. Acrobus. Remember that whole thing? I, th- I think it's Acrobus is how it's pronounced. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you, ruined, so, you ruined that. Thank you, you the folks that. at Cherubis. <laughs> if you want a discount from the folks at Cherubis, use the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll pass it on. And maybe the guys at Cherubis can uh, give you a bit of a break on that. So thank you to those guys for coming on. From Daniel Blair to our next guest, uh, Fly Racing. Uh, please check them out at motorsport.com or your local dealer. Uh, the, the Formula Helmet. There's a complete range of these things. If you go on their website and you read about the Conehead technology, you read about the Rion. Uh, you'll see how great and safe it is, how much uh, uh, quiet it is, how lightweight it is. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Bringing you to our next guest, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? 
Not too much. What's happening? Not much. Uh, you need to send a loading ramp and what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. R- Randy? <laughs> yeah, I need to get another uh, fly racing uh, bike stand and a fly racing aluminum folding ramp. Just just whenever you can. It's yeah. not a rush. Well, so what, rush. Daniel stole yours? No, or how, no, how did this no, go no, down? no, no. It's funny. Oh. When, when Daniel first uh, got into the area, he was talking about picking up a bike for his son. want to get Evan riding a little yeah. bit, this and that. And they went and got a bike. And he said, yeah, i got I got to get a stand and a ramp. I don't have anything. Luckily, it's an 85. I can get it in the van. And yeah. we'll work, work, work through it. And I said, well, I've got couple of stands and ramps i'll loan that to you oh. and uh that was i don't know uh, a week after he arrived okay, in Greenville. It's, it's still, yeah. Yeah. so so months <laughs> later and i brought it up to him uh there uh saturday night i saw him back at the hotel there yeah. and, and brought it up to him and he just the look of oh crap on his yeah. face was so so good because yeah. he completely forgotten wow. that it was my products he had so all right well randy, i'll get it back from him randy richardson sponsoring yep. daniel blair so <laughs> uh what's up jt how are you I'm good. I am in uh, I'm in Mexico, so I just no literally ran away from dinner to uh, to answer the phone. Oh, look at you! Oh, uh, nice. Left a yeah. left a quesadilla and a bottle of ketchup there. He had and a stepped away, Just stepped away to make a phone <laughs> call. He has had Last a quesadilla. Night. Who's watching the Yeti Last for night. you when you step away and make this call? <laughs> There's no Yeti here. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, so I'm going to leave this up to you, uh, uh, JT. Do you want to talk World Supercross? Red Bull Straight Rhythm or Ken Roxon? It's it, you. You pick a door. One, two, or three. Uh, I didn't watch any of those live, so I'll take Ken Roxon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Roxon for the win. All right. Okay. Uh, sounds good. So, Roxon on the Yamaha Straight Rhythm. Um, look, there were a lot of people saying that he was going to uh, resign with Honda or figure something out. It now appears. Like, we don't know what he's going to do for 2023. He told me in the U.K. he'll be at Anaheim. Uh, I've heard through the grapevine that privately he's saying, I'm going to race this year. But what's he going to do, JT? What? what? <laughs> I, don't, I know you don't know, but whatever his yeah. options, where, where can he go? What can he do outside of putting together his own program? I think the most likely scenario is what we saw at, in Cardiff. Um, to be on, you know, Honda equipment, to be on, you know, Yuriv Konsky's team, whether that's a part of Firepower Honda or not, I I don't have the the foresight to tell you. But I I only say that because I when I look around, I don't see a lot of other options on the table. You know, Honda, to me, their signing of Colt Nichols was a pretty big shot across the bow of hey, yeah, we're fine to move on from this. You know, and, and I don't I'm, I don't want to speak for them. I'm just telling you my interpretation of that move. Was, that was a pretty strong signal is that they're not waiting around on Kenny. But it's really difficult because Kenny's one of the most marketable riders on the planet, you know, and, and I think for many years he was the most marketable rider on the planet. So anybody that you approach and say, hey, we can – you know, we have an opportunity that involves Ken Roxon for you. They're immediately going to perk up a little bit. You know, I don't know where that goes. I don't know what he ends up on. I don't know what it entails. But when you have that sort of athlete that is looking for a home, I think everybody's listening. It's just whether it's realistic or not, that's a different story. But everybody has to listen to that. So it's uh, – I would say it's one of the most intriguing situations we've had in a very long time, you know, as far as, like, interest level, because I think every – Every possibility is is a small percentage, um, and there's nothing really obvious to me. Like, there's no, like, eh, well, we all know where this is going to go. 
I don't see that right now. I don't oh. see that obvious landing spot for him. Randy, do you see a factory team making room for him? I don't. I just don't see it. So you look at KTM, you look yeah. at Husqvarna, you look at Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, if you if, if you consider Hep Suzuki factory, I don't know if you do or not. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't see these teams finding budget slash making room for him. Yeah, you certainly would think they would want to, right? Sure. But in 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 yeah. as it seems as the entire motorcycle industry has had a bit of stabilization and budgets are kind of like kind of chill yeah. a little bit, right? I can't see anyone just throwing money at that and making more room for him uh, right now. But you would think that most any of them would want to be aligned with him, like JT was saying. Um, well, and, the, and I'll add to that: the, the tough spot <laughs> is that. If you say, okay, yeah, Husqvarna, sure, but that means he's going to break up with Red Bull. Yep. The same for Kawasaki. He's not going to yep. do that, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah, I don't a think lot so of either. those possibilities are so complicated mm-hmm. because of his, you know, I, I won't say lifelong, but decade-long plus relationship with yep. Red Bull. So that makes it that much more difficult to find a home because I think if you remove that, if energy drinks don't exist, well, let's not – go that far because this sport is in a really difficult place otherwise but without that complication i think literally every possibility is on the table right if, if kenny's management goes to bruce stern shima kawasaki or robert jonas at huskamarna or pit buyer or kcm or whatever says hey we just need to find a home for kenny finances aren't as critical right we we have ways to fill that gap but we need we need top flight equipment, and we need an opportunity for him to succeed. Without the Red Bull side, and that's not Red Bull's fault. Like that's just his allegiance to Red Bull. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's listening at that point. Everybody's like, "Yeah, we could probably work something out here." But man, you throw these energy drinks into it, and mm-hmm. I don't believe that Kenny has any interest in leaving Red Bull come hell or high water. Uh, it I, really starts yeah. to limit the possibilities. I think he would I do mean, it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I I'm think, wrong uh, maybe no, I'm wrong. I think he would do it. I think I think from what I hear, he he okay. he, he would switch. Uh, not not preferable. Like he would rather yeah. stay with Red Bull. I mean, that's, my, that's, but that's my assessment. If, I, I could be way wrong there. If he keeps Red Bull, he's going to be out of his motorhome with some factory suspension on. A brand, whatever brand he thinks he can. But what, why can't he go to Firepower Honda? I don't think he wants to stay on a Honda. Okay, well, I, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Why I, can he? I, he can. Oh, yeah, he, he can, can. But I think he's going to want to be like, hey, I I need to ride something else. You know what I mean? This is a two-race deal, and then he's out of there. But, you know, I think he looks at Anderson, and he looked at Tomac switching brands after a long time and mm-hmm. saw how – rejuvenated they were and thinks that that could be a way to unlock his his more success for him and therefore you know he wants to switch to a brand and try something else so but a lot of those places yeah. they, a lot of those places just don't have room no they don't have budget they don't no. have you know what i mean it's, it's tough if there was a big a big opening somewhere you know if uh if one of the guys couldn't race or you know um whatever whatever extreme situation where there was this huge opening and budget and opportunity i'd be like man kenny's got a really tough decision here to red bull or not to red bull but i don't even know if he decided to step away like i don't see anybody with a ton of money that's like yeah putting their hand up like hey we have a million or two extra to to spend here he he didn't shut it down totally but i brought up like hey can you just be the face of world supercross in 2023 you know eight Mm -hmm. rounds starting in july 
He gets money right now from the series. You know, he's not on a team per se. Mm-hmm. He's on your Reeves team, but he's getting show up money yep. from the series. Mm-hmm. Could you not just do a deal with the series to be their 2023, you know, guy? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I, I would be open to that. He didn't rule it out. But from what I hear from people in the circle of him, that's not what he's looking for. Like he's not going to, he wants to be at Anaheim. Yeah, like, to me, to me, yeah, I would yeah. think that world supercross thing is, is option B or C, C for him, whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, he, okay. Salary from Honda million bucks, right? Um, well, when, like right now? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, oh, he's, significantly more. Well, no, the, the offer they made him okay. for, for this year, like his contract's up. Right. So he was looking at about a million bucks. Uh, He's going to lose that from any OEM. Like, there's no way at this point, October 17th, an OEM is finding a million dollars in salary. Never mind the well, bike. Never mind the support, which we all just talked about. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally believe if you went to, uh, you know, Mitch Covington or whoever his boss happens to be and said, hey, we can get Roxon out of Red Bull and into a monster claw, for a million dollars, if you guys write that check to Bruce Sternstrom and Dan Fahey and team over there, I have a really hard time thinking that they don't they don't take that. You think? If for nothing yeah. else, that is a huge coup. That yeah. is to get one of their longtime athletes, global ambassador, yeah. out of Red Bull and into a monster logo for a million dollars. Ah, uh, man, I, I don't know, right? I'm speaking for their budget, which I shouldn't do. But yeah. I think they take a hard which, look at that. Which, JT, that would be a much bigger move than him moving from a motorcycle brand to a different motorcycle brand, right? Well, and th- you know, there's, some you know I mean? there's a lot of money. And like the marketing side, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if, if but what they I'm saying, need to yep. pull a million from somewhere else yeah. to get one of the biggest athletes that Red Bull has mm-hmm. out, you know, a lot, a lot of this is, it's personal, right? It's not just mm-hmm. business and marketing for these guys. It's not like Monster's looking at, you know how much more, how many more Monster cans we're going to sell if we have Ken Roxon? That's not, in my opinion, that's not how they're looking at this. This, mm-hmm. is, this is a personal battle, right? It's for yeah. Yeah. global energy drink supremacy. Yeah. And if we can steal one of their most coveted athletes who's been with them since he was a little kid, mm-hmm. I think they, I think they go for it. I really do. And that's my, and what I probably misspoke. But what I was saying was, if if he were, if Kawasaki was to get him away from Honda, that's not as big, nearly big of a deal as if Monster, Monster gets yeah. him away from Red Bull. That's right. what I was. Right. That's, yeah. what, that's yeah. what I meant. That's what I meant by that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm doing the math, and like so, you know, a million dollars from and Honda. We, and we all know how good right. you are at math. But you know, he's got his red. Let's say he keeps his Red Bull deal, mm-hmm. and it bikes and parts and factory suspension, no problem. Whatever mm-hmm. he wants, like from whatever manufacturer. But he's got his Fox money. So does can he ride out of his motorhome with Fox money and Red Bull money and no contingency, no bonuses? Would he do that? I, I mean, don't he can see do him doing anything that. you want. No, he's I know. But do, well, I understand that, but I don't see that. I don't see him <laughs> yeah. doing that. But then I don't yeah. see another well, path yeah. for him other so than another, that. Other so than a bowl. Another wrinkle of this is that his management uh, is also the management that went through the Chad Reed. I'm going to do my own team. I'm going to create two, two motorsports saga. Right. And yeah. so, so Steve knows the trials and tribulations and the cost and the just mm-hmm. epic workload that all that entails. And I don't know. I, this is my purely speculation, but my opinion, my opinion is that Steve is going, don't do this. 
yeah. we need to find a solution here because you don't want any of that. You don't want the cost. You don't want the work. You don't want to have to deal with, you know, building your own bikes. And, and you don't want any of that. You don't want to touch that. I, I lived it, right, for Steve. He's like, I lived yeah. this. This is not no, something I, you want to do. I'm talking – like not as like out of his motorhome. Like I, I, yeah, I don't think there's any way he does this team thing like a two-two. There's yeah. no way. But if you're in your own motorhome, you kind of are your own team, right? Well, but you're, you know, yeah. you're out of a sprinter or whatever behind a motorhome with an easy up, and you're running Ken. Rocks I'm not saying eight. you got to go full two-two yeah, motorsport right. and try to create a, a lasting legacy, but it's no. still, still versus showing up and like, hey, Lars, you guys good? Okay, see you at the press conference. Like the difference. Yeah between what showing up in a, in a motor home with your own crew that you got to go hire and, and mm-hmm. all this other stuff versus you have this Honda well-oiled machine. Like there's a, a wide yeah. goal. Oh, uh, massive, two. massive. I just, yeah. And, and then, and then it comes back to the individual themselves. Like while Kenny is headstrong and confident, yeah, very, but, but, yeah. but we also know at times he's questionable as to what he's thinking, where he's headed, what he's doing. I don't think there's anyone in the industry more bullheaded and headstrong and stubborn than Chad Reed, right? Yeah. So I don't know that Kenny has yeah. Yeah. that uh, I just, to, to, to push through there. For somebody who, for somebody who couldn't, Factory Honda couldn't get the bike working for Ken Roxon. Smartest guys around, right? Uh, most technology, great, t- great yeah. bikes, great company. Couldn't get a bike to make Kenny happy for the most part. Sometimes yes, but mm-hmm. most part mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to a production-based bike. With you know no no guys around him, trying to make it work right, you know I don't know man. I, I don't see that. I don't see it. So yeah, should be interesting to see what Ken Roxon does uh, going forward. That's for sure. But JT's is is scrubs were sick at Red Bull Straight Rhythm. By the way, unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean the the guy is uh, uh, one of the most talented riders that's ever been a part of this sport, and that's what makes it so intriguing. Is we we truly don't know and you can throw a lot of different scenarios at me and i I have to assess all of them and like kind of shrug my shoulders because i don't i don't really have a preconceived notion of how this all goes yeah should be interesting we got a lot to talk about on the show going forward that's for sure um all right man well hey thanks for calling in appreciate the time from mexico uh well maybe fly racing can put together a thing for kenny Mm -hmm. oh you know well i would love to tell you that you know if if he was a part of firepower honda that I would love to have Ken Roxon in fly racing, and that's all true. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily see that happening, but, yeah, we can all dream, right? He, I mean, yeah. like I said, one of the most marketable guys on the planet. So oh, uh, if, uh, if, he needs, if he needs some sort of uh, year deal, uh, please reach out to me, and I will put him in touch with the right people. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Hey, before we let you go, real, real quick, sorry about that. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Norn, Randy Richardson, yep. Ryan Brees, Privateers Choose X-Brand, Pulp Show 22 is the code to save with EKSBrand.com. Uh, great company, great goggles, and, uh, yeah, again, they support a lot of privateers in the sport, and uh, they do great things over there at X-Brand goggles. These questions are submitted by a Swiss Corps. I know him. You know him, yeah. Yeah, great yeah. dude. Yeah, right, great right. dude. Been around uh, the Pulp MX uh, Empire for quite some time. He has been, yeah, absolutely. Come 30... to a lot of races. Lot, yeah, a lot of races. <laughs> uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Marks, let's do this. Steve. Yep. If Darks, uh, that's not the first question. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, what is your number one goal for World Bets? I say it every year. 
I'm riding 45B, maybe 40B if the race order mm -hmm. is the way, you know. I just want to be in the race. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be last. I want to be battling in the pack of riders, and I say that every year, and it works out that I'm in a pack of riders, mid-pack, Mm -hmm. battling with guys and I'm happy with that I don't even care how I do I just don't want to be last yeah yep that's my goal yeah. Randy how many world supercross rounds do you predict predict actually running in 2023 oh 23 I'd say six right. JT does world supercross make it to 2024 yes yeah I, I think I don't I don't know about the six that uh, Randy is calling for, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, th I think they have enough funding to to see this out for a little bit. Steve, if Darkside beats you at World Vets, did you go too far in changing his life? Ah, not, not a bad question. Uh, no, no, um, I'm only competing against myself. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm doing. Mm -hmm. all, I'm just competing against myself. That way, you'll always be a winner and a loser. Thank you. <laughs> Randy, yeah, uh, whose life should, should Steve chase next? Well, I said it earlier. Radio. You know, he uh, he gave one person in the motorcycle industry a really hard time about long hair and a bandana, but apparently it's okay for James Stewart. So, all right, JT, how was that quesadilla? <laughs> it was actually pretty great. Oh, <laughs> me. There it is. All I'll right. be honest. Uh, it was it was pretty great. Back on quesadillas. It's good to see. No, you. no, I'm not back on quesadillas. Back on quesadillas. Back on quesadillas. Next step I is had, ketchup. I also had uh, I had half of a sandwich today too. I am so far off the reservation. I can't even see like where I'm supposed to be from here. Like I am. <laughs> wandering through the wilderness like Moses without a compass. Yeah, I, and, and, it could and, be me for the next if, forty years. When you get back home, Hebrews. when you get back home, your yeti is going to attack you. It's going to jump on you <laughs> and just be so pissed at you. I can see twenty-three. Uh, see JT head of the races taking quesadillas in the yeti. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Packing okay. his favorite uh, quesadilla. Things have things have completely come unraveled here in Mexico. <laughs> yep. Steve. Does BT20 race in 2023? No. No, Brock Tickle. No, I don't, I don't see it. Randy, how do you step your game up from yard of the month of the year for 2023? It's just... Uh I've got a really good way of spreading some mulch. I've got it coming out soon, mm. but I'll uh, kind of innovative process that I'll share soon is yep. the way I spread some mulch, and uh, that just adds to the value of the presentation of my yard. Okay. JT, last one. What are you most proud of Steve about as his bestest friend? Well, I don't think he would say I'm his bestest friend. Uh, what am I most proud of him for? You know what? Uh, and this is a pretty obvious one, but I was there. You know, I was around him whenever he stopped being a mechanic. Then he went to work for SMS and Parts Unlimited. And he didn't necessarily love that. And he really didn't know what he was going to do. And then he decided that he was going to start doing podcasts, which nobody knew what that was either. And for, you know, love him or hate him, he's one of the most stubborn people on this planet. And he stuck this thing out. And now he is, you know, in my opinion, the biggest media voice in the sport. So, and that was, that was, that's pure testament to him. That's pure testament to him being hard headed 
and not listening to everyone else and also putting his ass on the line and, you know, his financial future and everything else you want to attain to that. And now he has the highest feelings in the sport. So, oh, boy. One minute. That's, I, that's you keep I'm going if you want. No problem on this one. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that, JT. And that's it. All right. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Enjoy Mexico, JT. Have another quesadilla. All right, guys. All right, see ya. That's Jason Thomas uh, from one top-secret location in Mexico to another. Let's go to this gentleman here. He is is deep in an undisclosed location in Florida. Friend of the show, Chris Kiefer. What's up, Kiefer? How are you? I miss you guys so much. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. You are in next week for co-hosting yeah so, um, we're gonna go hang out and then maybe do some writing you said no well yeah. thursday well okay uh jt was on the phone i don't know if you could hear him but yeah i did he's eating quesadillas it's it's he's had half a sandwich what? and does he have home pro- home life problems what's going on, uh, he's, what's in, going on? he's in mexico yolo i guess yeah is he with the with the uh, female friend? Dude, who knows? He... Who knows? Right? Like uh, I, well, I, I'm uh, sure. Uh, oh, you're going to text him right after no. you get off the phone here, Kiefer. Oh yeah, you know this. <laughs> I know what's going on there, but I'm embargoed. Oh, you are. Yep. Okay. Embargoed. Yep. Embargoed. Mm-hmm. All right. That means there is a female friend. It sounds like that's what that means. Can we? Is, is in, your is your I'm, life I, embargoed right now as uh, well? No, 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 no. My life's not. You're, no, my life's can, not. Can we discuss it? If you if you'd like to, we're um, Kiefer. Do you yeah. know? Do you know this news? Uh, I don't. Well, maybe I don't. Maybe no. I don't know the our name. My friend, home life's good. My home life's good. Our friend Randy Richardson back, back with his ex How reunited. How can you say that? Yes. That's, that's like me saying that you are ex-girlfriend. with your first you're, you're, wife. You're, 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 you're with your ex-girlfriend. You, 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 okay, I'm, so. I'm with my current girlfriend. Yeah, but how yeah. do we say that then? That, that you, you broke up for a while. My girlfriend, yeah. And you're yeah. back with, how do you say that? What's the right uh, term? Brooke. Is no, 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 That's no, no, no. And, and I'm setting up a situation. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, Rick Kiefer. He's I back. just want to hear the motorcross stuff. You hey, know? Brooke is, I've met Brooke. I just Brooke want to hear the motorcross stuff. Randy before, yep. and she's a lovely woman. She's a I, lovely I woman. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And Randy has... She, rediscovered his love for her. Yeah. yeah. I just got jealous about all this basement talk. I just want to be in the basement. You know what I mean? That's so, exactly where I was yeah, going, Randy. Look, yeah. look Randy's go. got not not a lot, uh, you know, not a lot of time left. Nope. No, no, <laughs> what? no, no. What? Are you saying our friend's going to die? <laughs> yeah, what exactly. Are you We're on the downhill slide now. Hey, I'm Why? just telling so, you. I, hey, I if, feel like he needs Randy's to like got not a lot of time left. <laughs> hey, if I'm, if I'm going to be laying on the deathbed, I'd rather be cuddling. So. <laughs> I... I I, Randy's got not a lot of time left. It's, it's just getting me like, wow, what a. What a he's, got, he's got more years behind him than he does in front of him. Let's face this right now. There okay? we go. There okay, we go. all right. Fair enough, Kiefer, I guess. But, I'll uh, take that as a comment, buddy. Yeah. Brooke is, is beautiful, beautiful smile. She has a cool energy about her. I, yeah. I'm, I'm actually stoked for him. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Life he's, is yeah. good. Life I, is good. I, I did not know this until he got here today. And yeah, big, big news. Big news. And I'm a big fan of her short hair. I love short hair. She wears a choker from time to time, Kiefer. Oh, boy. <laughs> ah. uh, okay. Easy. So, I'm all by myself uh, here. <laughs> Easy. Uh. Hey, so what, what's going on? I guess I'm here just, you know, 
riding new bikes mm-hmm. and riding good dirt and getting yelled at by Zillow every five minutes because I'm not drinking, so that's cool. So you are in Florida riding the 2023 Yamaha YZ450s. The Yamaha uh, has flown a bunch of media guys out there. Damon Bradshaw's there. Ryan Villapoto's there. What's the bike like? Yeah. Uh, so I get to ride it tomorrow. Oh, and I can't describe anything about the bike until Monday, but we can briefly discuss some things Sunday evening on the show if we do it. Okay. So, uh, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. We got a tour of the Star facility today. Um, got to walk around that. We got to um, walk around the whole property line and see some of RC's boneyard things that good old Rick have buried in the back. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, we just did statics today and kind of get ready for tomorrow. Oh, and, wow. Okay. And then uh, Uber driver Villapoto is very upset that I don't drink alcohol. So oh, yeah. every five minutes he's called me a puss bag and everything yep. else in the in the <laughs> world. So uh, yep. that's that's cool. But uh, so far, so good. Yeah, by the way, we are doing a Sunday show this ah, coming this okay. coming Sunday. We'll, we will be on. I, I think, Marks, Marks, you agree on that? You're, you're, you're good with that? So... <sighs> Yep. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, it, so bike looks good, right? You've seen that. Yeah, bike yep. looks good. We oh, watched the so team good. ride some Supercross, Supercross today. So Dylan looks looks really good on it. Um, but the word around the pits is very, very sad that Steve Mathis isn't here to uh, hmm. attend this uh, big Yamaha. Well, maybe, maybe okay. yeah, I was going to say maybe um, because it's just Blue Crew and ambassadors and things like that. Is that why you're not there, Steve, or no? Uh, I don't really want to. I, I don't think I'm at liberty to talk about it, to talk about sort of how so the whole this... process of me not going went down. Oh, okay. All it's right. a little controversial. Really? Okay. But. And you've never been uh, the one to shy away from that. Well, so I can understand. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll save it for Sunday yeah. when Kiefer's in. Mm-hmm. We'll talk, talk about why I am not there. Okay. So there you go. See, there's it's 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 news to me. So this I this, I cannot wait for this. You know, is it is it because you couldn't get boots in your OGO ninety eight hundred? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's probably why. That's exactly yeah. it. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, Kiefer. So uh, is is, uh, is Michael Lindsay there? Michael Lindsay is here. He's okay. already had a couple. You know, is he stopped talking it, yet, or how's that going? He's actually been pretty good lately. Oh, yeah. Good. Hey, your, your post today uh, showing the compound, the area, and then showing him struggling to push that bike up to the top of that jump was epic. <laughs> I love Oh, I that. don't think I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. If there is a black cloud that follows someone, I think that cloud <laughs> follows Michael a lot of times, man. And he didn't, uh, he didn't bring Jamie out there? Jamie is not wanted because Bradshaw's here. There is not enough YC 450s <laughs> here, okay, to handle Jamie from Vitals' crazy ass on a, on a Yamaha. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. Oh, shit. That's David Bradshaw's bike I just fucked up. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> Don't think I didn't play that at dinner for Damon. He loves it. He yeah. Loves D- Damon said he gets it a lot when he travels around. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. Uh, no, so tomorrow, full day on the bike, like you'll have your own dedicated Kiefer slash Racer X slash Pulp uh, machine tomorrow? Yep, we'll have that all day. We get to ride from 9 to 2. I'm excited. The dirt looks amazing, and you know me. That's mm-hmm. that's number one with me. So get away from West Coast-style tracks and yep. dirt, and now we're here to that sticky icky of uh, East Coast, so I love it. It's- and. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, exciting for me. I, I hope it's as good as the desert, the high des dirt was like yesterday evening. God, it was amazing. Whatever, Randy. I don't want to hear it. It was so good. The, went, for, uh, went for a Jeep ride with Heather and Aiden, and it was just. Did you really? You went for yeah. Jeep life. I went yeah. for a Jeep ride. Jeep yeah, she's life. quite the skilled driver, as a matter of fact. And, I like uh, how I leave and my wife goes to the bar. That's that's cool. Hey, 
I'm just, you know, uh, just like in the Jeep, I was along for the ride, Kiefer. I was along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you had zero influence on that. Hey, the bar. Uh, yep. on it, hey honestly, <laughs> honestly, no, honestly, no. Um, that was Heather's yeah. uh, proposal uh-huh. to, hey, we'll take them down here and go by the little desert bar right. in the school. Right. Uh, Robbie and I each had one Coors original and uh, saw the uh, Travis Preston jersey in there. And yeah. nothing for Kiefer. Right, nothing yeah, for Kiefer. Nothing yeah, for no, Kiefer. just TP. And then yep. Yep. and back to the house where she made an amazing dinner. Home cooked meal. The steak was perfect. She had the cheese harden? Perfect temperature. She had the cheese harden? Uh, oh, no, yeah. no. Okay, well, the, che- the cheese was you, on the bread. Oh, my did God. Did you sit so on the couch the and she brought it to you? Yes. Because that's all she yeah, knows. She did. Yeah, she that's did. All she knows and then do. and the shrimp was amazing. Um, Greg came over. We hung out. It was a it was a great family. Oh, you know about family. Greg it was a great family yeah, evening. Yeah. Who else dropped by? Janky yeah. comes by. Oh, the cookie, the co- <laughs> hey, yeah. the cookies and cream, ice cream for dessert was yeah. amazing. Well, it was so. Oh, uh, wife swap happens. Now there's gonna be like ten people at the house for Steve. It's what? Uh, where are you staying at? Where are you at? Um, we're back right down uh, near uh, Florida State University. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I've never seen so many women in my life. There is women everywhere with zero men walking the streets. It's unbelievable. Like, if I was a single guy in college, <laughs> yeah. this, is where, yeah. this is where you go. Well, tell those mechanics. Crazy. Tell those mechanics. Ask them how, what, what life is like for them in that department. <laughs> you know? we... hey. Hey, you, know what some of, you know what some of the best times are? I don't know if you can attest to this because you've been around these mechanics stuff, Steve. Like, the drive from the hotel to, you know, to the goat farm. Yeah. You know, the stories that Villo has and the mechanics have, it's some of the best stuff that I hear. And we laugh and we have a great time. And we need to create a show just from, like, from point to point with some of these guys because it's, mm-hmm. it's just it's unbelievable, some of these stories. Yeah, it's some great. of them you can't tell, though, right? So. Yeah, but I feel like we can we – can, tell someone right 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 you know it's it's funny you just said point to point because uh the maple leaf just had a point taken away from them uh in this intense uh hockey it's match called, that's called a goal it's called a goal yep. it's a well it's um, a point uh so Kiefer, um when do you get back wednesday yeah thursday yeah. morning i'll be back okay all right and then uh i'll be up there this weekend we're gonna have a great time hang out yeah uh, uh, miss, miss you and pookie so yeah are we um we're gonna ride on thursday yeah, you're going to come down to GH and get some prep in for the World Vet? I think I, know, I will. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I will. Yeah. Uh, what about setting a little bit higher goal than just, I don't want to finish last? Well, well I, and first off, let me tell you this. If you don't want to finish last, then crashing 10 feet out of the start is not the way to accomplish that. Oh, thank you. Okay? Thank you. Well, just, when I was taken out by yeah, a, moto a, tips, a random, moto random guy who didn't know how to start. Um, you know, it happens. You know, it's one thing is going to happen is you can guarantee Randy will never be invited for the show after we'll bet. That Thank you. Never yeah, happen. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, and but, actually, what been a lot of people have been uh, chiming in on uh, YouTube here, making donations to get me flown out to document the whole thing, not to race, oh, but just for God. me to document uh, the, kind of a behind uh, the scenes. The tables have turned on Mr. Richardson today here at the oh, uh, really? Pulp headquarters because, uh, yeah, he uh, he came out. Uh, he shipped me some Michelin Star Cross sixes for the World Vet uh, race. Mm-hmm. I was looking oh. forward to uh, putting the, you know getting them on, and he said he's he knows for sure I'm just too lazy and probably stupid to put those tires on. So he was going to do that for me and put those tires on when he came yep. into the house. Yep. And the tables have turned because Randy mm-hmm. walked out into the garage, and mm-hmm. there were a set of Star Michelin Star Cross sixes mounted 
on the Yamaha YZ450. Exactly right. Yep. And wow. Yep. I'd, so so who's you, laughing now, well, Randy? Well, I guess if you think about me not having to change any tires while I'm here, how stupid am I? <laughs> you, <laughs> right? you were going to so, uh, you were going to you. You you. put them you for falling on right into the trick. And thank do a you big so much. production yep. and be like, oh, Randy's got a great yep. job. He's sweating. He's Wish I had a job tires. like you, Randy. Yep. Blah, blah, yep. blah. Yep. But yep. instead, yep. I turned the tables on you. You turned the tables and did all that work that yep. I don't now have to do. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. You, you showed me. You showed me, didn't you? Uh, good times. <laughs> Hey, I just, did you talk about being up in Canada riding your old stopping grounds yet? No, yeah, yeah. no, I didn't. Let's cover that. that. Uh, yeah, I went up to Canada after the UK, bored my brother's uh, KTM 350, and went out to the this post that post on Instagram. That's probably why you're not. As there I was typing now, it out, you rode that KTM, but go ahead. As I was, I had to ride a KTM. Uh, as <laughs> I was typing it out, I was trying not to throw up because that post is something that Kiefer just would love, <laughs> yeah. and appreciate. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. cool to go back to. Yeah. I mean, I have put in. So many laps at that place. Uh, it's on Instagram under my mm-hmm. feed. Uh, you know, I grew up there yeah. from 80s mm-hmm. to 250 Expert Pro, mm-hmm. putting in laps there, you know, whatever. I, and we went back to this place. It's a lot the same. It's a lot of overgrown yeah. stuff still. And I was like, wow. this." So we mostly trail rode all yeah. over there because it's a massive, yeah. massive place. But we stopped at some tracks that we used to do laps on. And, and I was I got some serious flashbacks. Like, it was pretty... <laughs> Pretty neat to go back. I did two laps on my old track. Yeah. You know, got arm pump, got everything else. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, it was kind of neat. Yeah. That's good. And, you know, I will never, I may never ride there ever again now. Yeah. Right? Like. Yeah. You don't have a lot of time left. I don't have a lot of time left. <laughs> you don't left. have no. a lot of time left. <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. So, um, it was cool. Yeah. I knew Kiefer well, would like the that. Fastest, are you the fastest guy out of all your friends? or? No, no. I, there was one guy there. He, he's from the area. Mm-hmm. He's uh, my buddy Dan Winnestock, 61 years old. Uh, and, he, uh, and Danny's claim to fame, leading a Canadian national over rollerball, and his throttle right. cable broke That's in, like, they, in they, like 81. Hey, they'll do that if you stretch them too far. Yeah. So <laughs> Danny is an amazing sand rider, and he's 61 mm-hmm. and still in great shape and everything else. And he rides that place all the time. And uh, – he was fast, still, that's, like, that's awesome. still fast, right? So um, all of that was pretty cool to go there. That's cool. I got really happy when you, I actually showed Heather the post. And I was oh, like, yes. I'm sure you did. I'm just like, here we go. Like, this is the <laughs> shit that Kiefer just loves, right? Just just looking at it. And, oh, God. Like, I'm in. That's hey, all. Yeah. Like, like I said, uh, you're always a five, and that day was a ten. That post was a ten. Post was a seven. But, uh, post was a ten. Uh, deep sand, like we're talking Lomo yeah. sand, like you know, it's not Southwick sand. This is the stuff we grew up with, Lomo Gopher Dunes, yeah, that kind of sand. Um, so yeah, it was it was neat to go there, and it was fall, good weather. It got rained on a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, two track, two single track stuff going through the. Heck yeah! How was the three fifty? Just felt like a real slow four fifty. <laughs> <laughs> really? I wasn't a fan. Like I, I'd never ridden one before. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, for my weight. And or speed. And or speed. I, I wanted more power, you know, especially in deep sand, right? Deep sand. So, yeah. yeah. Just wasn't quite blue crew power then, huh? Nothing is blue crew. No, nothing is blue crew. So, uh, All right, Kiefer. Well, enjoy Florida. And, uh, yeah. you know, enjoy the new 23. Let me know how it is. Can't wait. Hopefully you have one before Vets maybe, eh? Nah, it doesn't look like it. I want to just ro- ride in the Vets with something I'm comfy with anyways, you know, because, you know, I got that, that stuff now. You know, 
Yeah, I just feel like we can set a little bit higher of a goal and just like, I don't yeah. want to be last, please. Yeah, okay, well, let's do a little bit better. Well, you know, my bike is set up now. Oh, yeah. My bike is... I cannot ah, wait. They, wait, I, wait I, I'm embargoed on I that as well. I love being so that. embargoed on so many things. That I, is embargoed. I know I'm embargoed on that. that. Is I'm embargoed. embargoed on the dark side thing. Yep. I'm embargoed on this. Right. I'm Listen. just... I love being embargoed. Yep. Yep. Listen, when we do talk about that, your, your, your world vet setting, mm-hmm. can, I know I probably won't be in the show, but I want to call in for this. Yeah. Okay. okay. You can. Sure. Okay. And hey, That'll be the Monday with Noof and Galdi. Our, uh, hopefully, Gald's shoulder's okay from the Terrible crash at the pit bike of nations. Thoughts and prayers with him as he goes through this rough time. Um, uh, Goldie, I'm, 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 oh God, I've got, T's and P's, I've got, T's and P's for Goldie. I've got you, I've got Goldie, I've got Noof, I've got Vaj. It's going to be a house full of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you got to get these guys bikes too. We're got to work all through. If that. only you had, yeah, if only you had someone there just like covering it, documenting the story, uh, and just putting out content for Kiefer Inc. testing, like a kind of like an Instagram takeover mm-hmm. for just the whole weekend. Mm, that yeah. would be, that would be no, entertaining. That, yeah, that would be good. Well, if you know somebody, I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll look at it. I'll um, look into it. Well, we got we got Mitch Payton on board for the post, you know, the post race podcast. You know, we're gonna we're gonna interview everybody. You know, yeah, get that down. Do everything. So. Uh, thanks for calling in, Kiefer. Enjoy hey. Florida. Tell punch RV in the balls for me, please. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, yeah. and, have a good show, guys. Hey, we'll hold see on. You later hold, in the week. Hold on, but hey, but oh, hey, but what? before you go, I was going to tell you I had a, a good uh, Uncle Randy talk with uh, with Aiden, so things are okay. good there. Um, uh, you is know, he and, not emo? Was he was he pretty emo with you, or is he all right? Mm-hmm. No, no, he was uh, attentive. He listened. I got him up early and got him ready going to school this morning. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, anyway, great, greatly appreciate uh, what Heather. Uh, did for us uh robbie and i there the home cooked meal um the coffee this morning all those things she's phenomenal um but i've kind of said the I I give my wife a shout out because yeah she's amazing amazing. she She, cooks she she does all these things for all my buddies she she looks great doing it yep Uh, she cut her hair today which Mm -hmm. i love short hair Mm -hmm. and i'm back here in florida and i'm just salivating because i can't wait to get home because it looks amazing yeah she uh she is amazing she she's uh she offered she's like randy when do you fly back you know do you want me to call and check you in for your return flight And no no i'm good i do it the day before with delta (laughs) but uh but the other thing i want to say is i've I've kind of set the bar a little bit or made some improvements uh, for what I think your role can be around the house, okay? So, you know, today uh, I noticed there were some clothes uh, before I left this morning, some clothes in the dryer. So I folded all those, put them on the counter. Um, After uh, our breakfast, I went and took the dishes from last night from dinner, put those in the dishwasher and everything. So um, there could be a little bit more of a... A little bit more expectation out of you once you get back home, and please just well, don't let me down, lot, Randy. I guess I'm not gonna be able to come home now. Awesome. Please, great. Don't, please don't let me down, buddy. Please <laughs> don't let me down. Don't screw up what I've started, okay? Man, it's gonna be rough. I don't think I can keep it up. So, <laughs> uh, love you, buddy. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, man. All right, see you guys. Appreciate it. Bye. Thank you. Uh, that's uh, that's Chris Kiefer. We're gonna take a commercial break here on the show yeah. and uh, grab some food. Coming back with Marvin Muscan, the winner. Of the uh, uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm? Yeah, I'm excited because, you know, Heather making the meal like she did. I cannot wait to see what Pookie has, a home-cooked meal for us tonight, what she's oh, you know put that forth she, great effort to you, make a home-cooked meal for us. She's an amazing woman, too, and I can't wait to see what she's prepared for us. You know she's been uh, grinding away down oh, there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go to commercial break here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show uh, with Randy Richardson from Michelin. Be back with Marvin Muskan. I see your people on hold. We'll stay on hold. We'll get to your calls. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Marvin Muskan, Lars Lindstrom, and more tonight on the show. Stick around. I'll be right back after this. Fuck you. You're fired.
At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. 
with 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA. Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now, adding to the Garage Buddy rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line, this makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. 
The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. 
Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, also too make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be 
associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 20 Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Decal Works, motorsport.com, and Fly Racing. Steve Mathis with me in studio. The always great Randy Richardson. Not always. Can we close that curtain there a little bit, yeah. too, please? Thanks. Uh, for over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers around, Fishy licenses with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, KTM, all the brands. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and uh, knowledge over there. Decal Works, proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team, as well as the Rockstar NG Husqvarna off-road team. DecalMX.com, <coughs> promo code PulpMX to get 20% off your graphics. DecalMX.com, Ron and the boys at Decal Works doing God's work with those graphics this weekend. Whether it was AP's bike, Mars bike, Coop's bike, looked pretty good. Decal Works doing all those graphics. For Red Bull Straight Rhythm. So uh, thanks to those guys, man. They, they're doing uh, doing good work. And uh, use the code PulpMX to save 20% off your custom graphics, decalmx.com. Uh, thanks to those guys, uh, again, for doing it. Use the code. Save some money. And design your own stuff. Put your own logos on it. They can do all of that uh, over there at Decal Works. So thanks to those guys. We're going to bring on the winner of Straight Rhythm uh, right now. The, the gentleman <laughs> has never lost Straight Rhythm. He's never lost a run. At straight rhythm, <laughs> two strokes, four strokes, doesn't matter. Uh, he's absolutely phenomenal at the event. Let's welcome on Marvin Muskan. What's up, Marv? How are you, man? Yeah, good, man. I mean, uh, yeah, it's good to win again. Um, <laughs> you're that, so, that Red Bull straight rhythm. Yeah. You're so good at it. You're so good at it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I really love this race. It's just uh, such a un- unique race. I love the start. You like, like, kind of like in the cage, you mm-hmm. know, and uh the grid start and then you drop off and uh and yeah that straightaway big rhythms and couple whoops and wall jumps and scrubbing uh try to stay low and get the wheels to the ground quick and like pushing through jumps i mean this is you gotta be i mean it's like 30 something seconds and you gotta be on it and you gotta be precise you gotta push you know hard so Mm -hmm. i mean i love it i love it yeah you look like um like that that's where i thought like obviously scrubbing's one thing kenny's great at it you're great at it but you were pushing the bike down getting to the ground as fast as you can and that looked to me to be one of your keys to success at this thing yeah, exactly. And um I mean on a two stroke it was definitely different. It was uh different and 
I was not too excited about it because I mean I don't I, I really wanted to win obviously but racing a two-stroke um, and a 250 that was a, that was a first for me I never ever raced uh, on a 252 stroke mm-hmm. I, I did like one year when I was 16 on, on 125 but other than that I never did any on two-stroke 250 so I knew it was going to be obviously fun because this event is all about that and, and it's you know hanging out and just hearing two strokes all day mm-hmm. it's, it's like really really fun but at the end i'm like man i i don't want to lose you know i want to <laughs> go out there and just keep winning every single run and at, at the end that's exactly what i did i i, I just kept getting getting better getting uh-huh. used to the obviously the track with and the bike uh together so it was a good well it was awesome again. what was the efi like on the two stroke the power delivery what was that like well, I mean, it has great torque. I uh-huh. really, really like that. I, I, I not, I, I never. I mean, I didn't even try the bike like outdoors. I went straight on Supercross on mm-hmm. Monday and then on Tuesday. Um, but I noticed like riding on the side of the track or like on the straightaway, you just click like, like third or like fourth, and it has like great torque. And but like for for Supercross, I think we 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 should have maybe you know. Um, try to work on it even more and then but you definitely have to use the torque more than the revving um like the other 250s um right, right. you know i could i could hear barsha with the carburetor yeah. and even kenny they were like revving it and then if you listen to me ap and and web like we couldn't rev it too much you know that that bike was really good like like torque and and, and mid power mid rpm mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like the start. Now, whether whether it was carburetor EFI thing, I don't know what it was, but you shot out of there compared to Kenny, mm-hmm. or you know even Barsha, guys on carburetors. And again, maybe it wasn't had nothing to do with that, but it looked like your bikes off a great, really got great traction right off the right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah against Kenny on the final, the ver- my very first uh, start was great, but the second wasn't, and you you could see that I was. Uh, like maybe same as Kenny or mm-hmm. maybe a little bit late on, on, on Kenny. So I definitely, definitely spun on, on the second start. I, I killed it on the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, we did see uh, Josh Hansen not putting the start device for, for his runs when it was raining. Yeah. And it paid off. So I'm like, oh, should I try to do this or not? But I'm like, this is the final. So <laughs> if it doesn't work. Then you get screwed, right? So yeah. I was like, okay, let's let's do the same thing. Try to get really low RPM and try not to spin too much. Um, it really paid off the first uh, start, but the second one, I started spinning, and I was like, no, no, you know, you want to get going, you yeah. want to get going, and then you have Kenny right next to you. Oh man, it's so intense, but it's uh, it's awesome. What uh, it looked like the rain didn't really affect you. It definitely affected Kenny a little bit. Was it sketchier than it looked to us on TV, or were you okay with the slick track? Because it looked like it didn't bother you all that much. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, before to go out, definitely I was like, man, this is going to be, you know, (laughs) kind of sketchy. I was like, how much risk, you know, do I want to take right now to win this? 
uh, me and Kenny were actually like watching on TV by the start. We we're mm-hmm. watching the the 125 final, or like or like the for the third place uh, was uh, was Henny and, and Barcia, and then we could see them getting sideways off some jumps, uh, spinning on the whoops. And me and Kenny were like, "Oh man, it's gonna be crazy!" And then yeah. actually, when when I was riding, I was I was fine. I mean. Like I said, that bike, like the 250, um, it had it had really good torque. So I guess, I guess it, it kind of helped me. Um, I was still like scrubbing. I, yeah. was, I was fine. Yeah. I did hear Kenny saying, "Oh, I couldn't scrub because it was slippery," but I, I was actually doing kind of the same thing. Uh, so I was pretty happy about this. I was really pumped. I was, I got to the whoops both runs. I was ahead of Kenny, so I was like, "Okay, let's you know take it easy. Mm-hmm. Don't send it and make a big <laughs> mistake, you know." Right. Because I knew if I was uh, right next to Kenny into the whoops, you know, maybe it would have been you know really yeah. tight. So I was pumped to have a gap on Kenny leading going into the whoops. Yeah, it was it was something else to watch, that's for sure. And hi, uh, Marvin, it's uh, Randy Richardson here. Question for you: uh, You know, I would see them on the start gate uh, before your finals when it had been raining. Uh, Tom Zelinsky and the crew there from Red Bull uh, with the with the leaf blowers and drying and everything. Uh, yeah. How, how much difference was the traction from? normal like completely different or because you didn't get a practice they didn't let you guys practice and jump off and then come back you you have to the first time you get on the wet grade it's it's, it's the finals right time yeah yeah i mean it, it's live so yeah. definitely definitely hard to to do practice or or do anything else mm-hmm. uh so yeah we we went out there we tried to clean the tire mm-hmm. we tried to clean with rugs uh you know the grid and um and it but was, yeah, I mean, we did we did see like I said we were watching TV and then I think the second start of uh, Barcia for third place he did get sideways yeah and mm-hmm. and then you have a drop off so you don't want to get too sideways <laughs> dropping off that thing especially with the start device and yeah. um, so yeah like I said um, even on dry I was trying not to rev the bike too much. Because even on dry, we were able to spin off of that that the, that okay. metal. Yeah. Uh, so when it was wet, definitely more spinning. So I was trying to be very gentle on the throttle. But still, like I said, I yeah. really kill it on the first uh, start. But the nerves, I think, you know, you, <laughs> it's like man, you want to you want to go. So maybe I open the throttle just a, a little bit more, and then I spin on the second start. So definitely no practice. We we went for it and. And that's you know things like this you you have to kind of improve i mean not improve but you gotta adapt or adapt or, in the moment yeah. yeah exactly so yeah i did say after the run yeah you know it rained it was mm. different but at the end it, it's the same yeah. for both riders yeah. and mm-hmm. And you have to make the the best out of it. So I I, I yeah. was uh, I was honored to be there watching it live, and it certainly is always yeah. a great event. But watching yeah. it back on the TV, <laughs> to me the sketchiest part was riding up the ramps that were wet. Wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ride back up yeah. a few times, especially on the 125. You would see those riders kind of, oh, yeah. whew, thinking about it before they would go up to the next level. Right. Because uh, right. that had to be slippery <laughs> there. Yeah. They, I know. Well, yeah. even even on dry, like when it, when it was like sunny, you you had to be very gentle. Mm-hmm. And then it started raining, and then with a little <laughs> bit of dust on it, you could see, you know, it was, it was like almost muddy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it was so slick, you had to be so gentle on the throttle and make sure your 
your real tire was not spinning because as soon as you start spinning going up that thing yep. then you lose everything so um, yeah I, I i saw josh hansen he needed he needed other guys to help him push <laughs> the bike up you know because you got too much soul uh interesting marv i wasn't there this weekend i watched it on tv but when you first hit the course on friday i assume friday right it was the first practice for yeah. you guys how and i mean look you're you're a world-class racer you've raced supercross for a you know ton of time and have a bunch of wins but do you when you start a event like that do you pretty much know hey i'm going three in i'm going over the table i'm going off like how much of your what you did what you guys were doing out there did you initially do right away or does it even take you a rider as great as you to kind of be like what can i do here uh, definitely not the whole the whole course for sure we like the very first run i i'm sure i i hit some triples uh here and there but not not all of them and okay definitely not the tabletop in the middle <laughs> on the <first> <laughs> <run>. <laughs> definitely not i mean like track walk and you look at that that massive tabletop and it was wood on the on the top yeah and yeah. wood and then it had a knuckle of dirt you know it was not even like a full on tabletop and it was a flat and a downside it had a knuckle so you didn't want to case that so and it was actually like a great jump i i hit it actually on the second run mm -hmm. um so but besides that i mean finish line on the first run mm -hmm. um and like i said a couple triple but yeah definitely not every, not everything yeah so you even you gotta be like okay like i here's how this is gonna go let me do a couple runs yes yeah 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 of course and right. honestly it's it's easier to remember the course than than you think oh it is uh, okay yeah, yeah yeah i mean when you when you do the track walk or you or you walk along you're like man that's, there's so many jumps <laughs> it's half a mile mm -hmm. but it's kind of cool because they build those walls, like those scrub jumps. Mm -hmm. And um, there's like maybe like three of them. So like when you hit the first one, it's kind of like a, like a reset, a reset where you're like, sure, yeah. yeah, where you're like, okay, after that, that's the on off over table three. Right. Then you have another wall and then you know it's like the bounce double and then three, three. You know what I'm saying? So yep, yep. it's, yeah, your mind, your mind when you hit that wall definitely goes, Okay, next, this is it, you know. So that's right, cool. Right. Marvin Muscan on the uh, Pulp MX Show brought to you by the folks at DecalWorks, decalmx.com. Use the code PULPMX to save. They gave Marv the graphics this weekend uh, for the Red Bull KTM team, so please check them out and use the code. Hey, um, uh, Marv, what, uh, you switched to O'Neill gear. Uh, Long-time yeah. guy with Thor. Now you're in O'Neill. How'd that, how'd that go down, and, and why the switch? Well, I mean... Uh, it is. It is what it is. Just um, yeah, I had uh, no offer. I would say so. From yeah, from Thor. Okay, that, that's basically it. That's basically it. Right. So we did. Uh, you know, contact uh, O'Neill, and then they were you know very motivated, and and I really, I really enjoy so far. You know, like the, the support that they're giving me and getting me. You know, the the, the gear mm -hmm. was supplemented. You know, like. Uh, logos and my name already in a short time so yeah that's yeah. that's huge and i really uh like i said i i enjoy working with them so far and giving them uh, a win right now right away and yeah. uh, yes. i enjoy that too you know it, it, yeah. it it's good for myself but 
I always enjoy um, giving you know wins or good results uh, to my sponsors. Right, and it's definitely uh, those guys are good guys. Uh, they've been in a sport for a long time, and it is it's weird to see you in a different gear. That's for sure. That's <laughs> going to take some time for us to uh, to get used to that. Um, yeah, but definitely, definitely some good promotion right away. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the uh, SMX thing? Those those three extra races you're doing Supercross only, um, mm-hmm. so. I think you'll make the point cutoff from kind of what we were doing, yep. rough math. If you have a decent year that we all know you can, exactly. you should make exactly. it. Uh, what are your, what's your thoughts on this new new format, the three races at the end of the year? Well, I think it's cool. It's, it's definitely very exciting because, obviously, for the fans, uh, that's what that's what I, I see is, mm-hmm. uh, okay, it'll be outdoors. <laughs> we used to have the Monster Cup, but that would be more in October. So now it's like more adding more races so definitely for the fans it's it's awesome um yeah for the riders it's definitely cool there's big bonuses and, mm-hmm. and more racing so for the whole industry i think it's really cool i also really like to see um that you know ama um and also uh, pro motocross coming together i mean failed i, I yeah. should say failed and yep. pro motocross coming together this is to me this is huge and um maybe we could see uh, pro motocross getting better as well. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I. I, I, I hopefully. Yeah. We'll you know. That helps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm guessing. Right. But for my side, yeah, only is, uh, being you know a supercross only deal. Um, those three races will be like like what like three months later after supercross. So yeah. for me, actually, right now it's it's a little bit of. Um, Unknown and and a, and a question, and we definitely see how it goes after my Supercross season. Right? Were you, you know, some you know, we were in last year your deal last year and Supercross only you resigned. A lot of us thought, well, it might be it for Marv. You might do one more year, and then you know somewhere around Supercross, uh, you got a win and you started riding better. And next thing you know, we're like, hey, I think Marv's going to keep racing. Uh, did you come mm-hmm. close to retiring, or were you? Kind of, you know, like, yeah, I still got it. I want to race another year. How, how close did you come to, to, to hanging it up? I mean, uh, yeah, definitely a good question. And I'm definitely right now in um, in a situation in my career where, where, yeah, it's a little bit kind of, it's strange, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, 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 I've raced outdoors for 12 years, I think. Yeah, I've yeah. been here for 12 <laughs> years or I've, did, I've, did, I've done 12 seasons. So, Right now, not racing outdoors. Definitely, um, I had some time off, but I kept yep. riding a little bit here and there, and and yeah, getting back to obviously, yeah, they call me for for Redbud to race more across of nations. So that was a big <laughs> challenge that I that I accepted it, and getting a second place was awesome. But um, but yeah, just getting back into Supercross, I'm like, man, I I, I love it. I'm still doing good mm-hmm. stuff on the bike, uh, physically decent. So, so that's why my I always say that when I feel like I'm I'm, I'm competitive, I want to keep racing. Um, but yeah, when you ask me if I was if I, if I came close to retiring, I, sh- I would say sometimes when I would get tenth or okay. or something in the main event, maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then the next weekend, I I get third and I'm right. and I'm loving it. So this is uh, the tough. I mean the good and the tough part about racing so um so yeah here i am for 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 another year so i'm definitely uh excited about it and uh i'm sure we're going to improve the bike so that's a plus 
Right. Um, yeah. Are including you, a little bit of everything. Are you working with DV again? Do you know what what you're? Is yeah, that, yeah. I got DV okay. doing my program right now. We yep. we're doing some testing, so it's you know not easy to do the testing and having DV to work on technique and mm-hmm. and labs. So now right now focus on testing some stuff and getting the bike better, and then uh, we move on to the you know big training uh, with DV later on. Right. Are you doing yeah, Paris? Are you doing Paris? Shit. Are you doing Paris this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do? Yeah, Paris? I'm doing okay. Paris. All right, that'll be fun. Yeah, Cooper and Will you be Lawrence. There? Yeah, I'll be there. Lawrence Brothers. So nice. Should be a really good race, I, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be better. Did you watch any of the World Supercross over in UK? Did you did take a look at um, it? I mean, I, I've seen some videos, but to be honest, no, I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. All right, yeah, I was just wondering what you thought of it. But, yeah, if you just saw some videos, then, yeah, who knows, right? Yeah, I mean, it looked obviously the stadium was massive the track the track was was uh, a big track uh i guess yeah maybe it could have been uh i don't know maybe a little bit harder i would say i don't mm-hmm. know how to say or more more technical you can definitely see uh, uh times being like really close compared to to the top guys so maybe you could you could see that because of the lap times you can you can tell right uh, the track was everybody was kind of doing the same thing but like I said, big, big, big track that was nice to see and 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 good riders. So obviously, um, yeah, it was I think right. decent. Well, uh, Marv, you're unbelievable at straight rhythm. It, it, keep keep it up. Uh, two strokes, four strokes, it doesn't matter. You can't be beat. Now you got pressure on you, Marv. Now, like <laughs> yeah. everyone's gunning for you at this at this event. Well, I, ha- so. I already had pressure, no worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, thanks for yeah. coming on tonight, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for the time. Congrats no on the win, and uh, we'll see cool. you at Paris, man. Yep, sounds good. We'll see you there. Yeah, awesome. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. That's Marvin Muscan, everybody. Uh, undefeated at Red Bull Straight Rhythm and uh, a great record. Brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. DecalMX.com, code PulpMX to save. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Lars Lindstrom coming up next from Honda. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's going to have some pressure on him. The first guy to take him down in a run. Yeah, that's going to be, uh, yeah. Then we no, might, we might build a statue it. for it. I don't know. Okay. We might. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. Randy, it's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Yeah. And uh, great guys there, Alex and everybody at Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Doing good things. So if you are a person looking for a job in the industry, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you're a company mm-hmm. looking to find people, which can't always be easy, um, uh, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com and, uh, and contact them and, and put your job up and, and try to get the best people. I mean, you don't want guys like Robbie applying, but everyone else? Yeah. No, right. no he's, uh, he, he's got a motorcycle industry job now already, just keeping yeah, all his bikes, does, all, yeah. all 80-something bikes running. Job of the week, uh, Yamaha district sales manager. Uh, big job, Blue Crew. And, dude, they're, they're I mean, everything they make, that's pianos, in, uh, yeah. watercraft, dirt bikes. That's, uh, that's in Marietta, Georgia, I guess, right? Uh, no, this so. is based oh, it's in, California. In, okay. in West Virginia. West Virginia. Oh, it is okay. a district okay. sales manager. District. Right, so, gotcha, Randy, gotcha. I'm not sure you're familiar with these all these corporations. I don't work. know how the industry works. Right. I'm not familiar with uh, the motorcycle industry right. or or large corporations. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Thanks for your patience. I'm trying to get up to speed here. Yamaha Motor Corp is a growing and dynamic organization with superb products that include motorcycles, outboard motors, ATVs, and more. They are looking for a district sales manager to join the motorsports team in Virginia slash West Virginia. The district sales manager will participate in dealer relations pertaining to retail program support. So, yeah, you're basically 
uh, work with the sales reps in areas, and you're looking after warranty claims and issues yeah. and trying to promote Yamaha and trying to sell Yamahas. Yeah. So I know, uh, I know Stu Baylor sold a lot of Yamahas in and around yeah. Virginia and West Virginia. Yeah, he probably GCC has. Series, uh, so. so check it out, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Yamaha District Sales Manager. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Lars Lindstrom coming up next here on the show. The 7 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Suspension Direct. Our guy, Dan Worley, uh, former factory mechanic. Suspension has been his lifelong passion, and he started the, this SDI back in 2005. The premise of being a one-stop shop for hard-to-get OEM MX suspension parts. Working with WP, Showa, Walker Evans, Fox, KYB. They took all of that, and then they made their E-Click suspension. Uh, since uh, 2018, their E-Click stuff is more than just electronic shocks. Semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. For Jeeps and Ford Raptors and Toyotas and UTVs and more, super cool. Marks has some of these on his uh, Raptor, made yeah. and developed in the USA. Yeah, I, I don't want to sound like Peter over there, but I wouldn't mind getting their contact info. Okay. Uh, if they make some stuff for Toyota, I'd yeah. like to look at potentially upgrading the, the 96 T100. Okay, I, I'll, mm -hmm. I'm not sure yeah. on that model, but we can certainly look if, into it. Even if they don't have it, I'm, I'm available to do some R&D testing. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right, sounds good. Uh, code PulpMX to save it. Suspension Direct SDI. So if you're looking for hard-to-find suspension parts or the E-Click Shocks, uh, use the code PulpMX to save with Suspension Direct, bringing you the 7 o'clock hour on the show, and again, coming up with uh, with Lars Lindstrom here right away. Uh, OGO Power Sports, I want to shout out to those guys. If you want a deal from OGO, contact us using the contact form on pulpmex.com. We'll pass it on to OGO. Backpack, if you're gone for a couple of days, mm -hmm. check a 9800. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why would not you? The rig bag as well. Uh, I, the rig bag has a bag in the rig bag for your boots. Mm-hmm. So when I went to Idaho to yep. go ride with RV and Weimer, I put my boots in a boot bag and put the boot bag in my rig bag. That is innovation at it, its best. It was fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Especially when your boots are dirty at the end of the ride, right? Yes. You put them compartmentalized, keep them separate. Absolutely. That's epic. It, it was great. You got to look so, into one of those. You should. And uh, backpacks, of course, and carry-on luggage and everything else. OGO Power Sports. Traveling is a pain. Try to make it easier, right, Randy? I mean, that's, that's basically the basically the line. Uh, so coming up with Lars Lindstrom, before we get to that, Nash! Gentlemen, what's up, gentlemen. Ash? Oh, life is good. The, the, the motocross, supercross seasons, the gifts keep on giving. We're heading towards the Bercy part of the show. We got well. We got Australia this weekend. Australia World Supercross this weekend, and then Bercy, and then a little downtime. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, and they, they, we got to recharge. FMIP, how are we feeling, baby? Doing great, buddy. I, I apologize for Steve overlooking the this upcoming weekend's event. Uh, well, that's the Ironman GNCC, for. the Ironman. Oh, GNCC. it's this weekend. Yeah, it's this okay. weekend. Uh, well. I've done that one. Uh, uh, yeah, I've got a plaque somewhere in here for my fifth place Ironman finish. Mm -hmm. Yep, got a plaque. Did they give back that far? Fifth place? Fifth? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> industry class. Yeah, industry yeah. class. Yeah. yeah. I was just calling maybe to see if FMIP or Steve, you were invited to the industry only, uh, invite only sportsman's class. I was thinking maybe you could, you know, chopper you two in, uh, 23 Blue Crew Power, you know, yeah. show them how it's done again. Are you, you talking about glory? this weekend, sir? Yes, uh, I, I'm I out. I'm out. I just got off the road, and I'm not doing anything. You're yeah. grinding. Yeah. yeah, grinding. Yeah, he uh, uh, he's uh, always hustling, grinding. We, we and, have a Papa Mech show on Sunday night, anyways. Oh, that's true. Uh -huh. That's true. And for myself, uh -huh. uh, I'll actually stay here in Vegas for a couple of days. Go up to the Red Bull Rampage, where we have some Michelin, you know, bicycle riders competing in that, uh, uh -huh. and then fly back Saturday. So if I had thought, I could have brought a second OGO 9800 mm -hmm. with all my riding gear, yeah. and flown from here to. 
Indiana mm-hmm. on Saturday, mm-hmm. yeah, and then went and raced and then, that Sunday. Well, Nash has a bike for you. Nash, I would, Nash would have I a would bike. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would. We've given Ouija bike before. I will. I have. A, I have many uh, motorcycles in the stable. We can make that happen. But all right. well. it's all right. We'll we'll plan for next year. That, Steven. that is a, in, that's a good race. That's a good. That's good. Yeah, that one. It is great turnout yeah. and, and great track too. Right, pretty challenging. Uh, last year I was yeah. there. It was a horrible mucky mess. But uh, oh my god. Uh, but this year, hopefully, better weather, huh? It is. It is. We go, and all joking aside, if anybody wants to go, we're planning to go. They'll, they're already going. And like Stu says, it's the best one to go of the year. Big big concert on Saturday night. The race production team does a great job. Uh, you know, and, and most importantly, the mission rig will be there. Yep. And Trey and, and Kurt and the boys will yep. be holding it down. Exactly and, right. Uh, and uh, Brian Zerlo will be there this weekend. So you have a full crew. And, uh, you know, we'll be capping off uh, a very – very very good season uh, with Jordan Ashburn winning the XC1 mm-hmm. championship and Brody Johnson with the XC3 championship so uh, mm-hmm. really good successful year for Michelin in yeah. GNCC racing yeah, you which guys, I know you Steve care nothing about I do care you about, care about your fifth place plot that's uh, all let's be Stu, honest Stu Baylor and I are group blue crew teammates yeah. mm-hmm. I, I follow that series mm-hmm. what a chaotic wacky mm-hmm. series it, yeah, has it has been, been. Yeah, this year. Josh yep. Strang yep. ex-brand goggles mm-hmm. yep. uh, Ricky Russell hey. ex-brand goggles you you got to give it up to Craig DeLone, ex-Fran Goggle athlete. That guy, Craig too. DeLong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. Uh, and, Randy, do you uh, is Michelin coming back in 23, the GNCC series? That's, is that's, that yeah, it's what it's looking like. Looking yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 we, we have, with that yeah, we, have uh, we have a multi-year agreement with the GNCC racing okay. series, and uh, and we've had, uh, again, great success. Came in first year with, with uh, on-site uh, support, mm-hmm. working with grassroots racers and everything and then mm-hmm. sparked the interest of the magna one motorsports team uh so developed a partnership with them for this year mm-hmm. and looking forward to next year for sure all right well good stuff yeah, no oh. no lie and I'll, I'll end it with this no lie uh everybody gets uh, what i love about the michelin thing is they're there for the support there's no cool guy club there's no tiered everybody gets great pricing and the service they install with bibs or without bibs no. and the guys do a really good job they don't and, they don't install here apparently nash because i installed uh, my tires myself so the the service here not good here in vegas that's called the well, old trickaroo nash i the old trickaroo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you hold your hand up high and then you, you hit him in the stomach you yep, go high exactly right just like i got goldie with the tape measure there at uh, motocross nation <laughs> right right in the that hoo-ha was yep. that was beautiful uh well listen uh, it's a bummer we'll see fmip but Quiet the girls now. are <laughs> Girls are always asking about Mr. Richardson. Yeah. How's he doing? Tell him I'm uh, do- tell, him, tell him I'm doing well. Tell the family I say hello, and I'm proud of their racing accomplishments and progress they've made this year. And keep those grades up. They they got it covered. They got it covered. Cheers, everybody. Right. Steve, good show, man. Thanks, Cheers. Nash. Bye. Later, Nash. Thank you, man. Uh, Renthal has been on board Factory Honda since 1986, uh, and they continue on the uh, bikes today. Of, uh, of Chase Sexton, Ken Roxon this past year. And going forward, of course, Renthal.com. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts, Randy. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening to this, I would think, if you've had a bike and you've been riding for more than 10 years, let's say, yeah, uh, whatever number you want to put on it, yep. you've used a Renthal product. I would say that you've either had Renthal handlebars or you wished you had Renthal handlebars. Or sprockets or chains or yeah, grips yeah. or whatever exactly so, right uh rental.com the undisputed global leader in manufacture and design since 69 rental has become notorious for relentless obsession to detail and quality throughout their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today more titles than all the other brands combined uh we welcome uh with the help of rental we welcome on lars lindstrom what's up lars how are you man 
Hey, how you doing, Steve? We're good. Uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, your sound is kind of crappy. Can you fix that? Okay, you want to call us back when you land? Yeah. <laughs> no, how's that? Oh, that's better. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Uh, I figured the Bluetooth, Bluetooth probably wasn't going to help it. Right. Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, Renthal bringing you Lars Lindstrom. you got a hockey game tonight, so we're squeezing this in. i love to see it, Lars. Yeah, you, you know uh, you know how I do it, Steve. Uh, keeping it real with the hockey. I mean, you and me are some of the only people that can talk about that in the pits, but, mm-hmm. I, you know, I love it. I hey, did you played... see what happened? Oh. Did you see what happened he, he uh, with, the, with the Leafs earlier? With the, was it? Maple Leafs, right? The Maple, Maple Leafs, Leafs, yeah, yeah. yeah. See yeah. where they took that uh, goal back away from them? Did you see that tonight? No, I, you know what? I have not been able to watch it. Yep. I just left the office yep. a little bit ago. And, that uh, happened. Yeah, that's a bummer. Lars, they, uh, they tied it up and then got called for illegal cheating or something, uh, illegal use of a stick, and uh, took their point away from it. Lars, are you, uh, <laughs> are you still the, the Red Wings? Are you still into the Red Wings? Uh, to be honest, I haven't been um, I haven't even been following the NHL as much as I would like to, but I have not been very uh, um, on top of it with the Wings. Okay. It, you know, those those years when they lost all those Swedes there. And that um, was it. After, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of the guys that I really liked. First they lost uh, Pavel Dotsik, and then that was a bummer. And then yep. Zetterberg and uh, Holmstrom and then all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, yeah. The, all the other old school Swedes, and then they didn't really get any. But they got a new guy playing right now. His name's Gustav Lindstrom, so I like that. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't skated for God. I, I I played a pickup game here in Vegas maybe two three years ago, and just played one time. And I was like, I'm going to keep doing this. And that was it. I never played again. Uh, I got to get back on the blades. I got to play a little bit. It's a fun game. It's hard too. You don't realize. How hard hockey is. Yeah. And actually, I wasn't, uh, uh, I had my knee, uh, my ACL fixed last year, and I wasn't able to skate for about a year and, or whatever. Yeah. And um, dang it, it, I forgot how, how much it helps me with my uh, conditioning. Just, you know, I don't get to do a lot, I don't get to do a lot of riding, a lot, a lot of training. Not that I did that that much, anyways. Right. But, um, but dang, I mean, when I wear, I wore a heart rate monitor and just, between shifts, you know, you get the thing gets up to like max heart rate, and then you rest for a few minutes, and then mm-hmm. you're back out heart, you know, back yeah. in. So, um, yeah, no, I, it's it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, you got us. You got yourself a new rider, Colt Nichols, uh, announced uh, as a member of the team. 450 Supercross deal. Uh, take us through that. Why Colt, and, and and how did that work for you? And 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 you know, how's it been so far? Um, yeah, no, it's been really cool. Um, I'm I'm pretty proud of it. I. Um, it was uh, one of my first uh, times that I've gotten to kind of be, um, you know, it was, I pushed for that um, mm-hmm. and was able to make it happen. Uh, I think it was kind of one of those deals where um, we were trying to figure out, are we even going to have a second 450 guy, you know, um, out there? And, and it just um, it started making a lot of sense to have, especially Colt, um, lives uh, in California, um, you know, definitely has the talent. Um, proved that with the championship last year, and um, just would be a really good story to get him back mm-hmm. to where he needs to be. And he, you know, he really didn't get, um, probably didn't have the the ride that he deserved coming into this season. Um, so it felt really good to be able to to, to do that. And uh, I think that you know he's um, he'd be he's going to be a really good guy for us to to uh, improve our bike and, you know, work with Chase. And, and literally every single rider on our team 
loves him or you know I like yeah. nobody nobody even not even riders but nobody that I talked to had one bad word one bad thing to say about Colt mm-hmm. and um and I really didn't have any relationship with him um Oh that's kind of yeah, I was going to ask you that yeah. yeah I was going to say did you know yeah. him from before or anything no not really huh No not really I mean I other than a maybe a what's up here or there but literally I never really talked to him that much and um just uh you know obviously i have we have some mutual friends and and especially one of those is trey Knard. you know they grew up and uh, mm-hmm. similar to um you know i think colt's a few years younger than trey and um but you know the whole crew of oklahoma you know natives there like bogle and those guys that we've you know been around for a long time and so yeah i know a lot of good things to say about him um a lot of good things to say about his uh uh, test riding capabilities. Uh, okay. You know, he, yep. I think he helped set up the the 450 over there on the blue team, and then um, so it was just um, uh, just worked out really well. And uh, I think it's going to be really cool. We're really excited to have him on the team, and I I really hope that we can get him back to where he deserves to be. Yeah, he had been riding a, a KTM 450 in in anticipation of his next deal, but he had been riding for a while now, so he he's he's ready, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, he had yep. that injury last year at Supercross at Anaheim and yep. uh, was able to go and get, you know, his injuries fixed properly and then take the 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 proper amount of time to get mm-hmm. healed up 100%. And um, and so, you know, that you know that definitely seems like a, a good thing for him personally, you know, to be able to be completely fresh now. And, yeah. and I know that he's super motivated and, um, and uh, excited just like we are. Yeah. Uh, how does that? So, you, like you said, you pushed for it. Trey put in a word. You pushed for it. Do you have a, a list of set another guy, or was it like Colt or Bust for you once you guys decided to have another rider? Um, well, it definitely needed to make sense. Uh, we weren't just going to put a guy on just because. Um, you know, we don't really we didn't really need to, um, like some other teams might with uh, the way that their sponsorships work. Um, so it for I think for us it needed to kind of make sense mm-hmm. and um, um, the type of rider that that Colt is and um, you know you know his uh, his level that he can be at is somewhere that I think um, for one could get the the results that we think you know mm-hmm. he should be at and and also to help with uh, with the de- development of the bike too so. Um, um, I just it just really seemed to all it ticked all the boxes that I think yeah. um you know we need to tick and I so I you know I brought that to we I mean we had already talked about it before but um brought that up the up the chain and then yep. um tried to make sure that you know we could um let the top guys know why this was a good um you know investment for us and then of course he had the UK ride lined up with Rick Ware and I'm at, you know, there was some gymnastics for him to get out of that deal. But you guys are like, hey, uh, yeah, sorry for the late notice, but uh, yeah, don't go to England. You you got a contract. <laughs> Ride with us. And I don't think anybody could blame Colt Nichols for for grabbing a spot with your bike and your team. So that must have been some tense moments, though, trying to see if he indeed can, you know, ride for you guys. I was probably a lot more tense for Jimmy Button, but yeah, other than yeah, that, right. uh, for us, it was. Uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, it was, yeah, we, we had, uh, we had our offer and, yeah. and 
he was able to make it happen. So, um, unfortunately for for the other commitments that he had, he, um, you know, uh, it, it did work out, you know, well for us. So, I'm um, glad we were able to make it happen. I think we made it happen pretty quickly. You know, it just, um, you know, sometimes these things can take some time. Sure. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that we were able to get it done and uh, get him on the bike as, as quick as we could, which, you know, hopefully, or we were hoping it could have been even quicker. But um, right. still, right now, it's it's uh, it's cool to see well, him on the, on the bike and getting used to it. Got a feel for him, didn't get a chance to defend that title. A great guy, a great rider, and poof, you're out of the 250 class. Now, I would be hypocritical to say that he should have got a chance to stay down because – I'm the one screaming that these guys stay down too long, so I'm fine with that. But you still got to feel for him on the human side that the dude didn't get to ride his last year, number one plate, you know, champion and all that stuff. That that sucks. But, I mean, also, Lars, you guys could have yourself a real deal here. You know what I mean? He's got a lot of skill. Mm-hmm. Colt Nichols has got a lot of skill on a motorcycle. So, yeah, you could have yourself a, a really good deal here, Lars, you know? So. Yeah, I mean, I I think we're going to give him the best opportunity to do just that, you know, um, to to build himself back up. I mean, he was, you know, won the championship twenty one, came in super strong at Anaheim, and unfortunately had that accident. So, um, I mean, he he deserves to have a a, a great ride in the four fifty class, and uh, you know, I think right now our, I mean, as far as for us, I, our expectation for him is is to start off and and mm-hmm. you know get his feet wet and then progress during the season, you know? So, um, I think it's good for us and good for him. You know, I don't, we're not going to put a ton of pressure on him to, you know, we're not expecting him to go out there and get a podium at the first race, um, or anything like that. So, um, hopefully we can get, um, you know, a good deal for both of us. Yeah. Um, we'll get to Kenny in a second. I got some questions about that, but did it, did the, uh, rocks situation, did that maybe give you guys pause to put jet, up into 450 Supercross? You got a spot there and, you know, before the Colt thing and all that? Like, was there serious talk of that or was it, no, that's not going to happen? No, yeah, there was definitely talk of that and, uh, you know, some people really wanted to do that Mm -hmm. and uh, I I think that uh, it would have made sense uh, in a way because, I mean, obviously the guy had a incredible motocross nation showing he's ready yeah Yeah, he's ready (laughs) so yeah uh, i mean it's you could say that i mean i I think he probably would be would be fine but then again 450 supercross is no joke and Mm -hmm. and you know we we definitely um as a team you know had a a plan on how to enter the 450 class and i mean the kid's 19 you know he's got hopefully many years to ride a 450 so I don't know if there was a need to rush him in. Okay. Um, probably, you know, would be, yeah, we just decided to stick to the plan of, right. um, you know, right, you know, maybe riding a couple East Coast rounds on, on 450 um, Daytona or something like that, and then coming into the outdoor season in 23 and, you know, getting right. his, uh, you know, first season under, under sure. his belt in, in, in motocross. So, sure. yeah. Uh, Renthal.com bringing you Lars Lindstrom on the show tonight. So, yeah, the Roxon thing. Uh, I got to ask you about it. Uh, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me unless Steve, his agent, and Kenny have something in their back pocket. Really, just seems like he should still be at Honda. And 
you know, he wasn't stoked on the bike, but he'd won some races, and uh, he doesn't have where to go, and your relationship is done with Ken Roxon and I'm I'm shocked, Lars. Uh, I, I liked your press release you put out, Honda, not you yourself, but Honda PR, and kind of clarifying that situation, and I can't believe it got to that, Lars, but yeah, you guys, uh, obviously, look, I, and I give you props, uh, his mechanic, Jordan, you guys sent him to England to help Kenny, and, and a lot of teams wouldn't do that, and I was surprised that you did it. Good on you guys uh, to give Kenny his guy um, that he's worked with so well. Um, but yeah, take us through that situation and and how how shocked we are that Kenny's not back at Honda. Yeah, it's un- unfortunate for sure because I, you know, I freaking love Kenny. Um, and the last six years, with uh, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs. But I mean, the things that he can do on a dirt bike, even this weekend at straight rhythm you know uh, um rode that bike for a couple of days and and then just that scrub over that finish line or <laughs> not the finish line but that table, yeah, I mean, table dude, yeah you know no fan can deny that, that he does something unbelievable things like that that are make you just how can you not be a fan you know mm-hmm, yeah and um and so yes yeah, it's, it's a bummer that uh it didn't work out i actually in that deal wasn't very instrumental um it was a little bit of um more uh with you know my boss so right. i i don't have i can't i guess i can't comment 100 percent on that part of it but um but yeah i um it, yeah just unfortunate that it didn't work out the way that i thought that everything uh was uh was going to work out just fine right then, so that um, that's where i was going to ask you like in your eyes as a manager and obviously brandon wilson everybody above you but in your eyes as a manager you thought he'd be back like we did, and everyone kind of did. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, like Kenny said, I mean, the the deal was good, and um, it would have uh, it would have made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think that um, something like that for him would have been really good to ride uh, Supercross, you know, and do kind of a, a Justin Brayton type of thing. But uh, yeah. I guess it just uh, wasn't the same on their side. So no. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, what about sending Jordan with him? That uh, that had to have been pulling some strings and all that. Um, yeah, I Jordan. I know that they had already, you know, talked about that with him, uh, mm-hmm. him and Kenny. And um, honestly, I it wasn't that hard to convince, you know, my bosses about that um, because um, Jordan is uh, has been with us. Uh, uh, a few years now are definitely, I think he's uh, been with us a while, actually. I should probably give him more credit than that. Um, <laughs> he's been with us. Um, you know, he worked for Cole in right. 18 or 19. Yep. And um, he's really proved himself to be, uh, you know, a, a top-level mechanic. He's got an eagle eye that can rival any other mechanic I've ever met, you know. And uh, and he takes uh, incredibly good notes, and, and he's just a great mechanic. So, mm-hmm. um him and Kenny have, you know, definitely gotten pretty tight the last couple of years. And um, going over there and riding, still riding a Honda, um, I just uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do for, mm-hmm. for Ken. Um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, Jordan, I know, wanted to go. He never gets to go to these um, overseas rounds and all that. Um, and so he, you know, I know that it would have been cool for him to go. Mm-hmm. But really, it would have been, it was just nice to have someone with that kind of attention to detail to really make sure that there's no issues you know, or anything that could be dangerous. Yep. Um, because, um, you know, Ken is still our friend 
and uh, I just would hate. <clears throat> excuse me. I would just hate for him to go over there and have any kind of issue that yeah. we could have prevented by having a great mechanic like Jordan with him. Sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think props to you guys and Honda for for that. Um, SMX races. What are your thoughts on that? You like this thing? I mean, I like it because it's more money. But as far as the playoff thing and all that, I'll wait and reserve judgment. But what's your what's your thought on this stuff? Um. Yeah. My thought is that. I'm really excited about the two, you know, AMA uh, Supercross and AMA Outdoors, um, you know, the marriage there. Yep, I, I think yep. that that's really exciting that we can we can talk, we can watch Supercrosses and we're allowed to talk about outdoors now and stuff like that. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's cool. Um, I uh, I really think that there's a lot of benefits that that we don't even know yet. Like one thing as a team manager that I'm excited about, I think, is that we're going to have one. Uh, credential, so we don't have to send in credentials again for outdoors. Yeah, I know that doesn't mean anything to most people, but to me, that's going to be nice. Right. Um, and um, I, I, you know, the the TV package is the big one. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I'm sure everybody we we don't need to keep talking about that, but that's going to be sweet, especially mm-hmm. being on Peacock because it's such a such a you know fantastic streaming site compared to you know some of the lower level. Uh, options so um mm-hmm. and then as far as the playoffs go um i think that hopefully in the future we can get the the total races down to you know 30 where i think most people would be pretty happy with that yep um and uh but as far as the whole thing i mean i think it's going to be pretty exciting the way that they have it planned out and definitely the amount of money that they're putting into this uh, series is is you know so much more than than has ever been and um even i think the, you know the payout going down to the you know 15th you know 20th place mm-hmm. riders is going to be substantial so it's going to help out you know even the guys down down the field there um and uh yeah we'll see how it goes i i think that there's something there for sure um yeah it's uh the hybrid track thing too uh we'll, we'll see how that we'll goes. see how that works Hopefully we don't have to do yeah, hopefully we don't have to do a ton of testing for that, but yeah. uh, um, we'll, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, that stuff, that hybrid stuff, in my opinion, doesn't really work, but we'll we'll see. See how it does, you know. I'll, I'll wait and yeah. reserve judgment. Uh, last thing for you, Lars, here on the show, brought to you by Renthal. I was bugging you at the Motocross the Nations, but Randy, you know, Lars is, is Honda's team manager. Mm-hmm. He's got Australia's Lawrence's brothers. He's got Chase Sexton. He's got the Japanese factory Honda riders there. Yeah. He's got a USA shirt on. Yeah. It's a lot of balls in the air and, and, to juggle easy, for Lars. Easy. Lars. Easy. Got a map TV deal. Here. I know, right? Uh, um, what was that like, Lars? Like you, like, you know, you want the best for all the Honda riders, and you want to do the best you can for all the Honda riders, and everyone's got a problem or an issue or a credential or a family member. <laughs> You're just trying to balance everything. Yeah, that was. I mean, it was um, – I love that race, just like a lot of you guys do. And uh, so I, I had, you know, we, we put a lot of effort into it and mm-hmm. brought three, you know, we brought an extra semi, brought our amateur truck and uh, um, set up the whole hospitality truck that we hardly ever do. Um, I thought for sure you were going to say something about Team Sweden, too, but luckily you didn't no, say I, that. I, but, good good uh, point. <laughs> yeah, you got Sweden there kind of off to the side, but somebody you're, you're, you're rooting for, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, um, so, anyways, um, it was it was a lot. Um, it was yeah, it was tough to uh, to separate the Team USA part and the Team Australia part. To be honest, yeah, 
two of the riders were, you know, on Australia and they're all three on Hondas. So that mm-hmm. was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, the, the main goal was team USA there. Um, and so it was, uh, it was kind of funny, you know, between chase and, and our side there. And then the Australians, you know, uh, the whole Australian team, which I, I know all those guys pretty yeah. well too. Right. Even, even the, um, the guys from Australia, Gary Ben and, and obviously Michael Byrne and those guys, um, I don't know if you remember that, but I was part of the team, you know, team Australia podium team in 2011 oh, in, uh, in France. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, and that was the first time they've been on a podium. Um, you know, I definitely had a little soft spot for them. Yeah. Um, but, but at the same time, it was pretty cool being, you know, being involved with Team USA, being part of that whole conversation and dealing with the star guys and Eli and um, and Justin Cooper. Um, I think, and then Paul Perry, you know, buddy of mine that, yeah. worked, you know, get, I get to work with them now because of Renthal. Um, you know, closer and uh, he did a great job too. So I think everybody did a lot of work and um, Christina Denny and, and Mike Pelletier at AMA. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super impressed with, with them. The, the amount of money they put in, not only that, but the, the amount of effort and making that, making sure we did it right and knowing all the rules. I mean, I mean we, we definitely came prepared and um, it was, um, it was just a really, really cool thing to be a part of and, right. and winning, winning too was just, you know, cheering yeah. on top. So yeah. it was really cool. How did Sweden do? Because Canada sucked. <laughs> um, Sweden uh, did, I think they got 12th or something think, like yeah, that. Yeah, Freddie uh, got, got ninth at a moto. Good job for Freddie. He did well in one moto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie was really good. Um, and honestly, uh, I, I was just jacking with you a little bit earlier, but my dad was helping them, you know. And, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh, so really? Yeah, yeah. I could, I could tell you how much I helped uh, – Team Sweden because my dad came up and and he said, "Hey, um, this the FIM spec fuel you guys have, what, you know what is it?" And I said, "Okay, it's BP, this and uh, and he's like, oh, can, can we borrow a little bit because our 250 is not running that good?" I just told him no. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> can, I mean, we, we don't have enough for Team Sweden. We yeah. came prepared for Team USA. The, these colors but... don't run, pops. <laughs> <laughs> so That's sorry, great. any Swedes out there, but yeah, on top yeah. of that, they weren't on the Hondas. So you know what am I going to do? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Good, good to hear that. Uh, well, hey man, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, uh, and enjoy the hockey game. Uh, and uh, and yeah, thanks, Lars. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. All right, see ya. Uh, that's Lars Insta, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Renthal.com. Pretty funny. Stat. <laughs> just shot him down. Yeah, beat it. And, and, it's not, and he's a legend in the yeah, industry. Yeah, his dad is yeah, not a gunner, yep, right? And yep, then, yep. Nope. Gunner Gasser. Nope. Just, yep. Shot him down. I wonder if Robbie's got Gunner Gasser. He probably, he probably said Gunner, no Gasser. <laughs> to him, right? <laughs> no Gasser, Gunner. Good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, see once in a while, you uh, come up with every something. Now and then. Uh, by the way, Randy, congratulations. Uh, speaking of Mission of Starcross 6, mm-hmm. I will be taking to a win at the World Vets here shortly in a couple weeks. Yep. Uh, but you did over in England. Yes. Chris Blos. Yep. Bud Racing. Mm-hmm. Starcrosses. Mm-hmm. Second overall. Second. Second in points, right? Second in points. Second in points. Wow. It feels like the series is already almost done. It's weird. Yeah, it seems like it's halfway over. Yeah. Uh, um, seems like it just started. We're halfway Carson there. Carson Brown yep. is on a Yamaha mm-hmm. Michelin team. Yep. Like, Michelin's in their title sponsor. Yeah, I see that. I see that. And, and Carson Brown got fourth? Mm-hmm. Michelin. Uh, Big and, things. Yeah, absolutely. And I have as much to do with that as I did the selection on dinner this evening, which I'm not real happy about. But well, anyway. that's the guy in the corner over there. Yeah. Um, by the way, too, Marks. Uh, <laughs> 
Have you seen anybody like happier or more like um, smug than Pete when he's taking his chicken? And his pizza that he ordered. No. Uh, no, no, no. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They were delicious, and I regret nothing. He doesn't even sit with us to eat, <laughs> no. right? Like, we all sit around the island and, and yeah. eat and converse. He, and no, he's, I'm he's better than you guys. The table. He's all business. Yeah. No, I'm better. He's all business. <laughs> Strictly business. When it's time to eat, it's right. time to it's, freaking it's, eat, okay? <laughs> man gets down. He, he just, he's so like, yeah. um, he's like a... Um, no, it's smug. He's smug about his yeah. his, his food choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's not. And, you know, he's and, not afraid to make a decision on the on the food. That's for sure. No. A lot, a lot of magicians here in Vegas, and he definitely made that food disappear. <laughs> yeah, he he was something else. Uh, absolutely. Uh, before we get to uh, Hammer, uh, let's get to our next guest here. David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Mr. Side, what's up? Mr. Steve, not much. Just uh, glad you're back. Yeah, you know, two weeks off. Two weeks off for the wrap-up show on you as well. So, you know, that's yeah. what I do for you. Yeah. Well, things I do. <laughs> it's all, yeah, always taking credit, right? Uh, what's happening? Just prepping, man. Prepping. Put in a couple twenties today. You know, prepping for vets. You're not taking it too serious, but I am. Twenty seconds or twenty? No. like twenty laps or what? What are we? Twenty doing? minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. Two twenties. Right. Okay. Well, good job, Mister Side. Yeah, way to go. You know, again, I just work hard in silence. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not yeah, going to post yeah, everything all over the place, and that's you know, what you're known for. You know, silent. Yep. <laughs> just not gonna, you know, go around bragging everybody. But never, never would we think that Steve Matthews uh, would brag. He's, he's not one to tout his accomplishments. At not all. at all. Missed the fifth title by two points. I don't mm. know if you guys ever heard. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, I've got something special coming in. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's rumors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, sorry to let you know this, but there's facts. Yeah. It's not just rumors. And, and it's you facts, are you are embargoed. I know that I am. You are embargoed. I'm embargoed uh, in more ways than one. You are. And uh, <laughs> Mr. Side mm-hmm. will see that uh, November 5th. He'll see it when it's time. He'll see it when He'll it's time. He'll see it when yeah, it's time. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell well, you. I, will I see it? I, I, I'm, I have to have the GoPro pointed backwards, I guess, if I'm going to see it. Okay. Uh, uh, wow. Well, Bold I just words. Work on some starts today. I just work did not go left. He went straight. I just work hard on silence. That's you working on uh, you working on concrete starts or just dirt? Dirt, dirt. Yeah. Well, I uh, I had not taking out. it too serious. If he's not practicing on the surface that you start on, right? <laughs> no, Glen Helen's dirt. Is it dirt now? Okay, gotcha. yeah, they they got rid of that. That's right. Yeah. Twelve years yeah. ago. Yes. yes. Uh, I, I got chicken coming out with a pickaxe, so I'm, he's going to groom my star for me. But uh, yeah, Mr. Side, listen, I congratulate you on your uh, on your work at the, for the World Vet Prep. Uh, good mm-hmm. job on taking it all seriously. And uh, again, I changed your life, and uh, you're welcome. So yeah, no problem. Sure, sure, sure. So you, you're not racing the GNCC this weekend? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to Ironman and put some couple hours in on a bike to do that, and then I'm going to race a vet race in Texas after that. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah, well, you know, more races, more potential for injury, Mr. Side. <laughs> you know, I'm just going no, to save myself. Don't you put that on him. Can't, you, know? you can't stop training. No, you're right. All right. Well, I, I, I mean, you know, all the bullshit will stop November 5th. So, okay. you know. 
your whole life is about November 5th. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jamie's whole life yeah. is about November I think so. 5th. Yeah, I think he's, so. he's, he's, he's leaning about into it. this. Yeah, he's And really, I respect it. He's yeah. committed to it. Yeah. Well, we got to figure hard, out. Man. Well, we got to figure out is which class you're going to ride cuz there's some there's a little bit of scuttlebutt about that. I'm hearing you saying 45B, 40B, look at the schedule, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, you guys need to decide I, what uh, class you're going to race and then I know Steve how close you are and how uh, much respect everyone at Glen Helen has for you. Mm-hmm. So certainly you could get the schedule adjusted right. to suit you, kind of like Pastrana with X Games used to be. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So you get the schedule to suit uh, you. Buddy. I um, I uh, sometimes I have switched classes from one day to the next mm-hmm. because if one is early in the program, I'm like I'll I'll ride that class because mm-hmm. I don't want to ride Glen Helen. But <laughs> yeah. You know, it is going to be three motos this year, not four. We're oh, going to okay. stretch it out a little bit. I yeah. hope for some track maintenance mm-hmm. here or there. Yeah. You yeah. hope. Or so. just to give time to get people corralled into the start, right? Perhaps. They have yeah. corrals now. Okay. We'll, we'll, you know, Monday, the Monday show after, it could, could be a smooth sailing show. Nothing to talk about. Oh, I'd love to be in here on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be good. Mr. Gold yeah. will be in here. <laughs> you know, you guys are all pussies. Rolling his way down the down the hill. <laughs> Roll himself. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a display. That was that was amazing. That was amazing. I, I I was so I just when he failed to ride more than ten feet after first getting on the bike mm-hmm. because that, the fans were yelling, Goldie, Goldie. the fans who gave him like fireball and fire, yeah, five yeah. beers and two fireballs, right? Right. right. Uh, as he reached up to wave to them. And fell within ten feet. I'm like, I have to get the camera rolling. <laughs> You're like, where I is my phone? I have to get the camera yeah, rolling. Yeah. I, I, I got to document right. this. And I'm not much one for you know, no content, no, or producing stuff, no, or anything like not that. At but, all. No. but I came out of my comfort zone and yeah. started documenting. Yeah. And I'm so glad I uh, got that crash. And, and the uh, the getting on the tire, climbing on the tires. <laughs> no, the the hay the hay bale, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was such an effort. And I liked how he was just so respectful to all the thousands of fans behind him. As he went to take a leak, that he turned his back to them so they couldn't see. Right. But he was oblivious the, to the thousands of people on the other side <laughs> the other of the side. track. It, it was something else. It was something else. <laughs> we had to get a, you know, he hurt himself. We had to throw in a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, whole deal. So, uh, all right, Mr. Side, what uh, wrap-up show this week? We're, you're back. Yeah. Seal Savers, Mason Mills, and Verb Motors' Troy Dog will come on for this week. Ah, so, yeah, we'll right. knock this thing out Wednesday night. And I think uh, the next week I'm going to ask Randy if he's got some time to jump on and do it because there's only a couple left for yep. me. Yep, clippy, clippy. Not many yeah. of these things No, left. no, and I, we, the wrap-up show is up in the air for 2023. I'm, I'm taking the, the temperature mm-hmm. of the sponsors, mm-hmm. of the fans, to see what I should do. Mm-hmm. You know, can can is it possible to elevate the show beyond what Jamie took it? It's possible. As, uh, a, as a former sponsor, I can't really speak much to it, but right, uh, right. but I'll be glad to help as a friend. Thank you. Give you yeah, my thoughts. Thank on you. It. I appreciate that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens, Jamie. But in the meantime, you, you're doing the GNCC. Yeah. And yep. uh, oh, look at you. Have you done one before? Never. This is my first one. Oh, I, boy. I think I told you a couple weeks ago. I've only rode off road. <laughs> One time, that was just a couple weeks ago. So, so yeah, this is all new. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. If you think Steve has changed your life, the next those two hours in Indiana, that will change your life. I promise yeah, you. They, if you it, haven't ridden in trees much, that's that's going to change yeah. your life. How did it all come together? Like, who invited you? Or how did it work? How, what? what? Uh, Andy Jefferson, I guess the guys you know at KTM reached out to a lot of the media guys. Um, Michael Lindsay and I are going to do that. 
And I think they asked Kiefer, but Kiefer had other stuff going on. I think they were just reaching out, asking people to do it every year, apparently. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. Weege did so, it a couple years ago, or, or Mitch did yeah. it. Yeah, Mitch Kendra, somebody, yeah. Yeah, they do that, and KTM brings a lot of their like management staff and stuff like yep. that to the last one. So it's a really cool right. thing that they do it, um, to, to have a lot of industry and really a strong presence on the track, which right. they have a large market share anyway. But, sure, sure. but to bring some staff and media, I think it's really cool. Right. It's either that or they heard how I'm just ripping this Husky 350 to pieces. And just, you know, and it's like, yeah. we, we got to get him out of here. Yeah, you should work out a contingency deal with Bro Show for the World Vets. Yeah. You know, work out some sort of program. Yeah, I'm working on some deals, too, because I know, I, I know about your, your surprise. You know, you got a surprise, so I'm working on some surprises, too. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Again, yeah. I'm just racing myself. I'm just competing within myself, and that, that's no, all. You're, that, you're racing with a bunch of other guys. That's all, that, that's all that matters to me is how I feel at the end of the moto <laughs> uh, on my effort, and uh, where I place is irrelevant. Wow. Well, that sure takes a lot of the fun out of it, Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that's, that's... Well, I guess if that attitude right there is why you don't have five Manitoba titles. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. You know what I mean? Um, all right, Mr. Side, thank you. Uh, thanks for calling in. Yeah. Hey, what? and before oh, you go, and before you go, Jamie, yeah. you have so many times been a bit of a verbal punching bag on this show, and I know that Steve and <laughs> Kiefer, mostly Steve and Steve, and then sometimes Steve, likes to say that he changed your life. But I would like to publicly mm-hmm. make it clear that without Jamie's work ethic and how long he's been grinding within this industry, he certainly would not be where he's at today you changed his look but you didn't change his life so kudos to you for getting a job that is well deserved and i hope that you will continue you think to do... he's getting the job with his greasy Love bandana his and his ponytail you oh, think michael no. lindsey oh heck no he's not right no he's not michael lindsey's not hiring him <laughs> no he's not but the thing is you can't take someone uh who's stuck in the 90s with a <laughs> ponytail and a bandana and then get him a haircut and all of a sudden they're a off-road motorcycle supercross motocross media person you can't do that. I did that. No, yeah. You did. No, you didn't do that. You yeah. took some. You took someone who has a great work ethic, who has been dedicated to this sport, building his own podcast. But Randy, right? but, I, hold on, okay, hold on, okay. hold on. That's what you got. That person who had the done his own groundwork and then got him to change his look. You, and but, yes, he's more receptive. But you don't even know about the talk that I had with him. The multiple talks I had with him. Yeah. Because Jamie here mm-hmm. was afraid to leave his ditch digging yeah. job. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was he was scared to take that leap. Yeah. And I had talks with him, deep talks. And and I will say this, out of admiration for you, you're definitely someone who can shed light on having faith in oneself, taking some chances, exactly. stepping out and building your own. I said you empire, can always basically. go back to your shitty yeah. job afterwards. Yeah. Don't hey, worry about those it. Those ditches they'll always <laughs> be ditches in Texas. <laughs> they'll, they'll be always, ditches. Yeah. And they'll call you and you can go do it. And now, and now, <laughs> Jamie knows that he's got 99's problems, but a ditch ain't one, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, Randy. He, uh, he's making more money. Yeah. He's going That's to good. races. Yeah. He's got no pony. Living his best life. That's yeah, everything's awesome. great. Yeah. He's not the only one that doesn't have a pony. Chris Kiefer doesn't have a pony. It's, that, that, is that, a, that upsets me. That's my race tech rant. That right upsets there. me. And we'll get into that more yeah, later. Let's do. Yeah. yeah, but that upsets me uh, for Chris Kiefer. Absolutely. I'm embarrassed for him. Yep. All right, Jamie, we have to go. All we right. have a, a yep. hammer on the other yep. line to talk about Red Bull straight rhythm, but um, thanks for calling in. Pebble Mex wrap-up show, okay. Seal Savers, Guts Racing, Motorsport.com, and Michelin Bicycle Tires. Mm-hmm. That's it. And check out Vital for the uh, Randy Richardson article up to date. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. It dropped. Oh, imagine that. All right. Yeah, yeah. See, get, to the, get to Jeremy Malott. 
All right. See ya. Later, bye. Uh, that's uh, that's Jamie Guida. Next up on the show, the man who was on a couple weeks ago, he he dreamt up Red Bull straight rhythm. He orchestrated. He made it happen. He built a whole new sidewalk in Huntington Beach. Jeremy Mullah. What's up, Hammer? How are you, man? Well, I hope this is the last conversation about straight rhythm for a while. We're done with it, right? Uh, no, no more conversations. I, th- I think it's I'm a cool over. event. I think, you know, first of all, we had Marv on. And the fact that Marv has never lost a run is phenomenal at this event. Uh, two strokes, four strokes, it doesn't matter. But for you, Hammer, it's all done. What, uh, you get to relax now a little bit? You get to, get to uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of take it in a little bit and realize uh, what a cool thing it was? Yeah, first of all, hey, Randy, how are you? I apologize for not spending more time with you on Saturday. I was running, and then I think I went by the bar you were at Saturday night, but I literally couldn't get myself to give the ID out of my wallet. I was too tired, so I just kind of kept walking to my hotel. I think you're at Perks or something. But Yeah, um, you missed, a, yeah, good, man, you so missed good. a good time, buddy. Good to hear from you. But you you're missed on a good the time. Red Bull World Tour right now. You got this. You got Rampage. Yep. You, there's, there's not many people in our company who go to both events. So well, congratulations I'll on, tell you what, on I'm, living your best life. I'm blessed for sure, buddy. And I certainly uh, – thanks for taking a moment to chat with me on Saturday because I know you are wide open for sure. I, and you're one of my favorites. I wish I had more time to stop and chat. Um, but, uh, yeah, Steve, you said it best. Uh, you saw Jesus ride straight rhythm, and it was, his name was Marvin Musquin. He's uh, <laughs> the guy – I mean – great uh, he, he might be – I mean, not that this solves anything, but he might be one of like, the most talented best supercross riders – that just hasn't necessarily done it on the biggest level, but guys, he good, like unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, he's on. Un- he's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I understand you. You turned some people away. You sold the thing out. Uh, a lot of people jam packed yeah. in Huntington. How how was that experience? I mean, God, all the hoops you had to jump through. We talked about it on the show a few oh weeks ago, but yeah. how was it? Yeah, I'll give you. Like we had nine thousand linear feet of fencing. We had eleven thousand feet of bike barricade. Um, we had to reroute the bike path. Um, yeah, we took it over. That was essentially our water truck lane was the bike path. Uh, the all-terrain path or whatever it's called, all-purpose path. That's open all year long, 24-7. We had to reroute that. Some of the locals were not happy. Like the first few days <laughs> building the track, there was some, some women from Newport, and we were interrupt. We weren't even the, – the path hadn't been moved yet. The dozers were they're doing their thing. Yep. The dirt had been laid. There was nothing that was interfering with their walks, and they were, like, letting our track builders, Jason Baker and Dane Heron, like, have it, just just giving it to wow. them. And, but nothing was in their way. They just didn't want it to happen. So that that was a little bit of a, a rocky start with the locals, but <laughs> after that, no one really complained. We we had to put a like a really good um, like new all-purpose trail around our our facility. It took people closer to the water, so we thought it was cool. And there's a few people on bikes who didn't want to be bothered the first day, but no one really complained after that. The path was great, but yeah, um, as far as putting that event on out in that beach, like I told you last time, we had to we had to create an event space because there was no fencing, there was no yeah. walls, there was nothing to keep people out, yeah. and. Uh, so we had to create that, and then when we shut the gates, um, we sold out. We the cops found people digging, like burrowing, like armadillos under the fence line. Cause it was all in the sand out <laughs> by the Pacific, and uh, they were like literally. I don't know what they, how they were trying to like make it casual, but they were burrowing under the fence, and the cops had to like were on the ice guard towers with binoculars, and they would just radio the security like, "Hey, on the north side, someone's trying to do this." So, <laughs> uh, so that was pretty funny. Yeah, we need was, to build a wall. We need a wall. We need a wall. We need a wall. Well, you need well actually, what you need, yeah. you need you need someone who doesn't want to get in. And they're just pretending yeah. and building a sandcastle. Yeah, yeah. While the yeah, one who yeah, wants yeah, to get yeah, in, yeah. Well, you got to build a little bit of a sandcastle as a visual protection there. Uh, what would you do differently, Hammer? If anything, what did you learn? What did you do? What do you want to do for next year or whatever? What What's some thoughts that come to your mind? 
Uh, next year's a stretch. I think we all talked about that with just the schedule. So I don't know what next year looks like at the moment. Probably not the most likely if I had to just guess today. Yeah, two days of, after because right? of the SMX I, thing, I, right? I yeah, yeah. I, I'm the most consistent person with this, and Iser and Weege and Kevin Kelly, and they would all confess to it. The, the immediately after for the week, like I'll never do this event again. Is my like <laughs> this statement that I just gave. I just it's my like press release, like the I'm back, Jordan thing. I'm back the cross. Like I'm never doing this again. But, uh, yeah, next yeah. year's tough just because of the, the changes with the schedule. But, um, I mean, yeah, the, to be honest, not a ton. Of, I mean, there's, there's always tweaks. I mean, I, we talked about it. I was up at – someone texted me at 2.30 a.m. on, uh, was it, Friday night. We were going into Saturday morning, and my phone was on, and it binged. And then from 2.42, it was actually Dan, our friend Dano, who was uh, watching highlights of practice for some reason. And uh, so from 2.42 a.m. on Saturday morning, I was up thinking. And I was like, we need to buy, like, blow torches because I've been – I I checked the weather app more than probably anybody in the history of their app. I think it was refreshing. I think like every nine minutes because there was like these impending storms that would go away and come back and go away and uh-huh. come back. And so I was just like, well, we should probably light some blowtorches for those metal grates. That was one thing I wish we had done. And uh, but I mean, again, we just kind of ran out of time with all the little things. But yeah, so at four a.m. I was making notes like we got to do this, but. I mean, as far as the product goes, I mean, I would have loved to open the pits up to the public. Some people were complaining about that. It was, unfortunately, a call above my head. It was a fire marshal from Huntington Beach walked it and said, yeah, it's not happening. No, uh, really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was something we had always planned on. I think one of the beauties of our event is we just kind of, hey, it's a fun event. Come hang out. Do, be inter- you know, mingle. But yeah. with it being a new facility, we just didn't know what we didn't know. And, you know, when you look at the parking lot and the beach and all this, you go, you have, you have hundreds of feet. You're good. And then, but when you add the fire lane, the track, the emergency lane, the the right of return lane, then the width of the vehicles that are gonna put, they're gonna pit. You go from 120 feet to like four feet real quick, and uh, so there just wasn't much space. Mm-hmm. So I was bummed for the fans because the pits were supposed to be open. That was a thing, but the fire marshal yep. said no. And you know, it, it, he probably made the right call. To be honest, it was hard enough for just even me to go back and forth from start to finish. With the pit not even open, there's just a bunch of you know industry people like Randy and some celebrities all hanging out and and, and you know the pit crews and it just made it really tough with no fans. So yeah. you had uh, you know twenty thousand people trying to get down there. I think it would have been an issue. So oh, yeah. he probably made the right call. But again, it's one of those things like you know we we didn't know that going in. We hoped, but that's kind of how it worked out. There you got Will I Am and Randy Richardson. You got to really account for all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shepard. Yeah, Dak Shepard was there. Kristen Bell. Yeah, Will I Am was a, was a was a weird one for me. I don't know how he found out or got in, but apparently he's a big motorcycle fan. So yeah. we're actually we're in communication with him now. But yeah, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, Randy, but, you yeah, talked to him he, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, talked talked to, him. Uh, talked to him and his his manager uh, there. Talked to did him you really? Bit. Yeah, had some motorcycle conversation. I was introduced to him, so we had a nice uh, chat and a nice guy for sure. Did he say why he was there or how he heard or what was his deal? No, we didn't get into that, you know, because I'm, I'm certainly not going <laughs> to that close to uh, Hollywood or Los Angeles. And I'm from Piedmont. I'm not going to ask him why he's there <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but no, we had a good conversation. And, and to your point, uh, I can I can confirm, yeah, he's into motorcycles and, and has some projects in the work that, uh, mm-hmm. that are interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really uh, cool, yeah. So, yeah uh, go ahead, uh, Well, Race Tech ran of the night. We'll hammer on the phone. Why not? Mm-hmm. It's appropriate. Let's hear it. Uh, Pulp 22 is a code to save with Racetech. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work done. They supported privateers for a long, long time. I would think Mike Alessi at Red Bull Straight Rhythm had some Racetech suspension with him. Not sure because I didn't see Mike's bike, but I'm guessing they have a long relationship with him. Racetech.com. Uh, please check it out. Use a code. Tell them you listen to Pulp and get a savings on motor and suspension work. Gold valves as well. Uh, you know, guys like uh, 
Pete over there. They just they just call Race Tech whenever they need something. They just mm-hmm. call Race Tech. You better believe it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, Race Tech round of the night. Hammer, look, Uh-oh. I know. I, should I, can I walk into something tonight? I feel like I'm going to get ambushed right here. No, because this, okay. this is on a group text. I know okay. two strokes right. saved this race. Maybe saved is a bit of a stretch, but they really added to it. They really promoted it. They, there was a, switching to two strokes was a, an incredible thing. But Hammer, my race tech ran of the night. It's time, man. We got to bring four strokes back to Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Don't lose the two strokes. Keep that. I'm not advocating. That's fantastic. Keep the two-stroke class. Keep two two-stroke classes if you want. Add a four-stroke class or dish the 125 class. Add 254 strokes or 450s. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'll give you, you know, I'm giving you some room to move, Hammer. Uh, but, I'll read, I'll read okay. but I think I want to see Jet Lawrence. I want to see Jason Anderson. I want to see Chase Sexton. I think these guys would do it. Um, I also want could. to see Jet Lawrence. Right? Yeah. That was but, also, I yeah. really wanted to see him. Yeah. But on a two-stroke. <laughs> the guy before us, uh, you know. On a two-stroke, yeah. No, because, look, they can't they can't find the parts for these bikes anymore. They they can't build. They can't say, hey, Chase, you can't do it. Jet can because we have one clutch basket for this CR250, and that's it. Uh, they're not going to go buy bikes off Craigslist and build them. Stop it, everybody. Factories are not going to do that, so stop with that. Um, I think we're going to bring back the thumpers. Just in one class, Hammer. Let's do it. Let's go. Race Tech round of the night. It's time. A rebuttal now? Is that my turn? Yep, your turn. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know how these Race Tech rants work. I've never seen someone on the call getting ranted at. Oh, it happens a lot. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> he, even, uh, hey, he even does it to uh, show sponsors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Okay, good, good. Um, no, I mean, I heard you. Yeah, and I'll say this. Like, the event's fun. First and foremost, I've said many, many times, if anybody's coming here to, like, try to revive a career or get a new sponsor, like, this isn't the place to do it. This is more for fun. Mm-hmm. But the moment you bring four strokes into it, and obviously we did, and I know you're saying we get these guys. I didn't get those guys. Or we didn't get those guys when we did do four strokes. It was it was still the, the same, you know, well, you only got Red Bull guys. Well, everybody's invited. All the big names are invited. Whether they choose to come is up to them. Like, mm-hmm. And I always say public pressure is a – is a fun one. If you want to see someone there who didn't show up, let them know. I mean, like the only people who lost out in that case were fans. Um, but the moment you bring four strokes in, and I've said this, the stakes go up. Like I'll tell you right now, I walked that track with Jason Baker, and I'm, I walk it with the eyes. And I, this is you know compliments to him. I go, what's Hanny gonna quad today? Like, and I so I walk it and I go, hey, can he quad this? We look at it and I, he goes, maybe if he does this, 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 and yeah, I go knock this down because I don't want guys getting hurt. That's the I'm like I'm the worst version of myself at this for this week in that event because the the nerves and the anxiety like God forbid I get someone injured I know RJ crashed years ago and yep. I still feel bad about that I just I'm just not that I don't have that thick skin for that I feel very like responsible in some ways so I try to like dumb the track down and we didn't see the four four that Haney did like so the dudes find things that you just don't anticipate. There was another four in there. I was like, really told Jason Baker, lay this, lay this ski down so they can't get over the next one. And, um, and they do it. And so you put four strokes on that track, they will go four, 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 all the way through. And then it's scary. And then the guys go, I don't know, man, I'm nervous. Like you're always gonna have a little nerves. The last thing I want is someone to be like, Hey man, I'm scared. I don't want to do this. Like that. If you, if that's where the event ever went to again, like then we did it all wrong because there shouldn't be, you shouldn't be scared. You should be like AP, you know, just like having the best time. And so the moment you put four strokes out there, we just lose what we're after. And, and I just, and it becomes scary because those bikes are, 
like you guys know, the two-stroke carrier, if you hang a wheel on something, you're probably not going to jump out of the rhythm the same way you intended. Mm -hmm. The four-stroke, you just give it a little more, and that just comes with consequences. And I don't want some guys going four, 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 four through this whole track and then just cartwheeling themselves. So two-strokes, like, you know, I'm a fan. I think most people are, but it was the easiest way to slow everybody down but not make them race, you know, you know, XR 200s or some bullshit bike like that. So um, it was the easiest way to do it without making it like a, you know, a mockery of the sport. And so, and also again, the four strokes, like, yeah, maybe I would have had Jet Hunter, but that's really it. I wasn't going to get Anderson. It was, we weren't going to get, you know, the bigger names on four strokes. They, they weren't calling to come. So, you know, while, while it would be nice to have Jet Hunter there and on any bike, it just didn't happen, but I still think we got. We probably ended up with the same guys we would have ended up with anyways. Now, a little bit more work went into the efforts. I get all that, and I'll take this moment to like say thank you to Frankie and Carlos and Jade and the guys at KTM and Nate Ramsey and his team at Husky and like and I, you know we've never really worked as Red Bull and, and Pro Circuit with uh, Mitch and Schneike, but like those guys are the best. Like Mitch is like he's, just, he's unbelievable. He's an unbelievable human, and Schneike like worked his ass off, and I can't thank them enough for the efforts they put in because like, I know it wasn't easy and I think they maybe had like a really good time, but it, I know it wasn't simple. And, and so for the, for, for those guys to make that effort to make our event better, I'm forever indebted to them. And, and um, I told them that on some texts and some phone calls, but I want to say it publicly too, like Mitch is awesome and everybody knows it, but he's an incredible human and, and his team's awesome. And uh, yeah, literally like this event wouldn't have been done without them. And I'll say one last thing and then I'll stop rambling, but I thought the coolest part and it happens every year all these guys who really don't have an affiliation with Mitch, the moment their bike jetting starts messing up, they yes. just kind of ride down there and just yep. like look at him like, hey man, would you? Do you mind? And he would like kind of put his hands on them and like on the bike and like do his little thing and then start it up and rev it and they'd ride off and those guys were like, Mitch Payton just jetted my bike. Just something, it's so simple, but some of these guys were like, that was super cool. So that, that was kind of fun too. Yeah, I witnessed that uh, Friday there during the practice. Someone uh, you know, asking Mitch to take a look at the bike, and uh, again, he put some healing hands on it and uh, and did his magic. So that's super cool. Cool. Okay. And you're right. He's an yeah. amazing guy. I yep. watched Devin. I watched Devin Raper ride his bike over there. His Cowie and uh, Mitch was jetting. I'm like, when do you think Mitch and Devin Raper were ever going to really like work together in a race like this before? So I thought that was you know cool for Devin to to have Mitch just kind of like you know twist a, a little flathead here or there to make a jet change. Okay, is it my turn? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. yeah, it's your okay. show, I guess. Go ahead. So, like at 30, okay. sec 30 so seconds. It's like a you, 30 seconds. You, like X-Brand. You did have a monster guy, Justin Hill, there. Maybe maybe more, but you had a monster guy show up. You had a rock star guy show up. Uh, so the energy drinks, other guys will support the race in some way. The fans clamor for 252 strokes and 254 strokes to race together. We all know why they don't on a professional level. Oh, okay. But... This is a perfect opportunity. You could perhaps even put them on the lane together and try that and see how it goes. Um, I'll give you that. No 450s, yeah. but 250s against 250, yeah. which right. I still don't know why we're not doing that in racing. But, yes, that's absolutely yeah. a great, great, great call. Right. So you, you do that, and then now you create even more interest for your race yeah. because this is something that fans mm -hmm. want to see. Mm -hmm. I get not racing them together because, look, all the OEMs are partners in racing. And if three of them don't make a 252 stroke, you can't put them in the class you just can't yeah. they don't make the bike anymore and you, they're literally paying to sponsor the series you know yeah. the oems are giving feld and mx sports money to sponsor the series and that's so, uh so i get that uh, as much as it pains me to say that that's a pretty good idea steve and um, i also hurts, but, right, right? It, hurts, it hurts it hurts but no but think about this you could get some 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 top tier four-stroke 450 riders to ride a 250 
four stroke in yeah. this event yeah. against two stroke guys. Well, like I said I, in the beginning, really I, cool. I, yeah. I, yeah. I gave Hammer the leeway. Power. I gave Hammer the leeway to be four for these or two for these. I don't know. I'm just saying get thumpers back in. Mm -hmm. And then also, my ultimate point, the, the, the checkmate here on the whole argument is I want to see Jet Lawrence. Boom. Mm -hmm. I just want to see Jet Lawrence. There you go. I mean, you have Lucas's number, right? I do. Yep. Luke, Lucas was there. Call him, you know, like I think we can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, me, and Randy, we could really, yeah. you know, maybe get, maybe get Jet in the future. But right. yeah, I think Jet would have been great. Hunter would been incredible. Um, you know, I was putting pressure to get. You know, when that RC video came out, I get it. That bike's super old, but like, you know, Joe Shimoda, come on out. Yeah. You know, I know it was never going to happen. Right. And I do. I knew Joe Lucas made a play at Mitch. Mitch was like, hell no, he's going to get killed in that bike. I think he's like 18 years old. But you know, <laughs> a guy like a Shimoda, like that, that would have been really fun. But. Unfortunately, I do like your idea both of just having like kind of a two fifty, yeah, a two fifty, and, and maybe you—that's a separate class, right? That's a separate whole deal. It's not the the main mm -hmm. class, you know. The main, no, class. it's the yeah. main class. Oh, okay. I think it would All be right. either class. one. Yeah, 100%. yeah, whatever. Yeah, like oh. we don't need more bikes and races on track. I think that would fill out potentially, like like you said, yeah, the one for sixteen seeds never really going to be great for obvious reasons, mm -hmm. but. We were, you know, World Supercross definitely didn't help us, but we were four or five guys, uh, you know, of, uh, uh, a, you know, a Joey, um, you know, a Shimoda, mm -hmm. maybe a Voland, you know, a couple of Lawrences away from having like some really cool matches that maybe from second yeah. 15 or, or third 14 were like, oh my God, this one could kind of go either way. And so, right. yeah. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. No, it's a real cool event and, and, you know, you're doing great things and I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, have a little bit of a, what would it be a pulp show without me complaining mm -hmm. about something? Yeah. Right. So A lot oh. shorter. That's what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, but yeah, no, I, I think that that would be super cool. And, you know, yeah, like I talked to Lars about it, I don't know, a month ago. And he's just like, dude, we don't have parts. We threw them all away. We don't have anything. It's, it's worn out. We, you know, and I'm like, yeah, these guys are all in that boat. You know what I mean? And also KTM showed up with 300s and 150s. You know? No, the, well, the, well, no, they didn't show up with 300s. It was 250s. They were told. Ian goes, before I order things, what am I ordering? I said, 250s. Don't be showing up with 300s. That was stern. That was that was known. And then the 125 class, everybody was told they can ride 150s. Because right. I'm like, they're going to do it anyway, so let's, let's just embrace it. <laughs> they're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, like, you yeah. know, everybody, everybody could have rode a 150 in that class. There was no, like, well, they showed up. Like, everybody had the chance right. to ride the right. same bike. And then I did, you know, maybe someone showed up with a 300. I, I don't necessarily have the ear for that or the the nose no, to I, figure out who's doing what but and I'm not saying K and I'm not saying KTM is cheating. I'm saying they just can do it easily. Oh they could. Yeah, yeah. I'm not made, I made sure they wrote two bits, Right. You know? I'm not claiming that they're doing it underhandedly. I'm saying they make them production so they can show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And and for 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 Michael Essie or uh Ken Roxon to get a three hundred kit, you know, and all that, yeah, that's a whole totally. other yeah. mess of things yeah. to do. So that's all. Yeah. Um but, uh, well, Hammer, um, good job on the event. It looked cool. Yeah, good job as always. Yeah, a lot of work, and yeah. uh, it, was, it was cool to see what, you know, it, it was 85%, I think, of what in the perfect world scenario where there's no interference and everybody's working cohesively, like what that event could potentially be. And it, even at 100, does it change our sport? No, probably not. But, again, for one weekend a year, it's kind of fun, and I love, you know, AP was just having a blast and yeah. doing his whole Chattahoochee thing with that gear and the bike, <laughs> and Barsh is doing his thing, and he's having fun, and Kenny's all smiles with Mitch, and, like, have you seen Kenny and Mitch work together? Right. Like, what, who right. knows what that looks like for the future? You know, like, those two guys got along really well, so that was super fun. But, yeah, and you it know, was just, again, I didn't, I didn't do the math, but, yeah, Barsha said it's his first time at the event. I was like, what? 
Yeah. How was he never, yeah. you know, like, I, I'm like, yeah, I guess not. But that was cool because that, that dude's made for that thing. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So that was awesome. Yeah. It was great to see him. Yeah. Back. And like, I'll be totally sure with you. Justin Hill was like, I, after I saw him ride practice on Friday, and like, I think we chatted to two in a text or something, but he was unbelievable. Like, Justin yeah. Hill was like, I don't know, the kid was like, like, I know Justin's, you know, maybe people go, oh, he lacks hard or lacks whatever. Like, the dude was fit. It's like he's built, like he's been hitting the gym. He was looking fast and feisty. Like I, like T- Tyler Keith even goes, he'll might podium this whole thing. Like watch out for that. Kid. Like he's got, we know he's got talent. Yeah. But he, he was riding really well. And I, to be honest with you, I love when guys like I, I tell Hanson every year, I'm like, I want you to win this event because I think you're one of the most talented dudes. And it's crazy because of the colors of the talent. I don't care. Josh Hansen's like one of the most talented riders there is. I would love to see him like show up and just be this guy who just like like a margin wins it. Like I'll see you in a year, you know, and like I'll win it again, you know. Because I think you know, he's just such a fun guy to watch ride. So yep. um, yeah, it's a it's a fun event. I think everybody kind of you know knows that and hangs out and has a good time. And and Blair and Weed, I thought did you know a really good job on TV, and mm-hmm. so that was that was fun as well. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. Got to do a live pulp show from there one time. That'd be fun. Well, first you got to go. We ever get it back. You, know? you got to go to the event first. Well, I've been to the event three he to four did. times he in did. my he life. He entered a yeah. team. No, you know? no. That's true. Yeah. We had, remember? Hey, we, we, we worked together on that one. We yeah. did, yeah. We almost rounded up the factory's asses. Uh, well, I would say that we uh, uh-huh. made McAdoo's career, right? Well. If you made Dark Side, then And don't forget, life, there, was a, there was yeah. a certain Mr. Stanky that uh, mm-hmm. got in because Hammer was feeling generous and, yeah. and, and, and allowed me oh, to put his name in. Yeah. And and that did guy's you, never did won. Did you see he got engaged at the event? Yep, Steve I did, didn't. I did not. I no, did. No, I did not. And uh, yeah. I, and I I hung out with him on the dance. Him and others, uh, Tyler Behrman and others, on the dance floor of that bar that you did not come into, and you missed some amazing '80s rock and roll live music. I'm just telling you, it was good. I was too tired. Uh, my, I, my, my, soul, my soul was drained. I had nothing yeah. left to give. Right? I, I bet. No yeah. worries, buddy. Uh, thanks for calling in, Hammer. I appreciate it. No worries, Good buddy. work again. Thank you for the time. And, and yeah, we'll sleep now. Uh, take a few days off. Yeah. And, yeah. and let's just be like we're done talking about it. No one's got to fake, you know, think about content or storylines. There's nothing left to say. It's all been covered. I will say, though, I, and I, I sent it to you, and you obviously saw it on social media. Like I think one of my favorite parts of the event, though, was like the Daniel, the Daniel and Jason Corona spot, the yeah, with the oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah. We had a that that thing cost us eighty two dollars and was filmed on a uh, on an iPhone with four of us with the, using the the metal detector box and our tripod and just like you know that was like to be honest, like that was like one of the funner you know, most fun moments of that whole event it was just like was that stuff and the little things that you know hanging branding at nine thirty at night in the dark on the top of that you know that massive jump with like there's edges and it's pitch black out in Huntington. To get, you know, getting back up at five in the morning and putting, continuing to put branding up in the dark uh, the next, you know, next morning. So yeah. that's the fun stuff that no one sees. But uh, the event's cool. But like, just the, the crew that built that and Jason Baker, that guy's unbelievable. I don't. I'll just ramble for one second. But that track was built with like GPS technology. Like that was the most even track that he's ever built that's ever been built because it was built with like a computer program and then literally they plug it into the dozer and the dozer can build the track it knows what to do with the bucket and where and how high this jump needs to be so uh really cool technology that you know will probably change how tracks get built in the future so it was really cool yeah i uh, i saw that little feature on the tv on the tv thing that was cool yeah absolutely it, it, yeah it was really that cool. that technology is so amazing not even weeds could screw it up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out. We, yeah, we, we got in there and did it. So, yeah. cool. so cool. Um, awesome. Thanks, uh, guys. Thanks, Hammer. Appreciate it, man. Talk soon. 
Always, always appreciate it. Bye, Randy. Have fun at Rampage, bud. We'll do, buddy. Later, man. Bye. Bye. Jeremy Malott from Red Bull on the Pulp Mix Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, Maxima as well. Love Maxima. Uh, 927. Mm-hmm. Love that. Recently, 927. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Pulp 20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. Four-stroke oil, of course. Uh, Mitch Payton, speaking of Mitch Payton, he's using Maxima Oil, Monster Energy Kawasaki as well, with Anderson and C and Cirillo. Using Maxima Oil, uh, love the uh, suspension clean. Love the SC1 as well. They do a good job, the folks at Maxima. MaximaUSA.com. Profilter.com. Pulp 20 again to save air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. I just changed the filter. In my blue crew, mm-hmm. and uh, yep, took the thirty-one third away. Put a pro filter in; it couldn't be any easier. Love it. Pre-oiled filters, uh, and there's a real uh, option for riders to avoid changing and cleaning an air filter ever again. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Motorsport.com as well. Pulp twenty at Maxima USA. Pulp twenty at Pro Filter to save. Uh, thank you to those guys. Randy Richardson from Michelin in here, of course. Carson Brown using the Starcross six to get fourth. Chris Blos mm-hmm. Starcross second. World Supercross. Mm-hmm. And I think... And, I think huh? Yeah, and Starcross 6, uh, installed by you recently. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> went on like, uh, you know, like cake. Is that a thing? <laughs> cake is definitely a thing. Yeah, but went on like but cake. But it makes no sense okay. there. Uh, Twisted T as well. Thanks to Billy Grotto and everybody at Twisted T. The uh, HEP Suzuki guys, uh, Twisted T, hiring Larry Brooks as manager. I did a podcast with them last week. Please check that out. LB, always an interesting listen yeah. for sure. Did you listen to it? I haven't yet, yeah. but, but yeah. Definitely, uh, uh, definitely he's a great guy to, yeah, to listen to. He sure. is for sure. And thanks to the folks at Twisted T. Uh, great guys. Marks, you need another uh, Twisted T? Not yet, but soon. Oh, because his wife was over uh, while Pookie was gone and... When I said, "Hey, Courtney, do you want some uh, like a case of twisted tea?" Because mm-hmm. thanks to Billy Grotto, I have some yeah, here. Yeah. Her eyes lit up. She's never been that happy in years. Mm-hmm. It's probably about six and a half to be precice. <laughs> <laughs> so, twisted tea. Thank you to those guys. Please check it out. Uh, twisted tea is fun. We know that, and, uh, and we thank the folks at Twisted Tea for that. <laughs> I got Robbie with that one. That's a good one. That's, uh, you got us. That all. felt good coming out. Uh, so thanks to those guys for, for coming on board. Um, all right. Uh, motorsport.com tweet at Pete segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from motorsport.com. It's the tweets at tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. All right, motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts. You, have you shopped at motorsport.com? It, it couldn't be any easier. I, yeah, it's very yeah, it's easy. Amazing. I do from time to time, and uh, I make a point to go through. Oh. Pulp Mex, oh. click the banner and go through. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. You know, if your buddy Robbie mm-hmm. uh, would do that, that would really help us out because I feel like that gentleman shops a lot. Yeah, he. Yeah, when he, next time he orders about uh, 12 cases of some SC1 yeah. and cleaner, yeah. he'll do that, I'm Okay, sure. uh, yeah. I think so. OEM and aftermarket parts, r- easy return policy. Mm-hmm. Go through the banner like Randy, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Help us out. It really helps it, uh, us get out because, um, you know, Marks and the guy in the corner, they ain't free. Nope. Nope. Very high salaries. Mm-hmm. Not and, as high as these ceilings, but definitely high salaries. So, I don't even want to tell you this story. Okay. But I'm going to. Okay. okay because okay. I can. We're friends. We're friends. We had uh, two people come over yesterday, a uh, mm-hmm. husband and a wife. I, don't, I, I, I know the husband. 
Uh, I did a podcast with him. You'll I've see heard it about soon. parties like this in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With keys and keep telling keys me. In a, keep telling me. Keys in a bowl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they came over and uh-huh. uh, and Skip Norfolk came over and uh, we did a podcast. It was really great. A guy named Mike Hooker. Okay, you'll hear a podcast mm-hmm. with him. So then they had dinner. At, uh, they had a reservations at uh, a restaurant in town. We we meet them there. Pookie and I meet them there, mm-hmm. and they meet another couple that they know mm-hmm. and uh, that we've never met before. That's three couples. Yeah, three couples okay. in a restaurant. No, you, you don't get wait your hands some out keepers of, and stuff. No, no. <laughs> okay, Go ahead. We sit down, and the wife is just like, "Yeah, you know, we just met Angie and Steve here, mm-hmm. and I knew the husband, of course." Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, "And their house." They got the tallest ceilings. She's telling her friend. It's like, oh my thinking, god, who set this up? Like, how is dude? It like, she was just being like, oh, they got a beautiful house, yeah. and, she, and then their ceilings. You got to see their ceilings. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck my life. Like this woman, yeah. nice, nicest woman ever. Just yeah, commented to her friend about. Uh, I'm just like. <sighs> It's breathtaking. It's, it's, it must sure. be something to it. Must be something to it. It's just and I, and you know, I like and I like how when you when y'all were in Canada and had some more renovations done and I even though I'm a little bit afraid of heights myself I want to do the bungee jump thing while I'm here. Okay, I want right, to do yeah, that. Yeah, right. I definitely that want to do that good. off the balcony if that's cool I, with you. Again, I didn't really want to tell that story, but it just was funny that <laughs> no, you yeah. know this nice lady was mm-hmm. yeah talking about it and yeah. I was just like really really <laughs> so anyways motorsport.com at Pulp MX show on Twitter send them into uh, Pete over there he picks the best ones and uh, yeah let's do it so I want to start this off by saying it's early in the show so there's not a lot of tweets but that's not because I'm trying to cut it off early I have to preface this it was just a little light this week I'll take the blame for it but just so you know well, I, don't I'm want, sure. I, don't want, I don't want to be getting the look when I hit the outro and you're like, this freaking guy uh, trying to get out early. Sir, sir, I'm sure you have a bunch of questions about the UK Supercross and the Red Bull Straight Rhythm that you've been accumulating in your mind. So feel free when you're done to oh. just fire off questions to Randy oh. and I yeah. about the events that we were just at. Okay, I'll work on that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, first one is from Joey Lips. Uh, hypothetically... Could Tomac be a fill-in on the MDK team since Reed and Grant are out? Would he be eligible for the World Supercross title, or is he out of the point since he was a wild card? Does that gentleman know about Eli Tomac signing with Yamaha? <laughs> Does MDK actually have a team allocated? Oh, because the okay. Teams so don't he's do saying that. he can ride he a Yamaha, ride Yamaha MDK. under the MDK Got team. Got it. All right. Uh, yeah. No. No. That's okay. another team. He's on Star Yamaha. That, that's not going to work. Hey, when you, be careful. When you say yeah, no, you sound like the average Supercross and Motocross rider. Right. Okay. Is. Yeah, no. Uh, from Ask TGIF for you, Randy. Okay. Uh, tire thread TPI, what does that mean? Because so, it's confusing to him. Well, it's. Uh, I hope to simplify it for him. There, it's. It's actually more complicated than it used to be but that simply means the threads per inch so the number of uh, fiber or uh, nylon or whatever material they're using the number of threads per inch and typically the higher number of threads or the higher tpi um, it's a little bit more of a more premium tire with a little more supple uh, casing um, whereas a lower tpi would be less more coarse and a little bit more rigid feeling Hmm. thank you by the way, um, I think I've sold uh, a few sets of your Michelin DH mountain bike tires. Now, 
I understand you have the E-Wild series. Correct. And yep. you're very big on that. Mm -hmm. And I use a slightly different tire than mm -hmm. E-Wild, the mm -hmm. DHs. Yeah. Is that fine? Or would you rather have me push the E-Wilds? Uh, you know, if you're pushing if you're pushing Michelin bicycle tires, mm -hmm. I think we're good with that. Okay. And uh, I think that the E-Wild is more of a all-mountain type riding, whereas, as you and I have discussed, the more challenging descents and rocky edges and mm -hmm. sharp edges and your weight and or speed mm -hmm. uh, i think is more suitable for the dh okay. um yeah. so certainly certainly yeah. that's good for I've, both i've passed it on a few times and said these are really great Heck so, yeah yeah michelin bicycle tires were great uh I, I greatly appreciate you promoting all of them and and dark side on the wrap-up show as well uh, the good thing is good thing bad thing is that bicycle tires mountain bike tires in general they're way more complex than like an off-road motorcycle tire mm -hmm. product offer or street bike or what have you so there's so many different for downhill all mountain cross country right. enduro yeah enduro yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. a, and we make multiple products you know tier one tier yeah. two within each segment so right. it gets confusing even to me at times so i'm sure uh Tits over there in the corner will be reaching out for some mountain bike tires. Yeah, yeah. He, he has he that and those right. car tires for right. his wife, but yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll brush him off. Don't worry about okay. it. Just send me anything you can. Okay. We'll, yep. we'll anything and everything. Anything I'll, I'll and figure everything. it out. Two of everything. Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, another one for you, Randy, from the Voice of the Drunken People. Mm -hmm. T100, El Camino, Ranger, or Ridgeline? Which one wins mini truck of the year of the decade? Yeah, you can't. It's hard to beat uh, the T100. It's got an eight foot bed, never has to be made. Um, high mileage, durable, mm -hmm. proven performance. Uh, T100 for the win. I disagree. Well, yeah. you've never driven the T100, so. Uh, Steve, from Chris Langston, can you please briefly cover why Chris Betts retired? Well, uh, our buddy Betts, yeah, I was going to have him on one of these shows, maybe yeah. next week with Kiefer. Uh, good guy. Uh, yeah, he just, you know what, he had a lot of injuries. He didn't get a lot of playing time this year with the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. um, he kind of got some broken promises a little bit, which frustrated him a little bit. Okay. He's 26, which is old for a minor league baseball guy. Um, yeah, all of the injuries slash broken promises slash, you know, just got him got him. Got him fed up with the game of baseball. So, yeah. Yep. It happens. Is he going to be AC's man friend for a living? I think so. I think so, yeah. Okay. I just hope he gets serious about training for uh, Muddy Supercross. I think that, I that's I on the agenda, that too. Yeah. I want to see that guy in a, in a muddy mane. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Next one is from Hunter Sykes. Uh, this says Boxgate. Tough blocks around the track and cardboard blocks with tent stakes holding them in place on face and landing of jumps. What's the, what's the question? Just whatever. That's what his yeah. proposition is. Regular tough blocks uh -huh. around everywhere except for on the jumps and landings, you would have the cardboard ones. Mm. Well, cardboard ones would still get knocked over by breathing on them. So in the World Supercross, they had cardboard tough blocks. Yes. And <laughs> I saw the one Kenny sat on. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not, um, not, not advisable. I mean, yeah. you, if, if you just breathe on these things, they move. Mm. They were broken. They were scattered. <laughs> I don't know what was up with the cardboard tough blocks. Yeah, it's a challenging thing because yeah. you think about it. You know, like back when I raced Supercross, it was a, a uh, just a hay bale. Hay bale. Yeah. Really, that's why they call them. You know, but anyway, it was a hay bale with a little nylon thing that they would cover it with. Yeah. And a Camel Supercross, I still have some at home. But anyway, that I didn't steal. I just borrowed them mm -hmm. so if you ever yeah. need them back Phil, yeah. let me know yeah. but um but you know it goes from that to the the foam type things we have now which yeah. at times you know 
maybe save a rider. They right? do sometimes. They Absolutely. Sometimes save yeah. a rider, yeah. but sometimes cause a crash. So yeah. that's really challenging. For me, rather than seeing a you know rectangular shape, I'd like to see all of them lining the track in more that triangulated. Yeah. To where they got a flat base, of course, slope yeah. side, and that gives uh, the same amount of signage. Actually, give more signage, right, for each side yeah. of the stadium. Yeah. And uh, that they're less likely to snag a foot peg. Um, so. Yeah. Yep. Love to see that. You know, you have a foam expert sitting over here. Yeah. What about a softer foam that's going to give way easier, but is not going to crush like a cardboard box? Well, my big thing is they just they, they get moved. They got to stay put. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. Like if you. Go off the track and hit a tough block and crash. Well, you shouldn't have gone off Shut the track. track. Don't exactly. stay on the track. So, mm-hmm. yes, it sucks, but you're off the track. You deserve to crash. Mm-hmm. Not deserve to crash, but you. whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. The point that I drives me crazy is they just get scattered everywhere, yeah. and then they take dudes down. So, for me, I was thinking about that. Like, if they had a – if they had – depending on the depth of the track, especially on jumps and things like that, there's enough base there. I think they could have like a – sheet metal or aluminum base kind of like the baseball you know how i love team sports you know oh, how the yeah. bases you know how the bases guy. actually yeah. have a base right but then they have a rod in that yeah. goes into the ground right, right if they have those bases right hammered into the ground let's say and then velcro on the base of the mm-hmm. pad or yeah. base of the uh, tough block yeah and it adhes velcro to that that right. way they don't get knocked off as easy I, or my idea was a little tray you, you, yeah, you yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. With with ridges, mm-hmm. high ridges, and then the top block yeah. fits into that tray. Yeah, yeah. The th- yeah I like and that. It's plastic. The, it's yeah, plastic. Yeah, I like so. that. But the thing about the tray is, if you've got a metal piece that's bent up, then that could potentially be a sharp edge to fall plastic. on. Plastic, plastic, plastic. Okay, plastic tray. Okay, got yeah. you. Yeah. So it just cracks. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's many there. ways to do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever they do, though, don't don't mm-hmm. just keep rolling just it out every year. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. Uh, from B- Bryce Meyer for you, Randy. Okay. Uh, besides the million-dollar jump, is there anything else Pastron has done to hurt himself before a series started? Was he someone who hid injuries early on in his career? What do you mean million-dollar jump? Uh, at uh, Castillo Ranch. Oh, oh that when one. he okay, did the yeah. stupid thing yeah, that yeah. his dad clearly told him not to do. Right. And uh, he over the bars. But why is that a million dollars? What his dad was saying was is that that like Suzuki and sponsors oh, oh, and so oh. on and and potential of a championship et cetera okay, et cetera. Sure. Theoretically that right. cost him a million bucks. Okay. Um uh yeah, he started 2005 with a broken wrist like I mean riding Anaheim Anaheim 01 with a cast on his wrist. So that's that one. Uh there was the the year that I'm not sure if he started the series, but I remember he dislocated his shoulder swimming. Um you know, hit the side <laughs> right. of the pool and yep. knocked his arm out of socket. Um, yeah, the poor guy just stayed stayed hurt all the Unbelievable, time. Yeah. yeah, and I honestly think that was due to his, you know, size and and lankiness. You know, when he hit the ground, uh, yeah, his body had more leverage to dislocate or damage things. Whereas you know, Carmichael's like throwing a Rubik's cube across the ground, right? It is sure. <laughs> small and roll. Right. So. Okay. From Ryan Hargrave, if Shane McGrath wouldn't have tanked that year to stay in the two fifties. Do you think his career would be different than it is now? Oh, hard to say. Yeah, who knows, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, who, who knows what opens? And You know, Savachi, I did a podcast with Joey Savachi today. It's coming out on okay. Racer X, and he's like, hey, if I would have stayed one more year or moved up early because there was talk of that, then Adam, I would have got two years at Cowie to build mm-hmm. a base before Adam came up or if Adam had stayed down, maybe I ride there another year and mm-hmm. I do really well. I remember his first year. So – there's a lot of that going on, um, sliding doors of riders' careers. Uh, I, I look at McElrath, and I told him this at the U.K. I'm like, 
four different <laughs> four different teams, <laughs> four different spikes you've ridden this year. You know what I mean? Like, what a year. God. Yeah, a lot know, of moving we, around. We wouldn't want to reach that on anybody. So, Yeah. Next one is from Sean Moore. Steve, if you're Tomac, what does your next five years look like? Disappear, start training, brand ambassador. What do you think? I'd probably contact Pulp MX to get a job. You know, I probably probably want to be a media guy. He seems a lot more personable nowadays, yeah. a bit more outgoing. Yeah, I could see him uh, giving reports to the, from yeah, the pits and yeah, everything. Yeah, you like Tomac yeah. here? He's got the respect of the riders, yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll, we said this about RV and we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. I think he disappears quietly into Cortez, Colorado life. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, I think so. He's, he's uh, and one, I, I certainly am, and I think the entire fan base is probably happy to see him as happy as he is right Right. this year. Um, But I think he's always been kind of a quieter person. So I could see him more uh, just moving on with life and raising kids and enjoying those millions. Okay. Uh, From Jason Valento, Randy, did you make the star cross sixes too good? They last so long now. I need to buy them less often. Steve could probably get two full seasons out of one set. Well, we'll find out because Steve installed a set recently, so we'll see how long they last. I showed so. you, didn't I? Mm-hmm. You showed, showed me. You. Well, you showed me. Oh, I showed you. You just installed those tires not, all by yourself. Not going to be you? a big production and a nope. big thing. Nope. Nope. I nope. stopped your production in its tracks. You sure did, yep. and and uh, <laughs> I am yep. thankful for that. Yep, absolutely. Not going to make my <laughs> you didn't tire make, yeah. changing a production. You, you you prevented me from getting to do some work, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I you did. Showed me. Pink mm. uh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> so, no, I don't. I don't think they're too good. I, I, I think we certainly have improved them, and uh, the consumer feedback we've gotten is uh, applauds what he's saying. Improved durability, which for so many riders like myself, um, that that I want a tire that performs really well, but I don't want it to be good for, you know four hours of ride yeah. time and it's i don't want knobs cracking and i don't want it just going away so quick so uh it, it, tires nowadays regardless of the brand are pretty pricey investment so i certainly uh glad that we're able to offer something to consumers that they can uh, have great results with for a long time and for people out there that uh have a cruiser the michelin uh cruiser tires you got a rebate going on for yep, those. exactly yep. right for the month of october so uh, if you have a cruiser you can get either our michelin uh, commander three tires or our michelin scorcher tires which mm-hmm. are oe on harley davidson everybody knows um, that yeah. yeah everyone knows yeah. that right so you can get up to uh, 50 i'm sorry up to an 80 dollar visa reward card now okay. through the end of october and we even offer that in I don't know, maybe you heard a little country called Canada. Hmm. So that's available also in yeah. Canada. Oh, so, yeah. Yep. I was just there. Yep. I, I can't. My race tech rant was almost on Canadian drivers. It, <laughs> it's Which you are one, right? It's, it's, uh, it's insane up mm-hmm. there. Like what? You know what it is? It's just everything's a little slower. Like just waiting in line to pay for groceries, driving, getting a Slurpee. Yep. It's just all Racing a, pit bike. a little slower. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> the Canadians are just a little the, the, slower. The alcohol limit, um, I was could, exceeded, exceeded. Yeah, I I was going nuts up and driving up there. I rented a car and mm. I just, just it's so slow. I got pulled over for speeding. I got pulled over for speeding. The gentleman <laughs> let me go. I mean, I'm just like okay. Walk me I'm on that. a three. Okay, I'm on a three lane divided road. Okay, lots of businesses, yeah. but still yeah. divided road. Yep, three lanes. Okay. And it is. Uh, I need to do the math here. But what is uh, what is sixty kilometers an hour? That's a, a way of measuring speed. 
So Thank you. You just Thank go you. the distance over the time. No, uh, no. 80 is 50. 80 kilometers is 50. Okay. Right? 60 kilometers per hour is 37 miles per hour. <laughs> so the speed limit is 37 miles an hour. Okay. On a divided three lane. Now, granted, again, businesses on each side, you're going, you're turning in and out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, it is a little busy, mm-hmm. but there's a divider mm-hmm. and it's three lanes. Mm-hmm. And which that's lane the were speed you in? limit. Which lane were you I in? don't even know, but that's the speed limit. And I'm just like, I mean, <laughs> I can't even. And how know. many? How many? It was sixty units of measure per hour. Were you going? I was Do doing. Uh, it was sixty. Mi- six. F me. What was it now? Kphs. Sixty kphs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think what I was doing. Uh, yeah. I was doing seventy-three in a sixty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 73 miles an hour, or 73 kilometers an hour in a 60. I'm surprised the horse could even get you. It, you know? The guy let me go. I'm, I'm just like, are you guys serious with this? Like, <laughs> what is going on? And it's just, there's a, a, a highway with no businesses. Yeah, yeah. A highway with a ditch in the middle. Yeah. Two lanes each way. Mm-hmm. Two lanes each way. Yep. Ditch in the middle. No businesses. It's 80 kilometers an hour. What? 50 that? miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Speed limit. Well, yeah. you're just like the, what? The, 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 the no businesses was sounds like you had no businesses going that fast, and that's 50, why they pulled you over. Fifty miles an hour on a highway. What the hell is short, going on? Short show. Let's get this going. Okay. Short show. Let's, right. let's get this going. Uh, from Mitchell Johnson, is AC still on the upswing of his career? Or if. AC never wins a 450 race. Would he be the biggest surprise flop in MX history? Well, we I mean, already talked might, about Pastrana. Yeah, I mean, you might <laughs> want to say Pastrana, right? Uh, AC has won a 450 national. A few of them, right? Mm-hmm. Hasn't he? Mm-hmm. At least one, two? I don't know. I'm not a journalist in the sport who covers it race after race after race. <laughs> Uh, Randy? That's yeah. a Travis question, by the way. That's a low blow. You may care, huh? That's a low blow. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, he's got a couple. Yeah. So he's won a 450 Nationals. Yeah. So Travis never did that. Travis never did that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't I don't think that he's the biggest flop. Okay. Uh, from Da Machine, Randy, mm-hmm. while you are away traveling so much, who was tending to the weeds at the Michelin headquarters? I tell you what, uh, I don't know, but if I get back and uh, things aren't looking good, heads are going to roll there for sure. So, um, yeah, you know what? That's honestly, yeah, I like, like to be silly and have some uh, some fun. And, you know, me, Steve, everything's a production. But I do take pride in, in our facility. And while it's not my job to, if I see a little pick of tra- piece of trash here or there, I'll pick it up. I'll try to keep the place looking nice. That's old news, right? Wow. Uh, Motorsport.com. Please check it out. Uh, Great guys. Thank you for giving me the look anyway. Yeah, I appreciate it. uh, At at Pulp (laughs) Show for questions. As always, thank you to the the good folks at Motorsport.com. Also, Ride Engineering, releasing their all-new triple clamps for 2023 KTM and Husky. Uh, This week, it's out. The top clamp is 2.5 millimeters thinner than last year's, but has retained the flex pockets that have been removed from the KTM Power Parts clamps. Ride Engineering, putting it back in. Uh, the bottom has also been redesigned for added comfort and more rotational frame clearance. 
22 and 23 and a half uh, offsets. Orange and blue and black. Manufacturer suggested retail price, $7.99, but Pulp 20, Pulp Fan 20 code to save 20% at ride-engineering.com. That is the product of the week from those guys. Thank you to ride-engineering.com. The 8 o'clock hour brought to you by Off-Road Warehouse. Pulp MX code to save. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from Off-Road Warehouse. And uh, this is the guys, the ORW butt patch on the back of Phil mm -hmm. and Cade and Harlan and... Oh, Jace Owen at the World Supercross Rounds. It is the Off-Road Warehouse. Uh, they got stores in Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Georgia, uh, Phoenix as well. Off-Road Warehouse stores are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. Thank you to uh, the guys at offroadwarehouse.com. Best part of this deal is use the code PULPAMEX to save. Thank you to uh, Off-Road Warehouse. Use the code and save money. And, uh, yeah. Um... All right. Uh, do you want to bring Robbie in or no? Yeah. Do you want Should to? Should we bring Robbie in? See if I got anything else. Anything else? <sighs> hey, no. If, if, yep. if there is a uh, wrap-up show next year, mm -hmm. will Michelin Bicycles still be sponsoring that, or is that going away? Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's to be determined. That's to be determined. Um, no, I, is, it, is it more the host <laughs> that, that's the problem? Uh, Let's say it's gotten better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, right. His his appearance has gotten better. Let's yeah. say so. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think it would be the plan to stay on board and continue supporting uh, well, Steve and 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 what he does here at Pulp Max. Yeah. I, I haven't so, said this yet, but the new host is Travis Marks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Travis. <laughs> uh, also, also breaking news: there is no wrap-up show next year. <laughs> Travis Marks is hosting the yeah. uh, Pulp Max show. There's going to be one episode all year it's long. It's going to be real easy. It's going to be right out with the app. It's got, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe what he's going to bring about is an app up show where you just listen to an abbreviated version of the show on the new app. This yeah, guy. this Friday. Uh, this Friday. Welcome to the show, Robbie. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks for coming in. You're yeah. uh, you're no good, buddy. Randy Richardson here. Yeah, I uh, dragged you to straight rhythm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, great time. Had yeah. ball. For and sure. uh, Disnations, you went to Disnations. Yeah, well, yeah. Now that you talk about productions, yeah. Oh, that started a long oh, time yeah, ago. Yeah, you know the, <laughs> the Randy go rounds and the Randy production. It's yeah. It's, hey, I got this on Amazon. Oh, hey, I got this at a thrift store. Oh, hey, bar. you're gonna wear this. We're gonna do this. And oh, this yeah. is our no, this no, is no. our outfits. And, Friends oh, yeah. just can't go to the race. No, no, no. It's it's <laughs> uh, it's the whole thing. You oh. guys brought a cardboard cutout of James Stewart to the yeah, Red Bull. Eighteen, yeah, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Flat Stu. Yeah, yeah. Flat yeah, Stu. That was actually that was actually one of the more epic fun things. And 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 that Robbie and Harvey and our buddies back home, we have so much fun. And that's why your post about riding with your buddies. That means a lot to me because, like, my yeah, memories right. with my buddies, I can have an emotional connection yeah. to seeing what you did. But, but yeah, did we, that, so. did that, did that uh, my post did it, you know, kind of be like, oh, he has a heart, like he's a nice guy. Uh, I said, wow, he did a good job of pretending to okay. be emotional. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. I think Pookie said the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, look, he's actually emotional. But no, we at eighteen we go to uh, motocross of nations, and Robbie uh, invests in purchasing a, a a champions dinner, you know, yeah. table for us. Yeah. And of course. The, the lady tells him, well, we, we can get you a table, but all the champions are spoken for, you know, all the motocross nation champions. Oh, no, we don't mind. We just want to come to the event. So then uh, as we're loading up to go up there, I convinced Harvey to bring his cutout of James Stewart. Mm -hmm. uh, and at that time, he was fully recluse. Yeah. 
from gone, the end of right. yeah. So we roll up in there with some vintage Bob Hanna pants and ratio rights and have a few in us already. Yeah. And flat stew. Flat yeah, stew. So, great. So good. Yeah. Yeah. You put them down on the chair there. It was, yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. And then, you know, and they gave us a hard time about sitting there. Uh, there was some Italian dudes sitting over there on the other side of us, <laughs> and they have a Renthal Sparket. They had my RDG company yeah, name yeah, in there, right. and I'm like, they're like, no, 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 no. And, you know, we, we're dressed like idiots. Yeah. Straight yeah. from 1988. <laughs> yeah, like and, right. and, and we have a flat stew. And you're like, that name <laughs> right there. Like, that is me. And I was like, we, they were like, oh, 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 oh. And, and thankfully, uh, Travis came over and was talking to, to Randy, and they were like, Oh, oh yeah, you guys yeah. know yeah. these idiots know Travis Pastrana, who, so, yeah. who wanted me to go get him a, a ratio rifle. Of, right, he life. wanted a ratio rifle. Right, right. Yeah. right. And, um, and so finally, I was like, weren't they from the FIM? Yeah, or so that's what yes. they are from so UCLA. Yes. Luongo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's who it was. It was David Luongo. So yeah, and it was like they were all with the FIM. Yeah, they're so, just yeah. like, oh god, these uh, Americans. Oh, we were best friends. Yeah. Exchanged business cards and everything. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. It was funny. Um, so you've been on. I think you've been on the show before. But so if people don't know, you have a quite a bike collection going on there in the woods of South Carolina. Yeah. yeah and uh, you are, love the vintage stuff, and you've got some really nice bikes. And You've been there. I've been there. It's great. It's uh, And I like vintage bikes, too. I built a bunch yeah. of them. Got two yeah. of them in my garage. Anything there catch your eye when you were visiting? Yeah, yeah. So you, you frustrated me a little bit, Robbie, because you, <laughs> you have Kajivas. You have many Kajivas <laughs> and the same models in years. Mm-hmm. And you will not part with one, despite my, you know. Now, I've offered to buy your wife a puppy and go there at midnight and steal one. <laughs> exchange that, exchange yeah, for a puppy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have made a claim that if you happen to perish in an accident, I get to claim a Kajiva. Yep. Uh, I've tried many ways to get one. Yep. And you will not. Are you like a hoarder? <laughs> How many Kajivas does a man need? 11 right now. So, yes. <laughs> so. so, what's it going to take to get one of these... <clears throat> I'll, I want the 88. Uh, yeah. But I'll settle for an 84 or 85. Okay. Now, now you're talking. There we go. Oh, now, now you're talking. Okay. Now we're now getting somewhere. Yeah. Because I, I have multiples of those. Yeah. The 88, you only have the one. Yeah. I like the 88 for the WP and the white and the, yeah. the really good looking bike. And, and, and to be honest, with that being kind of a one-off year model and with Kajiva buying Husqvarna in 87... The, there was not many of those imported. Mm. I, I've seen like production numbers of like two hundred, wow. and four hundred, yeah. like just enough to meet homologation, right. yeah. and that's it. Right. And and a lot of those were allocated to the race teams because they broke so much. Yeah. They had to use so many, <laughs> so there wasn't many going to the dealers. So. So okay, so you know, but there could be somehow you could see it in your heart to maybe part with an eighty-five. Yeah, yeah, I, I could do that as long as, yeah, as long as it goes to a good home. Yeah, this is a good home. And, and yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in here to yeah. trade out. I mean, Heck yeah. I mean, I've I've I got a list over there that was like, oh no, sir, taken, sir, no, so. none of this. This this all stays. <laughs> oh, this all stays. I will. This will be a cash deal. Oh, so you wouldn't want to trade out some of these collectibles yeah. for something that's collectible to you? Well, I'll. Some items. Trade the swink pants or the fairy pants, maybe. Yeah. You'd get rid of fairy stuff? 
Yeah, cause I have a lot. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Like yeah. him with Kajivas, <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, but if you want to take, take that James Stewart helmet, that, that is not happening. You know? No, no, that belongs here. <laughs> yeah, right. That belongs here in front of those cameras. Yes. Right, yeah. right. That so, is ama- that's the most amazing thing you have yeah. right, right, right here. Well, I think the Tony Alessi letter myself that's my is most, most amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, but, yeah, I was uh, reading that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's not a letter. It's a contract. It's a contract. It's, it's, yeah. right, it's a contract. Overlooking it's handwriting. Framed. It's a contract. Which, which yeah. I was not allowed to keep for myself. <laughs> Never heard of a contract. <laughs> yeah. That is a one way. It's only one way. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm kind of like this relationship, <laughs> right, one way. Right. Yeah. So, what do I got to do? Like, I mean, it's it's it's. Well, I'll be honest. One of the eighty fives is in probably three OGO bags, ninety eight hundreds. Yeah. So easily shipped. If you want it put together, I can put it together. Uh, but uh, what's it? What would it cost them to ship a bike out here? You ship bikes around. Uh, that's bit, like right? three hundred bucks. I've done it a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like okay. Well, you, we'll use his shipping company. Yep. Then. Yeah. Um, yeah. The three hundred dollar yeah. guys are ones that are taking a bunch of bikes Correct. and they just tie them down, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's not a box. It's not a crate. Yeah. But uh, no, no. So uh, I am not putting together a Kajiva in ninety eight hundreds. <laughs> I'm not putting one together. I don't know anything about so, these so <laughs> That's not happening. That eliminates that one. Uh, yeah, because I like first like with no manual and it's no. <laughs> oh, it's in Italian, by the way. Oh yeah, they're all in Italian. Right. Yes. So no on that. Yeah. Not putting the Kajiva together out of 9800s. All right. So so the one thing I can do now. Do you want it non-running or running? It's oh, hard even, to get him to run. He'd never ride a new bike. Do you do you start them every once in a while? Do, uh, do all yours run? All of them. Uh, out of the 81 bikes, all of them run. I've got 12 in pieces. So, and then like five. Like in a state of rebuild. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like just broken right. apart. No, I want so. one that runs. You want one that runs. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll take a little while. Um, and Okay, so the 80, you have the 83 with the radiator, kind of lower red radiator Correct. shroud. And the 84, yes. they went to a black one. Correct. A black radiator shroud. Correct. I know way too much about Kajivas. <laughs> so this, I w- this is awesome. So, Especially for someone that doesn't even own one. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't mind the Stribos one. The, the Stribos signature one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and I think I have two of those. Yeah. So, we got a deal. Hey, we got a deal. Yeah. Do you want a Stribos seat cover? Because I know where one's at. I don't care about that. Okay. No. Yeah. All right. Okay. So if you just want a regular Kajiva seat cover, we, we probably got you covered. Um one thing, one thing I need to do is I need to mount some tires, Randy. Yeah, oh, he can do that himself. He's proven that. No, you. Need oh, to I mount need to. some okay. tires all right. for me. All right. All right. Uh, you know, because if he wants a complete one, we need to be able to ride it. Exactly um, right. And uh, what kind of price are we looking at? Let's yeah, get what, that thing what are we, what are we, what are we looking put at? Put some new set of Michelin Starcross Six on well, it. Get it ready to go. You know. Inflation has caused oh. some some issues with the supply chains and such. Okay, but uh, sir, Putin, your, Putin has really driven the cost up your, on bikes. My comeback would be: you're loaded. You don't, <laughs> you don't need the money. Yeah. You are super rich. So he's got normal ceilings, though. Well, again, sir, this is just a regular two-story house. I really no don't think story. your ceilings are that high. Thank you. Thank I really you, Robbie. Don't. I mean, Thanks, Robbie. I, I, Honestly, I was expecting an auditorium type <laughs> scenario. <laughs> an auditorium. I, I really did. I was thinking, no, you could do a backflip in there. But the bungee. Oh, Mark's could do a backflip in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the bungee <laughs> a, a attachment or yeah. attraction right. is yeah. nice. Right. So, yeah. uh, so you don't like, like, look, like, 
Again, I'm not trying to say like you're rich and you don't. Know, I, everyone likes money. Yeah. But there's no need, Robbie, to grind your yeah. friend here for a few extra dollars. No, no. It. There's none of that. It would be a fair price. I, I would. I will pay a fair price. Fair price for this Kajib. We're so close. We're so close. And, all we, yeah. Now all we need here is numbers. And, and, and you know, and also, I just want you to know. You need room in that garage. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, you need I, I do need room. You don't need doubles and triples of Kajivas. No. Nope. And also, sir, I would remind you, there's no one wants to buy a Kajiva but me in America. <laughs> like, like this, you know, like I, there's I not, this... this is not a, you know, Elsinore. Correct. Where people are like, you know, banging down your doors to buy it, buy it. Like there's, yeah, no, yeah. this is no Elsinore. I this know. is a piece of shit Kajiva. But they're kind of like Ferraris. No, no, yeah, they listen, I, I, I'm on board with you. Yeah, yeah, I say piece of shit endurantly. <laughs> yeah, endurantly, yeah, right. Yeah, Be- uh, because so, right now there are pieces of shit that we just have to put together in so, a pile you know, and mold. Knowing all of this, what are we? What's the ballpark uh, of range here that we're looking at? You know, I would give you the friend discount, mm-hmm. and also the fact that mm-hmm. you have done so much for the sport. Now I, I like to hear that. Okay. I like to hear this where you're going. And and, and, and right. here's here's one thing right. that I've noticed. Uh, yeah. And I don't think a lot of people notice this. So I'm gonna get a little bit serious here yeah. in the fact that when there is a rider in need or a mechanic, Eli Tomac's mechanic, mm-hmm. uh mechanic mm-hmm. and there's a GoFundMe or something, I always see your name. And and I try Man to do that as well. Right. Uh, he's done it as well. And we're helping people. So I would like to help people understand the history of Kajiva. Yes. So I'll give you a great deal. You're and we're talking. That, you're going to give him that motorcycle, aren't you? You're just going to give it to him. I can tell. I, I, I'm, There's a possibility that could happen. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, all okay. all yeah. I need to do right. is yeah. figure out uh, how to put the bottom end back together because there's like a hole in the case and the rod's like sticking out to the Hold like, on. Hold on. I went. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so. <laughs> this whole thing has been about one of the bikes that has a hole in the case. Well. <laughs> I said I wanted it running. Well, and, I, and also, I went to your house and I saw complete Kajivas. Oh, yeah. and, and those run. And those run. But those are getting, what I want. That's not for no, sale. You, you can't get those. <laughs> but we but, just went through this. You said you want one that's running. And I said, yes. Now, there's a possibility. Are you a used car salesman? <laughs> or you're, trying to, you're trying to sell me this, I, this, I, this, this El Camino? No, we're, and, we're, and, doing, we're doing bait and switch. Yeah. But it's, it's a switch of, hey, if you want one for free, it's not going to run. But if you want one that runs, it can't be free. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so, so what is he looking at? What, what's... Uh, What's one running? What's a what's a what's kind of range? Fair price. We're probably looking at thirty five hundred. Oh, that's nothing to him. I can look at him and tell that's nothing. I mean, I'll have to cut Marx's pay a little bit and move some numbers. <laughs> you know, maybe I owe I owe Pete a bunch of money. Maybe mm-hmm. don't pay him. Yeah, you know. And what you could do net ninety net ninety like, net ninety them yeah, boys net one eighty net net one eighty yeah never. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you could use it as uh, almost like a promo. You know, you could write this off on your taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I? Yeah. yeah. You, if you put Pulp MX on it somewhere, put a sticker on it. Yeah. And yeah. when you have people come in and the IRS comes visit you, they can look up there and say, what's that? And they're like, that eh, says Pulp MX. That's an advertisement. Mm-hmm. It's up mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. People see it and they ask questions. Mm-hmm. I, like where you're, I like where your head's at. And, and as soon as they ask a question, so, it's a business expense. Um, getting back to the free one. Yeah. Um, 
you know that one's got to get put together mm-hmm. yeah um i don't know if the, i don't know if i like the odds yeah. of that happening yeah uh, if you get it i don't like the odds of it ever being assembled that's what, yeah. I, that's yeah. what yeah. I don't yeah. like we yeah. could assemble it <laughs> yeah. but when you uh when you check the box on shipping non-running or not or running it's definitely non-running non-running definitely right. running. Okay. And, and i'll have to do a little shout out here to uh w uh, um, John Anderson. Yeah, though. I talked yeah, to John Anderson. He was actually on vacation. I believe it was Cole Anderson who helped me out on some of the peak bikes oh, that yeah. we're building. Yeah. And and I had asked him about the Kajivas mm-hmm. because they came with XL rims. And uh, some of the rims, if you, being a restorer yourself, oh, yeah. when you leave a tire on there that's got a tube in it for 40 years, <laughs> it tends to, like, stick to the rim. And when you peel it off, the rim is like delaminating aluminum. So uh, all I do, sir, with every bike I built is cut the spokes out. Yes. And now I build a new wheel from the hub. Yep. I've never taken a tire off any of my rebuilds. I've done it twice, and they, it'll never happen again. They go right to the garbage. Correct. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And uh, and they said yes, they could build those uh, wheels right. easily for okay. us. And uh, and then, like I had said earlier, they're going to have an injection molded plastic. It's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's the kind of the dull luster yeah. but you know uh, uh the kajivas have a really bright red yeah and it, it's it's a beautiful beautiful bike uh, so um we're talking 3500 for an 84 yeah yeah black yeah. shroud yeah and and there's a possibility uh once i finish the other 86 which would be the uh pekka vakonen yeah. uh, davy stribos uh i may let the other one go so and they all of those bikes run, mm-hmm. and they're they're quick. Yeah. They just don't stop. We we um, <laughs> you know we we've been trying to do this for a couple mm-hmm. of years. A number of years, yeah. Guy yeah. would never. I mean, at least we've got a point where a number is being thrown out. He'd never. I sold the KDX two hundred last week. Okay, so he actually sold. That's a bike. how you yeah. start. I, I don't yeah. know how many years it's been since you've sold a bike. That right. I, it's been a right. while. Yeah, they call, they yeah. make they, they make TV shows about people like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, called hoarders. Uh, we've tried Harvey and I have tried to have interventions mm-hmm. quite often. Yeah, and uh, he just keeps buying more bikes. Yeah. Just keep drinking well, that smart water. Let's uh, let's let's continue these discussions, yeah. and yeah. I feel like we made some progress, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a way easier discussion than with gargoyles or yep. anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or no, oh, so. barbecue sponsor, barbecue island sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Fly for my uh, barbecue sponsorship. Uh, oh, greatly appreciate. Okay, that. well, yep. I, sir, I was gonna uh, take you outside mm-hmm. and show you potential Michelin marketing. Oh. Oh, okay. Spot yeah. there. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. If you are looking for, instead of pool noodles, if you're looking for some Michelin bib moose to float on in the pool, we certainly can do that. No, I was thinking more sponsorship of the island itself. Uh, yeah. We'll look at it. Okay. We'll look at All right. It. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll discuss it tomorrow over a Twisted Tea. Okay. And and I want to go back to what uh, uh, Mr. Uh, um, legendary. was talking about earlier. Legendary. Legendary. Yes. yes. And, and legendary brought up a great point about having uh, the foam and everything. You can do exactly what you said with more of a viscoelastic memory type foam. What are you talking about? For the for the, uh, the tough blocks for the, for the tra- oh tough blocks. Okay, I'm like I'm like what? Change gears. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, is this and about the Kajiva or about the, ar- <laughs> no. the barbecue island? Oh, yeah, okay. oh, and by right. the way, yeah, the Kajiva seats are about yeah. like that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and 40 years later, they are still yeah. like yeah. that. Quality uh, Italian manufacturing. It is. It yeah. was. Yeah. But uh, yes, there is a way to do that. I haven't seen a tough block up close, but what I look like, they look like they were molded. Mm-hmm. And it is the same density throughout. Yeah. So he brings up a good point. You can change that density and keep a weight the, and do your plastic tray yep. idea. Right. And there's a real, uh, real soft plastic that 
you could fall on, and yep. it's not going to cut you or You'd anything. Be all right. So, yeah, there's there's many ways to fix that. Solve okay. that problem. Uh, yeah, you um, all it costs is money for Feld Motorsports to do this, yeah. and make longer ones, and make triangular ones, and it just costs money. Yeah, that's, that's it. I guarantee you, some of those um, tough blocks have not been replaced for a decade or a whatever. Time. Yeah, uh, they don't degrade, so they'll be here when the dinosaurs right. come back. Right. Uh, so, question yeah. for you, Robbie, on on number one here. Oh. Uh, Nick, what's up, man? Hey, how are you doing, guys? Hey, hey Robbie. So if you let go of ten of those kajivas, will uh, will the wife have to let go of one of the dogs? Uh, no, that is. Uh, <laughs> we had already renegotiated that for 2023, uh, and uh, she has actually already reserved another dog. So <laughs> technically, I should be able to get 96 motorcycles. So I hope she's listening to this. Yeah. Uh, well, you know. That guy has those ATKs waiting for you. I know, I know. You, we were talking about that, and uh, yeah, I, I unbelievable. I would wait for those ATKs, and and I was looking at the one that he had, the four hundred six. But I, there's no way I can start that thing. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> not with his ankles. It never ends. I, yeah. I do not have a bike that has a disc on the, the counter shaft. Yeah. I Kiefer's don't have dad's one got one. Kiefer's dad, yeah. really? Yeah, so, yeah. he's probably looked at one. Hey, last night down there, we were at the yeah. Kiefer's, and and the, something came up. Heather or someone? No, Kiefer oh, on the Facetime with us. Yeah. said something about the Alta might uh, the be Alta. Yeah, Robbie it's just sitting there. Yeah. He just perked up. He oh, was I went ready out to there. No, no, I have first dibs on that, but maybe you know. Oh. Trade it for a Kajiva. Maybe. Maybe. Uh-huh. Now we're talking about that 88. That 88, maybe. Yeah. Coming to play now. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Nick. Thanks Thank for the call. You, but yeah, good, not, good hearing from you. Not trading, <laughs> not trading a dog. Yeah. No. The dogs stay. Uh, well, good show tonight. Uh, pretty yeah. good show. Not too great. Oh, you know what? What? Manscaped. Thanks, Manscaped. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the support. Lawnmower 4.0. Mm-hmm. It's got a light on it. It's got a 7,000 RPM motor. You've mm-hmm. got one. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's more like a weed whacker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Keep it, keep it. You got to yeah. keep it up and then it doesn't, you know, get so yeah. rough down there. Yeah. Needs, might need to clutch it a little bit to keep that yeah. RPM up. Pulp of Mexico to save at <laughs> manscaped.com. They got a whole performance package as well. They got ball deodorant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, they got nose, uh, ear and, and, uh, uh, mm-hmm. nose, ear. Yeah. Trimmer. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wear hearing aids. The ear thing is great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I, I hear so much better. Um, Keep it trimmed up. Yeah, after yeah. a trim. Yep. Right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so thanks That's to good. the folks at Manscaped, and uh, they're into uh, uh, other products as well. Check out their website. Use the code PULPAMEX to save. Thank you to the guys at, at Manscaped, and uh, yeah, uh, keep your junk tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's it. You know, absolutely. it'll help you out. Uh, so thank you to those guys for coming on board. Marvin Muskan, Lars Lindstrom, uh, Daniel Blair, Jeremy Mallott, all in the show tonight. Appreciate that. Jason Thomas, of course, as well. Uh, good show, um, as always. Um, all right. First thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Both of you. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, what? Oh, boy. So, because uh, Jeremy Mallott mentioned earlier uh, Red Bull Rampage coming yeah. up. So, definitely yeah. want to wish the best of luck to Cam Zink, Ethan Nail, Carson Storch, which are all Michelin riders that uh, I'll be there supporting this coming weekend, Friday, uh, up in Utah at Red Bull Rampage. So Those things are insane it's crazy yeah it's crazy um i thought about seeing if you wanted to come up and be like a vip guest of ours mm. um, but i know you just blow off those type of invitations so i didn't bother thank you appreciate okay. that you're all welcome. right first thing that comes to mind okay when i read our sponsors mm-hmm. robbie you're, you're playing this you okay ready? yeah right. i'd love to right. motorsport.com easier ordering easier ordering easy ordering how's he was to say easy ordering sorry yep, there you go boom uh fly racing uh max decal works graphics race tech suspension and engines 
Hello, Paul Thie. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions like myself. Renthal. I have 57 pairs of Renthal Hendavars. Mm-hmm. No, do you... The really, original old school ones. Really, do you? Yeah, 57. 57, yes. Like from bot back on in the On the bikes day, and... Oh, yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah, the garage right. right now. Cloth bar pads? Uh, I have 12 cloth. The rest are vinyl. Okay. Uh, Michelin motorcycle tires. Phenomenal products for a wide range, wide range of riding. Okay. Uh, a Cherubis. Oh, Kajiva plastic. Whew. God. That's great <laughs> stuff. Got a lot of smoke right away. Yeah. Uh, firepower, batteries, and chains. WPS. Uh, Maxima USA. Trevor. My new BFF. Uh, Pro Filter. Uh, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor yeah. Reese. Trevor. Yeah, we yeah, only got it. No, I know, but you can say for pro filter. You can say Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Trevor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scotch. Scotch. I have a boom bottle. Nice. Works great. ORW. Uh, Off-road warehouse. Uh, I think about Phil's butt. No. OGO Power Sports. Did you say butt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, OGO. I love it. I got two ninety-eight hundreds level. All right. FMF. Little D. Guts Racing. Oh, I love the seat covers. Uh, Atlas neck brace. Mm, noof. Works connection. Oh my gosh! I won the contest. You did. That's right. Yes, long, I did. Long, long, long time yeah, ago, a long time ago. And right? I got the uh, the cool old sticker and everything. Yeah, yep. it was a long time ago. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Randy, a great place for anyone to look for opportunities uh, in the motorcycle industry to find employment that they're passionate about. Get data. I don't have any on my old two strokes. No. You but it's, uh, if I had a four-stroke, I would definitely. They make two-stroke ECUs. Dan Truman, right? Yeah, yeah. They make two. Uh, WUSA. John Anderson. Ride engineering. Triple clamps. In ten cycles. <sighs> I wanted that one. In ten cycles, Robbie. I love it. The best bicycle <laughs> ever made on the history of the earth. It yeah. is unbelievable. If you don't have one, you're you, just missing out. So you're living fifty percent of your you life. You were in the old studio when yeah. the Taser first came out. Yes. And I didn't know you were a man of means back then, but you were (laughs) listening to the show. On the couch. On the couch. And we were talking about this yep. new e-bike, mm-hmm. and I had a code, and you, I think during the commercial, you might have asked yeah, me about yeah. it. I, uh, and then bought he, it. Robbie's like, I got one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like right now? Yeah. yeah, I got one. That's when we came out for your, I think, your birthday. Yeah, yeah the 49 right, right, birthday. Right. Yeah. 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 I was like, wow, this guy, this guy doesn't fool around. He literally, in yeah. 20 minutes, mm-hmm. ordered a taser. You let me ride yours. <laughs> yeah. And I rode around the block, yeah. and I, it was so much better than the other brand that we rented uh, that yeah. I was like, this oh, that's great. right. You rented, yeah, yeah. 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 the day before. Yeah, I yeah, forgot we about on that. a mountain bike ride. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, suspension direct. Uh, prototype development on a T100. Okay. Uh, Manscape. <laughs> great for your ear hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wisco piston. Have some in some of my vintage bikes. I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, twisted T. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we had a lot of those uh, up there at. Uh, Muddy, motocross it. of nations yeah, yeah. a lot nations. of those billy grotto billy yeah. grotto he's quite the character i'd, he, I'd like he, to he, meet he, that guy yeah and i, I feel like yeah I feel like a billy and randy reality show would, would work might, yeah. it just might work yeah hopefully i'll be able to cross paths with him this coming year uh bike week um, yep hey no hangover that was that was the one thing i noticed about the yeah. twisted tees there wasn't any hangover yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it's good stuff what about courtney hangover for courtney with the twisted tees no never never all right uh well thanks for coming in randy Robbie, thanks yes. for coming in. Appreciate it. Always a good time. Yeah. Good Always time. Red Bull Straight Rhythm seemed like a lot of fun. So. Yeah. 
Certainly thank was. Uh, thank you for having me and thank you for what you, you've done for the Michelin brand, for Reach with your listeners, yeah. and, uh, including my good friend Steve Greer, who is a pilot for Delta, you know, best airline in the world, right? Mm. So he's a pilot there that I met in Greenville. Delta. Yeah, Atlanta, Greenville. So uh-huh. uh, Steve Greer, appreciate, uh, hopefully he's listening, hmm. and uh, hopefully yeah. I'll catch him on a flight from Atlanta I, uh, to Greenville soon. I had a uh, flight about uh, two months ago, mm-hmm. just sitting there in first class, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, not paying paying no mind anything. Nope. Pilot comes back, mm-hmm. says, "Hey, love your show. Listen to it all the time when I'm flying." I'm <laughs> like, "What?" He's like, <laughs> "When yeah. he's flying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah." Because like you know, once they get yeah. up in the air, they don't. Yeah. They're not. They're not really flying it's anymore. Right? Yeah. He's like, like a, I got like a bulldozer at the Red Bull Straight Rhythm. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I, "I got it in one ear," yeah. and I'm like, "He's like, just yeah, cool, man." Yeah. He's like, "Thanks for flying it," and then off he goes in the cockpit. How about that? Oh, that's, that's impressive. Cool. That's and, then, cool. and the other passengers are like looking at me like, what, what, what is this huh? guy? Uh, is this Kanye? Yeah. They, they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. So anyway, so yeah. So uh, what's your pilot's name? Uh, Steve Greer. Yeah. Uh, suck yep. on that, Steve Greer. Yeah, so. well, 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 what do you mean? Why do you want to bash Steve Greer, who is because a listener of your show I don't, and I'm loves your show? I'm not bashing him, but yeah. he, the United pilots come back yeah. and find the passengers, you know? Well, he didn't come look for me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he didn't maybe know I was on the plane until well, I walked off. Well, this gentleman spoke to me. is looking at the manifest, the United mm-hmm. gentleman. Yeah. And, uh, well, and I, I doubt there's any pilots of any airline looking for a Randy Richardson. No, he well, heard why would your this voice. Guy, you think he this guy's looking voice. for Steve Mathis? No, he happened like any good pilot would. Maybe not the Delta ones. United <laughs> ones, though. Looking over a passenger manifest. Yeah. Are there any names that stand, stand out? And he happened mm-hmm. to see Steve Mathis. Yeah. United. Fly yeah. the friendly skies. Okay. Yep. Yeah, what about that, Steve? He recognized Randy's voice. Randy left that part out of the yeah. story. Um, he was like, I've recognized your voice. You, yep. Randy. Nice guy. Means well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But his voice is annoying, right? <laughs> oh, right. yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's that right. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks for coming in, both of you guys. Appreciate okay. it. We're close to the Kajiva. It's coming home. Uh, it's close. Really close. I can yeah. feel it. Yeah. I, I really feel like you would appreciate it. No, I, really, I would. You yeah, know I, really, I would. I yeah, know absolutely. Would. I've yeah. been after that one of those for years. Yeah. So, uh, Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Pete. Best show ever. Good job tonight. <laughs> Best show ever. Good job tonight. Uh, nice thanks to Roto, by the way. Thanks for Roto. Uh, he's uh, doing the math show for us. Good job for Roto. Thanks to Pancake for all that he did for us for yeah, a long time. Good stuff. Pancake's good dude. Roto's going to do the last couple of uh, math shows for us. And uh, good luck with that, making sense of this show, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, what a what a first run here. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Swissco. <laughs> thanks to Moser. Thanks to, thanks to Pookie. Uh, and thank you people for listening. We're back next Sunday. Sunday night, uh, Kiefer's coming in studio, and uh, we'll talk 23 Yamaha test uh, and more off-season silliness, of course, and more on the Pulp MX Show. So thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to you listeners. Thanks to the YouTube people. Randy Richardson, uh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Always good times. Robbie, thank you. Thank you. See you next week. I'm a kinky bastard, okay? There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.